Okay, I'll get the Sonic. All right, it looks like it's looks like it's um, uh, recording. I have and no stats for the Sonic gun, but I'm also grabbing the Sonic gun from when he comes down. All right, yeah. so um, in case things get dicey. It, well, you are. Like, you're, it looks yes. like things are about to get dicey because when last we left our heroes, they were in the middle of negotiating a trade deal with some Amazons, mm-hmm. and we only had one bayonet down here yeah. because we only brought one down to show them, and then right. Yeah. And we sent you up for more bayonets and also the uh, gun. Yeah. Now, whether or Sonic not uh, uh, sure. Vince was down here at the end of last episode, I don't care. we got to get him on the... we got to get uh, the count, the V-Count, down here in the Amazon City no matter what because you're a player character. So, bam. All right. Welcome, All right. To, the, welcome so, to the throne room you can the meeting okay. room of the Stratego. Oh, ladies. <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. You are not, not going to be able to carry all the bayonets down yourself, despite your manliness, so you will enlist him, and you guys will both come down with the bayonets. What, don't we have is that a, is that, or Will that work? No. no, we have a script girl. I mean, <laughs> is that the same thing? You know, you keep will, hoping that there's servants, but, you know... Really, there's just the script girl. Yeah. There's what just, happened to all the servants? They mostly died. <laughs> they mostly died in the Zeppelin crash. It is so hard to get good help. Well... Are you gonna them. let Are you gonna let your leading man go down to the village of the Amazons and you not be there to witness and possibly film it? He could get ravaged. <laughs> ravaged or ravished? Ravished by Snoo Snoo. Mm-hmm. Death, Death by, by Snoo Snoo could Snoo happen. Snoo. I'm suddenly thinking like uh, Captain Jack Harkness. Hello, lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Well, you get the uh, same response you'd get from the average Cyberman. Um, <laughs> Uh, actually, I don't know about that. Uh, you'll have to you'll have to remind me what your character's uh, physical attributes are. Um, actually, what am I talking about? I got a copy of character sheet right here. Let's see what happens when you hello, ladies. Body three, charisma's high. Hmm. Um, you you may in fact be uh, you know, for the moment you're merely being mentally undressed by a number of people in the audience. Um, so far, the bidding has not started. Ah, huh, well. But you, uh, uh, you may have uh, uh, caught the eye of one or two, you know, sort of strapping, scarred. Um, uh, 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 I guess you'd call them hoplites at this point. I okay. may have uh, once founded a sex cult in upstate New York. <laughs> by by founded, you mean crashed? <laughs> Partially took over. Six, six of one, half dozen the other. <laughs> All right, okay. so uh, when last we left our heroes, they were again in the middle of their delicate negotiations and having uh, suddenly had the the uh, uh, demo dummy for the new Sunblades brought out so that the Amazons can test the lethality and sharpness of these weapons. Uh, turns out it's some guy named claiming to be William Flint, the pirate king of Blood Bay. And when he sees you guys, he, well, he was speaking sort of English. Right, right. Before. So, but his I, English got a little bit better when he saw you guys. When he addressed right, you right. guys, he 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 it was, it's definitely King's English. Okay, so I'm going to say halt and hold my hand up like this to keep them from stabbing him immediately. Um, there's a grumble from the crowd. Do you translate the halt? Do you translate everything she says? Grumble, grumble. Yes. There's an eighty percent chance that's a con man. <laughs> takes one to know one. You know, I was about to say it takes one to know one. <laughs> That's so, not necessarily an obstacle, but <laughs> I'm going to say this, and you're going to translate it. He speaks the language of the Sun People. Grumble, grumble! Oh, did you pass that on? <laughs> huh? 
Okay. I thought we were the sky I, people. Are we the sun people? It was sun, I think. Because the metal we have is so good because it can only be forged in the heat of the sun. Oh, yes. What exactly does that mean? Because we don't want to be associated with the other sky people that are wandering around here, probably bombing everybody. Oh, yeah. Sun people. Sun people. We are the people that come from the sky. (laughs) Sun. Thing. Thing. Right. (laughs) There. You are the worst... Possible communicator at this point. Okay, good. That's even right. better. Um, I would like to. There's a, there's some eyebrows raised that you know, and somebody barks out from the audience something. Barkety 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 bark in ancient Greek. And she basically says, nobody tells the Tigos what to do in, under in, in in her fortress. You know, mind your tongue. The savages do not like following orders. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What do you do? Where did you find this man? And he says, what business is it of yours? He doesn't speak. Uh, did you translate the part about the speaking the language of the, some people? Yes. Uh, the answer is, hmm. He does not speak the language of the sun people. He speaks the language of the sea raiders. As apparently so do you. Could not help but notice that... One of yours, the one you, your, the, the, you know, boy you sent off to fetch the uh, blades, uh, was in fact armed with the weapons of the sea raiders. So, sea raiders. Nice way to show off those muzzle-loading pistols. It's the English. You asked for a clarification. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, "What you're speaking amongst yourselves?" Well, and 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 uh, somebody else pipes up something to the effect of, you know. Somebody else in the audience pipes up that, uh, you know, the Sea Raiders speak many languages. That This is just one of them. Perhaps they also raid us. How? Not a problem. We'll figure that out as we go. <laughs> um, now, you guys are walking back into this, you know, and they're, in fact, as you're walking in, I brought the knives! It's like, that one there says somebody pointing at your belt, and you presume that it's... You know, again, a compliment. Um, <laughs> he, he is, he is yes. of a lower caste, and he cannot... He's not allowed to speak in yes. our regular language. They must use the, the vulgar tongue in order to communicate with us. Okay. My next gambit. This man, and I pointed old crusty McCrackle face. This guy? This, no, the guy. No, I would never call the professor that. Crusty McCrackle. The, the pirate king? The pirate king. Yes. This man belongs to me. <coughs> yeah, that's a good Yeah, tell him that, he says. I mean, yeah, I belong to her. Totally. My darling, how long has it been? I kick him in the groin. <laughs> <laughs> That's proof. <laughs> Ooh, there's a... Know he, your place, dog. He, uh, he he doubles over and is unhappy with this. Uh, and he says, right, please. And there's a mild chuckle from the the peanut gallery of warriors. Yeah, I'm going to grab really him by the collar. Or whatever he's sure got what there. What's going uh, there was a, like there was, at this point, he's being supported by the two Amazons who are holding him. You kicked him. Uh, his legs went out from under him. And um, uh, he, he, he uh, says, oh, it's like, oh, it's like, he, he, makes some, he makes some comment about a town in England. You can't quite hear what yeah, he says under I'm, his breath. But um, uh, anyways, um uh, they're holding him up. He doesn't actually have a leash or whatever. Okay. The um, 
the uh, Amazon, uh, the Strategos, whose name is uh, Okiale. Okiale. Okiale says, uh, says through you, or he says to you. Um, she uh, says. If you, uh, if you want this dog, uh, we can certainly barter for his life as well. Um, uh, he has committed no offense against uh, uh, my sisters or my command, at least <laughs> that I'm aware of. Uh, but um, uh, That's that doesn't mean... It shouldn't be worth that much to you then. <laughs> but uh, since he's clearly of some value to you... <laughs> Dubious value. Um, we can negotiate. Uh, had he laid hands upon or hurt a sister, we would not give him up for anything. Sometimes it's hard to find... Sometimes it's hard to find examples to make. What do we have that would be of interest to such a martial... To such a martial culture? She says, um, the answer is weapons. Now, let's take a look at these knives, or look at these blades, and... uh, I was only told to rec- retrieve four of them. Okay. You um, full, uh, roll out four blades. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we already have one down, so there's five bayonets correct. total on mm-hmm. display. They they have questions. Like, for instance, you know, we're looking at it, and it's got a sheath or whatever uh-huh. it comes in. I presume that you brought down the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you know, how often do you have to oil it? And, um, you know... Uh, they're a little taken aback by the fact that, you know, if your answer is not very much because it's steel, not iron. Right. Or it's stainless, actually, steel. Oh, is it? Well, it's... Um, Neat. It's, uh, it, it certainly isn't like the steel of the Middle Ages. Right, I mean, right. It's, it's shiny. Century steel, it's shiny. Uh, it's not chromed, but it is stainless steel in that in that it um, it may have bluing on it. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't require the oil in it, uh, uh, an ancient blade. Right. I would Even think that if they smelt anything, that they would understand that this is something they've never seen before. Yeah. They oh, get that smelty. part. But um, they want to <laughs> know things like, why is there a loop on the back? You know, because obviously it's got a bayonet. Well, that is so you can mount it on a spear. It's like, hmm, okay. Um, uh, you know, they fiddle around with it a bit. Somebody drags out a, um, uh, they drag out a, uh, well, if we're not going to use him as a, as a, uh, Drag out a horse target. or a pig, or they they bring out a um, they bring out a uh, they send down to the kitchens. And oh dear! Fortunately, no. Fortunately, the they, celery not, boy. <laughs> they do not bring out you know uh, a split human carcass or anything. Right. Thank goodness. They just bring <laughs> up some not some animal that clearly doesn't look like you recognize it. And right? Maybe one of those rhinoceros hippo looking things that yeah. they had running around. Or they bring out a haunch. Just a haunch. Um, yeah, a haunch. They were going to do that. Um, <laughs> and um, you know, she pokes some punch. holes in it. Uh, they they throw the knife and complain that it's not balanced for throwing. And it's like, <laughs> to which, what's your sales pitch to that? I mean, do you go? Oh, this is not what I should be doing. Should it be is balanced to be mounted on a spear. It's for stabbing. Uh huh. Well, they put a good stab. They're. Uh, they try and they put on a good game face. Vince, uh, would you be so kind as to roll me some dice? 
under you. I believe you're the guy who has. Uh, I think actually, everybody has empathy, don't they? Oh, oh are you kidding? I Maybe got empathy up for that. I do have Should empathy because really it's about yeah reading your target in the con. Mm. All right, empathy. So both of you got. Right, Make I got, a roll under empathy. I got five, so maybe so it's I roll dice. three. Oh yes, um, you need dice. Yes, here let me. Dice. Did you get five? You got five. All right. I got one success. One me success. too. All right. Um, you detect some. Mild, they seem to be mildly interested, or, or they're putting their game faces on, but you think they're interested, right? They're like, they ask, all right, how many of these can you provide us? What is one? How many did we have? Twelve. We have six. We, we uh, might need to go back to the Sun Kingdom and get some more. We can bring more on future you trips. Which, which story yeah. do you want to do? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you're in charge we, of we, actually We can bring more in the future. But you can substitute your own. Yeah. I'm substituting my own. Oh, my oh, God. God damn it. <laughs> so it really doesn't matter what they say. You're no, just gonna... no. I want to hear what he translates. I was like, tell them we can bring more from the Sun Kingdom in the future. Well, it's obviously your shrewd negotiators. Uh-oh. So we're going to offer you instead of these some sun magic. People of the sun, we have these magical devices. Mm-hmm. So I pull out a magnifying glass. Mm. And I go, you can harness the power of the sun to catch things on fire. And I sort of start... What, you, what, would, you, what would you like to set on fire? Uh, what's around us? Is there a little tinder or something I could... Uh, well, um, yeah, the ant's about this long. <laughs> Stay still. <laughs> um, so you stab the ant, and then you set it on fire. This is very useful. Um, it's not like a, piece, a scrap of fabric or they might be able to, or something. Uh, they might be able to do that with a piece of papyrus. They might be able to bring out a piece of paper. All right, and while I'm doing it, I'm just trying to figure out some sort of marketing jingle or something of the day. <laughs> and I do the magic words as I... Well, all right. He, he I completely uh, know the what magic he's words doing. Are going to end in and so I'm going to be the um, the the straight man on this little routine where I'm <laughs> a peach doing a, a two man routine about what? Oh my god! I mean, this is totally the world's first infomercial happening. Right now. How <laughs> before we were just trying to make fire and we couldn't. We didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, but now you, I'm telling you what I'm doing. Oh my! Lord. Well, I, I can see yeah. you pull out a magnifying. I know a show. All right. The um. If I had some water and some alcohol, I could make a patent medicine show, like right now. <laughs> the, uh, Not that an aristocrat would ever do that. Uh, yeah, the other zone's kind of, there's a in the crowd, and they're like, um, they say, uh, they, they watch the fire happen. They're like, hmm, all right, well, that's one all. They're like, so it can start, so you can, um, uh, it works any time of the day since there's no such thing as the sun. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So, like, okay, it, uh, it, uh, suffices for a what? tinder box. That's nice. Um, you know, and it makes things bigger, and I hold it up to my eye so my eye looks really big. <laughs> I stare at them. Okay. Uh, the Stratigos walks over to you and uh, puts, their, puts her hand out. <laughs> All right, I'm going to hand over the. All right. 
she puts it all over your face. Puts it all over her hand and uses it. You know, says, hmm. This sweetens the deal. Indeed. What else do you have? We have lots of fabric. We've heard about that. Oh, we're trying to get, we have a bunch of, there's a bunch of Nazi flags on the airship. I've been trying to sell them as war banners or clothing for their, or beautiful clothing for their men folk. (laughs) It is kind of, it is kind of manly. So, so are they pretty much loincloths with one breast cut off? So they no, no, they're, uh, no. This current <laughs> well, well, certainly, certainly when they they turned up the uh, the a lot of the women were just stripped to the waist, uh, like the men folk were. They just yeah. were wearing loincloths and like leather soled sandals. But when you guys came into sight, everyone ran off and strapped on like you know bronze greaves and breastplates and you it's know, kind of Xena level armor. Yeah. Big shields and but such. But it's made out of orchid or orcalcum. There's a lot of orcalcum beaten into the into the armor of the people who are officers, the people who are clearly somewhere up the food chain and the strategos. And if there's a feminine, feminized version of strategos, I don't know what it is, but uh, it would probably be using that word instead of strategos, which, based on my crappy Latin skills, is the masculine. It's a masculine word. Maybe it's strategos. Uh, but um, uh, she's got the most ornate armor. I would also point out one other thing about this pack of, of, uh, uh, of ruffians is that um, despite the fact that they all look fairly seasoned, there's a, and plenty of them have scars that you can see because there's a lot of, I mean, there's, you know, there's not a lot of armor on the upper arms. There's only armor on the and sort of gauntlets, uh, bracers, Greaves. So there's a lot of uh, you can see thighs, you can see necks and faces and, and, and upper arms. There's a there's a lot of scars, but they're not big. They're, there's you see plenty of people who are, who've got these scars, but they're not like these scars that are split open like you know like this. They're all closed, but they don't show signs of like. Um, so, stitches or something in them, you know what I mean? There's they're more like there's, knife you know, scars than like being bitten by dinosaurs. Oh well, scars. there's there's people who you know have the there's there's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. one who's who's got a, a dent in their nose, but you're looking at that thinking, you know, to have been whacked in the face by something that had multiple talons, and only have a dent in your nose, you either were you know that required being incredibly lucky, like you're just a graze, but uh, even you know, but. Have the, there's a dent in the nose, but then there's still scars on the cheeks and on the eyebrows. So it would mean that the claw would have to have had different depths to the claws. You know what I mean? To have right, grazed right, right. everything at once. Um, either that or they got some medical technology here that's um, the that, bomb. That's what I'm thinking. They must have amazing healing technology that we could return to the surface and open up, you know, profitable. That centers. medicine show you were talking about earlier, we can bottle this. Well, yes, now that you mention it. <laughs> so it's, it's my fault. <laughs> okay. Hollow Earth Elixir. Next vitality. week on CSI Themyscira. <laughs> tonic Oterra. Mm. So, Subterra. Tonic, Subterra. There you I go. Think tonic Oterra is somebody's stripper name. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. Tonic Subterra, then, yes. Um, anyways, uh, they're like, okay, th- this is interesting. Um... We'll, we'll, we'll take this. What else have you got? Twice the vim, three times the vigor. 
Um, but anyways, um, uh, there it's like, well, again, couldn't help but notice that um, this one over here carries the uh, uh, thunder guns. Uh, the uh, uh, well, I'm not sure what, what term they would use. Right, the uh, the weapons of the sea. Blah blah blah. Sea raiders, yes. They're um, thunder sticks. They're uh, thunder ballista or whatever they're going to call it. Um, but uh, could not those that carry one of those. It could. Uh, can you trade for those? We only have two, and they belong to him. Mm-hmm. Oh crap! Nothing's allowed to belong to a man. Mm-hmm. Like really? You like well, wait. He has things? to translate that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you're, okay, you're, 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 you, you got in quick enough that you can say, don't tell him the part about owning wait, Okay. Those are big magic. They cannot be owned unless you have the special magic cloth with the symbols, and you need the cloth for at least a year before you can use one of those. If you wanted one of those, you'd have to take the cloth, and we would have to return in a year and show you how to work it. I don't think Do you have any down. empathy on your character at all? No, nothing. Everybody else roll who's got some empathy. <laughs> I apparently am three having a really hard time seeing Two. what's going on in this particular instance. Uh, Kenton, um, you think he just whatever he said to them, you can't understand it, but you think it made them really mad. Uh, I'm totally oblivious. Yeah, I know mean, you're just like la la la. You you primitive screwheads. <laughs> this is my boomstick. <laughs> I was clearly distracted by the idea of bottling the. I don't think because we know that they well? know they know how guns work. Yes, they've seen them before. Um, they uh, um, kind of uh, crappy guns, aren't they? No, well, those are cheap. Yes, they're terrible. They're flintlocks. If you point them toward the ground before you fire, the bullet rolls out onto the floor. And don't they take like an hour to load or something? Yeah. 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 Um, the, uh, uh, at this point, uh, uh, you know... Uh, in fact, those were a prop in the last movie. <laughs> yes, they probably don't even work. He's fired it at least once. I've used them a couple of times. Well, you do, do you have... Uh, you fired it, and, and it filled the interior of the car. I don't, the see, I don't see any reason not to trade them the guns. I don't see any reason not to trade them the guns as long as we don't give them any rifle balls or gunpowder. Oh, yeah. We could tell them to make gunpowder, then you to grind up the war banners. <laughs> With um, some bat poop. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm I'm like focused on selling these Nazi banners. I tried my There's best. A, I told them one of the Chichinos' captains comes forward and whispers into her ear. Oh crap! And um, they're all looking at you, uh, Daniel. They're all looking at Peckard Mayweather. And then they 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 there's a there's some talk, and uh, somebody runs out of the room, and they just said negotiations suspended. All right, let's go back to the airship. Four five minutes. Nobody leaves the room. So what sort of room is this? It's a giant sort of amphitheater-like thing. It was this big domed sort of amphitheater uh, that uh, a section of the ceiling has actually collapsed in. Um, they've covered it with tarp, and they can roll it back to let light in. So there's a whole bunch of light coming into this room from the ceiling. This is how you're able to do your thing with them. Um, well, if I have stuff to make etchings, I'm going to write... I'm going to actually draw a circle on the ground around me. Okay. And in the 
the language of the ancient ones. Oh, throw down some uh, Atlantean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. I, I know where this is going, then. Uh, the, uh, we did making fire from the magnifying glass. Now we're doing con number, what is it, four? Four on, yeah. <laughs> we're we're the magic con? <laughs> you Do you need us switching to switch with the sonic gun? I've been in academics for too long. I don't know how to deal with it. The long grift. Tiny what? They bring in... Um, we have the sonic pistol hidden about our person. Oh, yeah, no, let's not bring that out yet. Uh, no. They um, uh, they they come back with... Um, You're going to have to very easy, very much persuade me to get rid of the dual pistol. The, I know. Uh, I'm going to have to persuade you the same way I persuaded the pirate to shut up. <laughs> the hoplite from the Amazon Sorry about that. Good luck. And, uh, with a... Um, yeah, there we go. Um, Wait, I'll probably do comes running back in with a uh, 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 another sort of am uh, female warrior in tow. She's got a gun. And um, uh, they, you know, they they have a they, they uh, uh, present her to the strategos, and the strategos says in ancient Greek or uh, sort of a, it's pidgin Greek, I should say. It's not pure ancient Greek. Um, they confer, and uh, what you hear is, can you translate uh, my? You can translate my. Your captain says you can translate my words into the into the language of the sea raiders. Yes, to Jake, yes, I can. Good, please do so. Oh, um, this is. Uh, uh, it has been noted, you know, and and basically the Jew says it has been noted, and this woman basically says, uh, the strategico says that. Um, and you get this a few seconds before everybody else. Uh, that that one is not saying your words during the translation. So Gigi, the, the Stratego suggests that you have him gelded as a reminder of his position. Or at least sent back with the baggage. I'm glad I don't understand ship. this part. Well, the the younger soldier who's brought in speaks to you in what sounds like um, 17th century, maybe uh, English. Um, it's 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 uh, it's very broken, but um, she seems to be able to speak it. Um, uh, and uh, and says that. Um, you know, we won't have him in the negotiations anymore. I will leave with my magic. <laughs> will you leave it? Good, because it's forfeit for lying. <laughs> this thing, this is what's holding up the uh, the, the, the hand glass. That's forfeit. Uh, that's forfeit for his lies. I'll leave it up to you to punish him for losing your uh, fire starter. But now it belongs to us. So, shall we resume then I will the negotiation? Take, then I will take my slave and we will leave. I'm going to make a grab at Jang- Jack the Pirate. Whoa, 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 don't leave me. You know, it's, what he, you know, like, it's like, ah, you have not reached a bargain for this man. He's like, look, and he's like trying to talk to you. You know, look, I, I know you're negotiating for supplies and I know you can get supplies. I can complain. I can guide you to an outpost of civilization that doesn't have these humorless bitches in it, okay? <laughs> I can totally I, do that. I, is he lying? 
Oh, uh, what's your... Probably. Uh, what's your... Uh, I guess uh, empathy would be the skill you I'm going to yell, one. silence, or dog. Is, I was thinking con. Yes, you may use con as a way to detect one. Sure. All right, because uh, if he's conning... Con then... men, no other con Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. Six, uh, seven, eight. You got like a ton. You should be able to get some success. With my my average is four plus. But... Okay, good. I got four. Ah. Um... He seems to be telling the truth about that. He also seems to be shit scared to be left here with these humorless bitches. That's what I said. I said perhaps he would not have said humorless bitches in um, a pulp. I he would have said say, something like Herodons, these humorless Herodons. I will throw him an evil look and say, "Silence, dog." They may not understand my language, but I believe they will understand my intent. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, that's easy enough to do. It's like we'll. Um, and I'll kind of wink at him if I can get away with it to let him know we're trying to get him out of there. All right. And well, uh, I'll pretend like I'm going to backhand him on her behalf as though I'm the, you know, and say, shut up, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He, 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 he ducks on his like, you know, he looks a little confused, like, but he, he he's quiet. Play along, Doofus. i up the uh, bayonets again. Yeah. Well, there, because she's. If you do not wish to trade, we will go on our way. Well then, uh, your you know, the price for uh, having well, the price for having wasted our time is the one you brought as a sample and the fire starter. But uh, beyond that, we'll let you go in peace. Including the little pirate. Villain. I'm going to take the pirate guy. I'm just going to dra- start dragging him by his beard. Whoa, 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 whoa! He goes back to the he goes back to the slave pens until either you negotiate a price or. Um, he becomes so annoying that he goes out to photography practice. Or it's maybe the dinosaurs. We've lost two I'm things already. I'm going to already. toss them a We're second bayonet and say, a second bayonet, and continue to drag him. Um, let's see. Um, they're like, uh, well, they, they start with uh, two. They come back with, they come back with three. Do you settle for two? Or do you go up to two? They ask for three. Fine. I'll give them a third one. All right. No, no, two. Inclu- yeah, cl- oh, good point. You say, they say three, you say you already gave it. You already we already got, get, one. got one. We're giving you two. All right. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. They, uh, as they much as that. I can. I'm making this understand through a series of uh, the, hilarious gestures. The uh, all right, based on the fact that they've already got one for you know you wasting for their time. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, uh, the two that you got, and then adding two more to the pot, they're like, um, "That's you know, we'll accept that." And he says, um, "Go ahead and uh, you go ahead and take the dog with you." All right, I'm gonna. We're gonna. Good bargain. You're not gonna regret it. It's done. We're gonna start making our way toward the skyship. All right. Um, Is he shackled at all, or is he just? Oh, he's he is shackled, and they they remove the shackles because they're more valuable than him. Probably (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they're not aracalcum, but they're you know metal shackles, and they remove them. All right, let's get to the skyship. Um, there is a very tense walk back to the oh, skyship. Oh, there is. Like, and he's like, you know, don't. He's like, and, and, you can, and I am trying to be as macho as I can at my four foot eleven height. <laughs> Napoleon. I am walking like Napoleon. <laughs> All right. With, the, these, um, uh, with these, these 
weak men following me. All right, the um, there's a lot of uh, they give you the hairy eyeballs. You know, you get a lot of hairy eyeball on the way. Um, but uh, uh, it, you know, and um, you get back to the ship into the rope ladder, and one presumes uh, too long. We- up. Nobody molests you on the way out. Uh, nobody gives you any shit Aww. about that. Flint's like, Flint's, uh, uh, Flint is like, you know, molested. just like, you know, don't, just don't smile. It's like showing your teeth. It's not friendly here. Just I know what I, I I'll know be the last looks, one up the ladder. Just look serious. On just look serious. And don't make eye contact. <laughs> oh, I'm making eye contact. You know, oh, God. Don't, <laughs> he's like, all right, the, anyone with a, anyone with swinging a parrot, don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. It just pisses them off. <laughs> Oh, God I, my entire body language is you should fear me and step away from me, dogs. Right. Uh, That's what I'm doing. I'm just trying to look as macho as I can, considering that I'm four foot eleven. They, the uh, first one that I find that's glaring at me really bad, I go. No, no, you <laughs> yes, guys are not. Yes, he did. <laughs> you right. guys are not allowed to uh, make eye contact. Pass your character shape for just a second. <laughs> yep. All right. Oh, great charisma. Death by Snoo Snoo. <laughs> Death by Snoo Snoo. Um, uh, her response to that is... And of course, you're bringing up the rear, so uh-huh. everyone else is already halfway up the ladder. We could, oh yeah, uh, I'm grabbing the, la- the end of the rope. We could claim that's a well, sign guys, of submission or something. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we cannot. Um, Among the sky people. Somebody, they're somebody going to take the, him to the breeding pits, and we'll uh, never see him again. One of the one of the one of the uh, women in the ranks uh, uh, who you make eye contact with. Um, That's uh, not how you win. Laughs and says something like, um, uh, and says something in Greek, and everybody, you know, the other uh, warriors sort of. Laugh about it, <laughs> you know. That's that's the response to your. They think yeah. you're now, a slut. What you yeah, what you heard was something about, about um something about uh, saucy mink ponies <laughs> think that they're stallions and still be worth a ride, you know. Um, uh, awesome. You know, something along those I lines. I messed up your um, display. I'm so sorry. Uh, something like, something along those lines. Of chaos. You know. He's pretty. He's he's like about. Eh, he's t- he's you know he's how many hands high. You know he's. That's yeah. a good start. Um, I find these savages just tasteful, and I just want to get as far away. <laughs> uh huh. Exactly. They're making. I know the they're making. Just saw right that you're. I can tell they're making obscene jokes because they're soldiers. Yeah, they make uh, the gonna... appropriate obscene jokes for being you know warriors. How much would people on the surface pay to visit the breeding pits? <laughs> You have? Are you, you didn't even know that there's breeding pits. You're just, just, you're just making that shit up. Assume there are breeding. You know, we know there's a gilding station because they mentioned that. <laughs> so there's a there's a big difference between breeding pits and gilding. I'm seeing to sex tourism. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I think we'd be better off if By we way, were selling sex tourism. Is in the great. Where'd the you get these? Costco. Mm. Humbau. Ah, oh, man, I want to go to mm. Costco. Humbau, not in the sun. Great. Well, you guys are allowed to get to the ship. They do not give you any um, guff, any more guff. Although, it is worth noting that on your way back to the ship, you are passed on the staircase of the great tower the ship is. I've got to say uh-huh. one last thing before we go. What's that? 
I, I tell them, whatever they do, don't erase that circle. <laughs> and then we take off. <laughs> Wait, somebody was coming down out of the ship? No, somebody oh. passes you on the right. way up. Our, our ship, up the stairs. Yeah. Uh, our ship I, is anchored uh, off to uh, this tower. Area. Yeah, yeah. And we had to go up the stairs. We had to go up some stairs to get to our ladder. But who passes us on? Well, a, uh, a woman, uh, a younger woman, uh, not wearing armor, but carrying a sword and, and sandals and, uh, you know, a loincloth. And <laughs> and I, 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 well, I guess she would be uh, stripped the waist with, like, uh, some sort of um, cloth tied around her eyes for, uh, just keep the sweat out of her eyes. Is she the most attractive thing that I've seen here? No, but... Um, yeah, the, whole, the, whole, the whole running up the stairs <laughs> thing is pretty dramatic for a man from 1936. You know? Yeah, if you see a woman with no shirt on running up the stairs, that's it for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you've gone to paradise. Um, yes, which is why they showed that to us 57 times in Showgirls. That was like, how many times? Oh, yeah, this? I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Apparently that's... Um, I've never seen it. That's Paul Verhoeven's thing, apparently. Is oh, it is trashy. I'm, is yeah. super trashy, and apparently Schmader's commentary is moves funny. it into the realm of high art. So much so that they put the track on the official DVD release. I have seen it. I've seen it live with his, com- or I've seen it with his commentary at three. It's a drinking fun. game. Plus, isn't Kyle McLaughlin the villain in the piece? Yes. Well, yes. A, well, sort of. A very drunken. I've very pickled up yeah. Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah, um, but anyways, she passes you on the staircase running up. And she's got um, um, a uh, piece of uh, parchment wrapped up in a in a leather tube uh, slung around her uh, her shoulder. And she's running down from the airship. She runs up to the top of the tower. Um, you get up there. Uh, I presume no one jumps out and tackles her on the way up, or no. Them. We want out of this place. Uh, she when you're up there, um, she has. There's a as I said, there was a heliograph up there on oh, top of the yeah. tower. And um, uh, she's standing there next to, you know, another woman who's rolled out this, taken this message from the tube, rolled it out. And then she looks at you guys as you're going up and then starts, you know, taking uh, an ink quill and starts marking on the, uh, the paper while you guys are starting to climb the ladder. And as you're climbing the ladder... She's counting us, isn't she? Uh, unless, you're, unless you sort of uh, interfere with her, they, she then goes to the heliograph and they start calling out, you know, um, uh, uh, the numbers. I mean, it's... it's um, uh, she basically is saying things like, you know, uh, directing the person holding the the uh, mirror's uh, articulator, you know, you know, short, short, long, long, short, long, you know, and is directing them to send a message. And the, the, the mirror is aimed inland. It is not aimed out to sea. It is aimed inland over the, over the jungle. And it can, and if anyone wants to throw a perception roll out there. Oh, I will. Please do. What do you got? You got some dice? Need some dice? I need some dice. What's your, what's your perception? Six. All right, here's two, who's two, two. Mine's five. Two, three siders. I got four. 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 Okay, both of five. you can see that there was a period where it was repeating a flash, 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 short, short, short sort of, you know, uh, pattern. And then we out there at the edge of your perception, you could pick up a 
uh, a sort of a mirrored response, flash, 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 short, short, short. And then once that happens, they start caught, they start actually sending a, uh, they actually start sending a, a more complex message. But the first they were just doing flash, flash, long, long, long. Right. Make you know, connection. To make as sure. As soon as they're yeah. looking. Yeah. It's, it's like when modems call each other. Exactly. Pretty much, yeah. So they, they get their heliograph going, but they do not get in your way. They do not fire uh, flaming arrows into your into your ship. We're going to go, okay. And then you guys, uh, you're the last one up and you disconnect the um, disconnect the cable. Put a foot on the hook that's the cable and ride it up as they winch it up. So long, ladies. All right, um, they watch you uh, pull this thing up into the sky. And, um, anyways, uh, you'll note that Mister Flint or Captain Flint looks is um, looking around your uh, your vessel uh, here, having been hauled up into the on the. And he's looking around. He's like, "Hmm, go ahead and roll me." Uh, empathy. Anyone's got empathy? Go ahead and we'll make a roll on that. You do not. One, four, four. No, it's a, you maxed yours out almost. I got one. Don't think I should be using con on him, but um, it's more about detecting his emotions. This is observing. As opposed We're to more observing him, not trying to sway him. Oh. Oh, that is well. I'll tell you what. Uh, that's for. It's still you've got. You've got the one for far seeing. Okay. Not reading minds. ESP, yeah. Okay. So, uh, as opposed to telepathy or, or, or mind reading. But you can uh, certainly, you know, I mean, if you want to cast your brain down amongst the Amazons and see if they're, you know, lighting arrows just out of sight to fire into the flaming uh, uh, airship, uh, you can certainly do that. Uh, they don't appear to be. All right. But... Um, Flint uh, looks nervous to you guys who got a success. To four successes, um, you think that Flint thinks he may have made a terrible mistake coming with you. He's probably I mean, never he looks, flown before. He, he looks, probably has never seen an airship or been in the sky. Or he thinks we're Nazis. Yeah. He's like, uh, oh, so... They, um, they do tend to put their little swastika on everything. Branding. It's like the Nike swoosh. <laughs> it's like the Nike swoosh. <laughs> or the Apple. Oh my god. So we've now compared Nike and Apple to the, to the third right. That's just brilliant. Well, they pay their laborers about the same. <laughs> um, and they called them geniuses, too. Yeah. Which ones? The ones that eventually escaped and uh, helped us build nuclear bombs. Of course, and, and Nike has not invaded Poland. <laughs> Yet... Give them but Apple has invaded the world. All right, we've had a harrowing escape with Captain William Flint. So, says Captain Flint. All right, I'm not charging. Welcome to the third rank. <laughs> it's really the rank 3.5. This is um, it's kinder, gentler. 275, because we're not quite at the, you know, go to war. <laughs> Was it full third right? <laughs> right 3.0 once you invade Poland. It's only right 2.5. Okay. So, says uh, Flint, um, speaking uh, in perhaps old-fashioned but not antiquated English. Uh, So, thanks. And um, about... uh, So, about these supplies you were telling us about. Yes, yes. um, Oh, don't mind the swastikas. We've been meaning (laughs) to get those over. That's fine. He doesn't need to know that. Swastika? Is that what it's called? Have you seen this before? Yep. 
When? Where? Well, um... Another vessel such as this? No. It wasn't a vessel such as this. Um, so, uh... Say, let's, uh... About those, yes, about those supplies, um... See here, Flint. Stop equivocating. I know a flim-flam man when I see one. Now tell us the truth, and tell us quick, or I'm having my boy here hang you over the edge. It's like, um... I... Larceny. I don't know that that's going to be necessary, and if you you care to pitch me out of this flying ship, then that's... uh, I guess that's your prerogative, but, um... I had a really good name for it. I didn't... I forget. We Uh, called it the Phoenix. I know, but I didn't like that one. (laughs) The Oklahoma Rising, or something. Excelsior Rising. Excelsior Redux. I'm going to ask him what year I like year that because Excelsior is. is an incredibly well, what year, flammable What year I think it is? Uh, material. Is it, uh, yeah, do you ever see the bad scene? She burns a man to death the, uh, because he sleeps on a bed made of There's the year I entered oh. this world, this hollow world. earth. You should see the bad scene. And then, of course, there's the year of the last ship from the surface that I uh, encountered that kept a log. So I suspect that it's close to that. What year did you enter? That was the year of our Lord, 1876. A little. I suspect that sometime after 1934, on the surface. He knows too much. (laughs) Okay, so Flint entered Hollow Earth in 1876. Yes. Well, time does work much slower here. Um, I thought it worked faster. It's um, it works faster on the surface. So fifty five. Okay. But we, it's almost impossible to tell time. You tell time by generations. He says you tell time in here by generations, the length of your beard. There's a couple well, it's of. It's going to be uh, a problem for the ladies. There's a couple of. No, it's really not for crowd. They have the best clocks on the planet. Well said, sir. <laughs> You know, they tell their they tell time with blood. It's the most accurate clock on the planet. Um, the first fifty. Uh, he says um, <laughs> there's a uh, there's some uh, big hulking Scandinavian blokes that tell time by the number of knots in their uh, braids. Ooh, um, but uh, yeah, it's a little and uh, and blood blade in blood bay we count the tides. I thought there was no tide. Apparently, even inside this uh, this place, the tides work. Hmm. Um, Probably the uh, moon, the pull of the moon is so strong on the outside of the Earth that it moves the inside waters. Says Doctor Habit scientifically. Yeah, he probably chimes in with something along that. So, as Flint says, now um, I've I've encountered your type of your kind before. And which kind is that? People lost here? Well, you carry your banner on the side of the ship, so I'm presuming that no. is your kind. No. We stole this from them. Oh. Did you now? Well, don't tell them that. Steal such a strong word. You might call us to private... To a pirate? You might call us... It just us... proves that you're the right kind of people. You might call us privateers of the sky. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Sky pirates, eh? Well, that, I guess that puts you in league with the, the area in that case. 
Or have you run into those fellows yet? How long have you been inside? What's the airy? Oh, wait. Four days? I think it's been almost a week. Uh, the airy? Yes. We heard about that. I've heard them mentioned, but I don't know anything about them. Well, it's, uh, I don't know how they're going to react when they run into you, but they're a problem for just about everybody on the ground. Uh, imagine, if you will, and perhaps since you're standing in a floating boat, it won't be that hard for you to imagine. Imagine, if you will, a, um, a, uh, a rock mountain, uh, turned... Well, you're going too fast. Upside down. With a town or a just or a city built on right the in the upturned side. Now imagine it drifts around uh, the inner world and uh, occasionally disgorges uh, bands of winged raiders who fly down and steal everything that's not nailed down. Winged as in pterodactyl wings, or winged as in they fly themselves? Oh, they fly themselves. The They're like these uh, half men, half Okay, thank birds. you. Target practice. Great. <laughs> Thanks. It's Flash Gordon, Sky City. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that would have been out by now, so you, yes, you would have seen Flash, right? uh, yeah, Flash Gordon, Sky City's out by now. You mean Hawkman? You mean like Voltan from Flash Gordon? He's like, I don't know, I don't know what that is. Or the third book of the uh, Time Forgot series. By yeah. Rose. Or Burroughs. However, this is their, uh, their, uh, more hawk than man, frankly. Mm. What kind of weapons do these hawk men have? Well, they have the same sort of gear that most, uh, folks, uh, in this, uh, in the world have. What sort of language do they speak? Do they have a written form? Yes. (laughs) I don't know. I haven't been up to the area to look. Anyone who goes up there doesn't come back. Um, they don't take slaves, as far as anyone can tell. Uh, they're not necessarily interested in racking up big body counts, but they will take anything you've got. Uh, foods, uh, weapons. Oh, we must find them. You know, Sounds like a great target practice. Uh, any, anything that's manufactured. Uh, they don't bother Blood Bay or most of the other colonies because of, uh, unlike most of the societies and tribes that are inside the hollow earth, uh, we still have gunpowder. That tends to discourage a certain amount of uh, aerial attack. All right. We're one of the few groups that can defend against them. You'll notice all those spikes on the roof of the Amazon's buildings? Yeah. Sure, it's, sometimes it's for the flying lizards, but it's also for the regular visits by the uh, by these hawkmen. Uh, all right. Can you make gunpowder here? Do you have the ingredients? Yeah. Yeah, most of the outposts, or some of the outposts were specifically established for the purpose of getting at uh, coal, charcoal, sulfur, saltpeter, things like that. Um, the uh, We should start saving our year and we can make our own saltpeter. Exactly. Well, what do, you, what do you think the saltpeter comes from? Where do you think the ballast comes from? <laughs> I never knew where saltpeter came from. Well, now we know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> That's a great line. We should use that. <laughs> so, you stole this from those guys. Who are those guys? Well, they stole it from us first. Ah, okay. And what? We repainted it? They shut us down and then rebuilt it on the inside. Of what? In Hollow Earth. Oh, they got a way in. They do have a way in. They don't have a way out. Ah. But they do open the portal at well, regular intervals. Okay. 
Why don't you just tell him everything? Well, there. Everything we He's gullible. It's I know. Gullible. I know. He's... So he starts asking you, you know, he goes like, okay, so you escaped from these guys. Huh. Well, uh, it's an island, right? They're yeah. on an island? They're on an island. Well, how'd, they get their, uh, how'd they get their metal ship in? They uh, pull it in piece by piece and build it on the inside. And there's a hangar that they build stuff in. Uh, what's a hangar? Uh, big building that houses one of these. All right. Or a couple uh, no, of these. No, the, the, what I saw wasn't one of these. Okay. What I saw was uh, was like a... Oh, uh, it was like a... It was shaped like a, a one of the great sharks. Um, so does it dive except, in the water? Oh, yeah. All we right, submarine. We, we thought we sank it, and then it uh, sort of disabused us of the notion that we'd sank it. Those are submarines. Submarine. Submarine. So they're ships that go underwater. Oh, yes. I I noticed that part. And um, (laughs) uh, it shot my fleet out from under me. Ah. You had a fleet? I had a fleet. The Pirate King of Blood Bay doesn't come equipped without a fleet, you know. So you don't have a fleet anymore. No, I do not have a fleet anymore. Um, Are you still considered the Pirate King of Blood Bay? Well, that's a darn good question, because I haven't been home in this, he says, pulling at his beard. <laughs> ah, so no one, some may remind, remember you, but they probably ha- have a new King of Blood Bay. There may be disloyalty in the ranks, you know, pirates. <laughs> Pi- yep. So there's that problem. There is sort of a, you know... Survival. I don't know if survival of the fittest would have been a term in eighteen seventy six, but um, there is sort of a um, you know. What was that term? Um, there's a comp- there's a certain amount of competition. Malthusianism. Yeah. Well, there's that too. Um, uh, although this place, this world you've dropped yourself into, um, doesn't really need war, disease, uh, or famine to cull the human population. Uh, the environment does an amazing job of that. Um, Speaking of the environment, how well do you know the area? This area? Not great. I was on a raft for uh, a couple of weeks and then uh, came ashore and got picked up by one of their patrols. Um, I mean, we know about the, uh, we know about the Amazons. Oh, well, we probably would have had to trade for them, though, and they were... They were they, uh, completely disinterested you know in our beautiful rooms? flags. They were completely disinterested well, in our beautiful, beautiful flags. Any well-preserved ones? Well, they're all would define well-preserved. They're all over the place. Though their cities are we scattered. Do well, have, if you really want some Atlantis, we do have these. Maybe you should try going to Atlantis. <laughs> if you don't want to do Blood that. Bay ships put them on their ships, maybe they'll get a surprise well, attack. Well, you won't necessarily have to go to Atlantis. Atlantis can come to you. No. It's like the Aerie, except it's an Is it a German submarine? It is a German submarine. A lot of people call it the Predator Island, because it just cruises around the oceans, squashing anyone it runs into. I don't mean squashing like the island runs into you and squashes you. I mean the inhabitants of that island. So a German submarine Just, destroyed his fleet. Yes, he says. He says, "Well, they, all right, they were flying this. Know. They were flying the, this this flag, sort of. It had that squiggly thing in it. Yep, right. You said it was a swastika. swastika. It had that on it, and yeah, they they sank my fleet. They had a a deck gun, a gun, a cannon on the deck that um, could reach out and outrange anything we had. Um, 
And um, the ancient ones are still active, so we could. We bounced the, the we bounced uh, close enough to bounce a round or two off of it, and it went under. And the next thing you know, uh, the fleet just blew up, um, sank in seconds, and the plesiosaurs came. Um, the uh, the 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 the, the, the submarine moraine just came back up out of the water and drove off, sailed away. No sails, just sort of a grumbling sound. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, oh wait, those are quiet. Never mind. Uh, so anyways, it says, yeah, so that's how I ended up here. I, the, I had taken the fleet out because there was a rumor of another, <laughs> what might be another way, another... Well, we call them hunting fields, but uh, uh, what I mean by that is there are, there are ways into this hunting, yeah, this uh, hollow earth, and uh, once you know where they are, um, you can stake them out and catch any vessels that slip through. Um, they uh, they're always filled with new recruits, new supplies. Uh, the ships have been getting more and more interesting, although that's kind of a problem. Um, as I understand, as, as we get fewer and fewer, well, we still get plenty of sailed, sailed vessels, but uh, these big uh, charcoal-burning monstrosities are just impossible to, uh, to keep refueled. Um, they usually end up uh, parked uh, somewhere. People build colonies around them. Steamships? Coal. There's still fire. There's still plenty of coal-fired ships in in the 1930s. There's also yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oil-fired boilers where they burn oil but still heat a boiler uh, to make rather than be a diesel Most powered. of the oil around here is still on the hoof. Um, mm. Yeah, he says. Uh, so uh, we were we were going to find it and we encountered uh, well that submariner that you mentioned. That was, uh, like I said, that was this long ago. He says, holding his hand up to his beard like this to, to measure it. Mm. That was this long ago. I've had it up to here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, totally was the king months. of Blood Bay. Um, depending on how hairy he is normally, he will grow that beard overnight. Uh-huh. I suspect, uh, yes, he just closes his eyes, squints, and presses it, and just puts yeah. the beard out. I know people that can practically do that. Uh, he says that... Um, yeah, so that part about the King of Blood Bay, yeah, totally was. Totally was the King of Blood Bay. Or, yes, I absolutely was, I assure you, gentlemen, ladies. Um, not sure that that's exactly the situation now, but <clears throat> I could help navigate you back to it. You'll be surprised at uh, how welcome any vessel How quickly is. they'll raid our ship. <laughs> well, like, what happened is, is, do you actually say that out loud? <laughs> sure, yes. I wouldn't have any filters not to. <laughs> he says, well, as long as you can pay the docking fees, anyone is welcome. In what is the docking fees? Uh, it depends on which uh, dock gang you negotiate with. Um, Are they interested in each, flags? Each, uh, each dock is, flags. is run by a... Because we got the group. flags. It's, uh, it's quite the entrepreneurial environment. Anyone who can carve out and hold on to a piece of the city's um, infrastructure... How becomes a power. Describe this city. Well, it's up a fjord. Um, 
It's up a long, narrow fjord. Uh, so long could, enough and deep enough so that the uh, Predator Island can't get to it. So we could technically just land on or more on the cliffs and then walk into the city. Oh, yes. Uh, now, that would bring you up on the, um, you know, animal side of the wall. Um, but uh, the wall's got gates in it. Big enough for people, not big enough for critters. Uh, chances are you won't be fired on by the uh, the wall guards. Chances are. Well, they don't... Like uh, how this is all like... Well, considering that the average inhabitant down here doesn't have the means to damage the wall, right... Uh, and powder is difficult to come by. Um, they don't usually touch off their uh, their flintlocks uh, just because they see some, uh, you know, people scurrying around the base of the wall. You know. On the other hand, uh, you know, they <laughs> flintlocks and then the silent pistol. Uh, you know. Uh, on the other hand, you know, I wish they we would have the, brought more costumes. They they keep the lights lit along the top of the wall in case some of these guys try to scramble over the top to get in without paying their entry fees. I mean, yeah, pay an entry fee regardless of whether you're. So a rescuing the king really hasn't done us any good. Did me a lot of good. It's they're done not us gonna, some good. Not stab we don't know where much. we can go to get supplies. He still might know. You'll he'll he's our best chance for knowing who to go to for supplies. I know the inner earth like the back of my hand. Is he lying? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Ballpark, yes. Uh, I'm, I don't even need to really roll for this. I'm sure that three successes on well, con. Well, he actually knows. He, he, he's not. He's exaggerating, but he, he knows more than he knows. Yeah. It's really hard to like know if it's just a lie. It's better to know if it's a lie or not a lie, but once you go into truth, it could be any kind of truth. There's a lot of flavors of truth. Spoken like a true liar. (laughs) So you guys remember when that navigator had that necklace with that weird symbol on it? Yeah. The Illuminati thing? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask him if he's ever seen that symbol before. Yeah. Yes, I have. Do you know what it is? Well, there's a... It's found on a fallen comrade. Hey, really? Uh, well, he um, he says that uh, this uh, this symbol uh, has. I, 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 there are men, and I have encountered, and women in some of the in some of the colonies and on some of the ships uh, who uh, who wear this necklace. Hmm. And who are they? Um, well, I make it my business to know as much as I can about. Uh, any of the comings and goings in Blood Bay and back when I was still getting reports from mm, our chief constable, Iron Tom, uh, the, uh, the, these guys, um, came to Blood Bay, you know, I don't know, a couple of, maybe two generations ago, um, uh, no, Blood Bay's only been here for about three generations. Um, I, I, uh, I didn't exactly found it, but I did clean it up and uh, establish it, even uh, made it made it what it is today. But um, uh, but uh, they turned up about two generations ago. They paid their own bills. They paid their own way. They uh, they uh, paid in. Uh, or Calcum coinage. Um, they did not. Um, they didn't bother anyone. Uh, they did not. 
uh, appear to have any. However, um, they're well known for buying a lot of uh, mail space on ships. Um, anytime a vessel is leaving on an expedition, they uh, inquire as to whether or not the ship is going to be going. You know, they get mail. They they inquire where it's going, it and is. they uh, take steps to uh, uh, buy. Covering us from the airship. Currently <laughs> covering us from the airship. We're in the airship. We're back in the airship. We escaped the Amazons. Kevin, probably. Kevin and we was... rescued the pirate king of Blood Bay. It's awesome. And now I'm thinking about dropping him over the airship unless it comes up with some more better information. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as. So not there as are exciting. other cities and civilizations. Oh, yeah. Here. Yeah, well, it depends on your definition. You of have trade routes, obviously. Of sorts. I mean, unless you get involved with a carnivorous floating island. Okay. Well, the uh, that is a that is the prime problem of why there aren't trade routes and there aren't civilizations. Uh, the island of Atlantis. Um, okay. The inhabitants of that island. They. Um, I guess the best way to describe it is uh, they mow the grass. This Kevin says uh, he's sorry he. Is, Could not make it? He's like, oh, it's game day, isn't it? Well, there's no way I'm going to be able to get away today. I said, you can cover us from the airship. I'm going to get back here in two weeks' time. Uh, he says that the uh, the actual island of Atlantis, with the city of Atlantis, is still here. It's the last city that they, they inhabit. And it's an island that is apparently not anchored to the ocean floor. It just drifts around the ocean on its own. Um I don't know if it's on a a route or if it uh, is directed, but uh, anytime it encounters anything that looks organized, or they take out, they yeah, they just smash it. They have weapons that um, are beyond the beyond the ken of anything I've seen in the hollow inside the earth. Things more frightening than that submarine, uh, and um, however the reach is not great, they can only reach out uh, a few score miles from their island. Um, so they have to be close to cause a problem. But the result is is that ships are sunk, uh, coastal communities are smashed. Um, they um, they apparently. Uh, like their position at the top of the food chain and do not countenance a lot of competition. Now, there's, uh, he says they, they will trade with other communities sometimes. But the things that they're only, the only things they're really interested in are uh, bits and pieces of their forefathers' uh, uh, tools and metals and slaves. Uh, now, he says, uh, slavery is something that uh, is not countenanced in Blood Bay. Uh, but um, uh, on the uh, island of Atlantis, it appears to be the cornerstone of everything they do there. There is a, a massive population uh, in bondage. What are those uh, giant pylons for? You think the forefathers built them as... I don't know, uh, navigation aids maybe, border markers. It's hard to tell what happened to the forefathers. Some of the cities look abandoned. Some of the cities look blown up uh, and smashed. My suspicion is that there was a war and the people on the island are the 
the last uh, survivors. survivors, the ones who triumphed in this war. Um, there are artifacts left behind survive. by the progenitors like the Airy. I mean, the Hawkman didn't build that. It's clearly something left over from the, uh, from the, the progenitors. But since no one can get up to it, since it's about, well, anywhere, it's thousands of feet up. It can go above mountains. It sometimes dips below mountains. We can get to it. Well, yes, you probably can. Do we, can we want to? Than, which we, makes us useful. Yes. Uh, approach it by night. Oh, How can we leverage So what I'm also stuff? hearing is that he really has no clue what the, the state of politics is. I thought that. Well, right. He might. Right. Well, I mean, he's been gone for this long. For this long, which is what... Half a year, probably at least six months. Our time, or their well, like six months Hollow Earth time, which is slower than our time. Yeah, so it'd be it would be like a year, a year. He says, so yeah, I have seen that. Uh, that's somebody you're talking about. Um, there is a it denotes some sort of. We still have that right? brotherhood or society. You uh, still have that right? We have yeah. a drawing. Yeah. Of it. I showed it to him. I think they, they, none, nobody actually has that. The Nazis are the ones who still hold on. Oh, hold on. Had the right. necklace. He says, but yeah, I've seen it around. They, uh, they, like I said, these guys pay their own way. Uh, they, uh, uh, they bought buildings, and bells. bought buildings and repaired them. Uh, you know, some people think that they are wizards, but uh, I don't know. I've seen real wizards, and I don't think these guys are wizards. You got real wizards. <laughs> All right. Could you elaborate a little bit more on that? <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you mean? What can they do? Well, I uh, I sailed the Pacific for uh, almost 30 years before I uh, found my way in here. And uh, I'd seen plenty of tribesmen and uh, witch doctors and shamans shake their bones at me and uh, curse me. I do and many bones shake at me. Um, Occupational hazard. Uh, but uh, I, um, I never do? saw anything that uh, you know couldn't be explained by blowfish poison or you know frog darts or uh, Ooh, just frog darts. fear and superstition. Until I got in here, Paris, learn how to blow. Uh, the uh, the the people from the Predator Island, some of their higher highest, you know, nobles. Uh, can speak words and make people obey instantly. It's how they run their slaves. Words you uh, say? Words, yes. Mm. They, um, they, they, they speak uh, the language of their forefathers. Um, and pow. Oh, yes, uh, please. People are frozen in their tracks, or they drop their weapons. Uh, anything, they can even use it on some of the, the more beast, bestial men as well. It's a language that seems to, I don't know, you, you don't have to understand the command to obey the command. Right. You discovered, or we mentioned, we talked earlier, I believe uh, Professor Mayweather and I had a conversation that... Mayweather? Okay. If you want to, that's me. That these, uh, that the spoken does, language of these people is in itself a kind of technology. Yes. Perhaps this is one of the uses of it. Uh, he says that... Um, mm. He says that uh, combined with my other abilities, this would make me other, unstoppable. I don't know what you call them: civilizations, city-states. Um, except for Blood Bay, most uh, 
most of the well buccaneer uh, or freebooter holds are temporary because there's always a chance that um, uh, Atlantis will hove into view. Uh, Blood Bay is protected because, again... Uh, right, it's in its yard. Uh, but um, other other groups, other colonies and uh, freeholds uh, tend to be, tend to last, oh, I don't know, uh, you know, generation maybe a generation before they get torn down. So... Or destroyed by the... the has he ever forces. heard Atlantean spoken? Hmm? Has he ever heard any Atlantean spoken? Uh, I've never... Uh, no. So are there two carnivorous islands, or is it just Atlantis that is the just island? Atlantis, Atlantis and the Airy. Is that the Airy? That is it. That's pretty much the Airy. Ooh, yeah. is that the one written by Ben Acker and Ben Blacker? Parker, Shaner, and Blair. Uh, ben Acker and Ben Blacker are some of my favorite writers. And oh, doing so. a run on Flash Gordon for Nine of Mine. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah. Good, good. Uh, I, mean, I, I mean, after... Gee, uh, everything for the Throwing Adventure oh, Hour. Yeah, um, Adventure Hour. And if anyone's listening to this and hasn't gone out and listened to the Throwing Adventure Hour, you're missing out because nothing beats Sparks Nevada, Marshall on Mars. He's, um, or what's the other one with the... He's uh, uh, with from the, Earth. Yeah, he is from Earth. <laughs> uh, what's podcast? Uh, yeah. Yes, they're brilliant. They're like they're a new time adventure in the style of old time radio. Uh, and they, even, and, they got uh, Nathan Fillion on for a while. Being uh, John Hamm shows up every once in a while. Yeah. It's like a little, they do these Pat stage Marvel. shows and various people show up and play extra characters and they're and, super fun. Um, there's two. And Reedus, what's his name? I think it's oh, a yeah. thrilling adventure. Yeah, yeah. Norman Reedus from Norman Reedus one of the producers. From, uh, and Norman he's on Reedus it sometimes. From The, the Walking Dead um, is one of the producers and does the intros every episode yeah. you know, welcome to Monty and I are going to Los Angeles for their 10th anniversary oh, show at the Largo <laughs> that's amazing I uh, I was uh, I, I backed their Kickstarter so I, I got like all their old episodes because they they keep taking the old ones down unfortunately so I made sure to get everything really? Done. yeah uh, I was having a problem finding some of the older episodes on, huh. their, uh, on, on some of the sites that normally host them huh. But um, yeah, uh, uh, Sparks but Nevada. Beyond Belief and Sparks Nevada are excellent. Beyond, the others vary in quality. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're terrible. Yeah. But you can always count on Sparks Nevada and Beyond Belief. Beyond Belief is basically the Thin Man if they were the Winchester Brothers. Right. If they were spiritualists, so yes. they're alcoholic me- spirit mediums. Yes. <laughs> and the vampires come and. They're always being That's asked to perform their services. Another one, or that services. is in. It's part building. of the throwing adventure. Okay. Yeah, you'll 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 run across um, uh, Sparks Nevada, and again, God, the the Beyond Belief, uh, and it's completely that sort of uh, uh, thin Very, man, Myrtle Loy. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're they're adorable. Yes, drunken all the time, and um, the only thing they love more than booze is each other. Yeah, they're just the best. The, the, the booze you'll part is them. brilliant. Uh, I read the Thin Man again the other day, and it is like every other page. Would you like a drink? <laughs> yeah, it's like six in the morning. Two cares? It's three in the morning. I mean, every time they come into any any like enclosed place, it's like, would you like a drink? I want a drink. So um, yeah, you'll you'll love uh, Beyond Belief. Um, all right. Back, anyways, to, that, back to the uh, back to back our, to Blood Bay. Back to Blood Bay. Is, um, Does he know how to navigate us to Blood Bay from where we're at? Well, that's where a little bit tricky because uh, I'm not 100 sure of where this Amazon outpost was. This is not their main city. This is just. So, did they take you prisoner and then take you to the outpost? I was captured near the outpost. Um, okay. Well, we're near the outpost. So, how do we get to Blood Bay? 
Well, that'll, gee, all I have to do is backwards navigate all that time I spent drifting around on a raft dodging plesiosaurs, and boom, we'll be back in Blood Bay. All right. Uh, he says, Blood Bay is, uh, well... We'll bring him up into the, I don't know if we've brought him up into the cockpit and let him look out the window yet. Yeah, well, he'll say, mm, he says, I'll tell you what, uh... Should we... Navigating in the hollow earth is a bit of a matter of, um, dead reckoning. Uh, So, one thing we can do is... um, He can get us back to wherever we're going. We would like to take you to Blood Bay. I'd be happy to take you there, uh, but getting there is going to be a little difficult. We're going to have to find... uh, We're going to have to come up with a a guiding stone first. A what? A guiding stone. You know that um, that metal, the orichalcum? Uh-huh. Yeah, the... uh, it's one of the main trade items around here, and it's uh, constantly being pulled out of the ruins with people who are bold enough to get in there and, you know, face the various horrors that are waiting within the ruins. There's a lot of... Um, Let's find some ruins and get some more from them. Uh, there's a lot of, um, what do you call it? Um, with our superior weaponry and smarts, it should be easy. Yeah. There's a lot of weaponry left behind by whatever torched this civilization. Some of it's still squatting in those ruins, and some of it's still hungry. So that's always a that's always a. So let's keep following the coast until we find see if we find yeah, another ruin and land a little bit. Or what we'll need to do is get some more calcum. My favorite episode of Beyond Belief is an early one called The Wishing Hill. The Wishing Hill is. Amazing. I would start with that. It's it's one of the best, and it's not the least of which because it's got uh, what's his name from uh, Venture Brothers. Oh yeah, he's in a bunch of them. Yeah, uh, the the Jackson. Jackson Public. Ja- yeah. yeah. The guy that writes... Brock Jackson. Yeah. No, not Brock. That's... Oh, no. um, Jackson That's Public is the... Uh, is Rusty Venture. The Wishing yeah. Hell. The Wishing Hell. Wishing the Wishing Hell. Hell. Wishing Hell is brilliant. If you I listen to that Brothers one... over there on the DVD. If you listen to Wishing Hell, you'll get a good feel for the flavor of the show. And awesome. then you'll only want more. Awesome. I don't want to say it, but Bryce is exposing her nips. She is indeed. Aren't you? I am. Man, you guys are just sorry. They're the this most racist, a... ca- racist, racist candy... <laughs> How are they racist? Well, I don't think that Japanese people find isn't nips like a. Oh, uh, you're right. Yeah, because it be... used to be a slang term for Nipponese. I... And every time I eat one of these, I think of that and I feel kind of like. That's weird. weird. It's just a shortened of the Japanese version of Japan. I mean, it's Nippon. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not really. I don't. But think, it was a when, racial. When the British came up with it, I don't think they were being complimentary. It was a racial pejorative. For a while, yeah. Most racial slurs are really boring in their etymology. Is <laughs> somebody pointed out to me that uh, the the epithet "gook" actually comes from a bad English pronunciation of the Korean name for Korea, Hanguk. Yeah, it means the people, and yeah. so calling somebody a gook is actually just saying people, people. <laughs> yeah, but Kevin's wife is Korean. They're like, yeah, that makes no sense when people say it. You do well, realize that, right? I'm going to throw out this one. This is my favorite racial epithet of all time. Uh, when we went to the Philippines... We are all going to get in trouble. Yeah, we this. are. <laughs> when we went to the Philippines in, what, 1898, Ooh. took over the Philippines, right? Um, uh, the American troops who were there, it was, it was the last time we had volunteer, regional volunteer units, right? Before we mixed people up into full divisions like in World War One, we'd have the Tennessee Third Volunteer Regiment right. with the you know the Maine and the you know Texas. So there's all these regional units that are you know, and so 
some of the boys from Dixie, who again were, you know, looking for a fight. There's a story about one of the generals uh, from one of these volunteer units getting confused in the battle in Cuba and saying, we got them Yankees on the run. Because, well, you know, they're still worried about that one they lost. Mm-hmm. But um, when these guys got out to the Philippines, the police said, they kept referring to the Filipinos as niggers. Because they were so stupid and lazy, they couldn't come up with another Maybe we epithet. should pause the tape. <laughs> no. I, when I use that word, I am using it to, to throw uh, derision on the people who used it. Um, they actually were so stupid and lazy, they didn't even bother to come up with a new epithet. They just used that one. And I just that said a lot about the relationship the Filipinos are now going to have with their... <coughs> this new yeah, force of civilization has just arrived on their tiny island. Uh, the other one is there's a song from the Filipino campaign called "Civilize Them by the Crag," which is a, which is the reference to the Crag Jorgensen rifle. So, if you wonder why the Filipinos were a little grumpy uh, in the 19 teens and 20s, it's because we didn't ingratiate ourselves very much. Um, anyways, uh, do we ever really? Uh, uh, you know what? We were really nice to the meanest people. We were really nice to the Japanese by comparison. We were really nice to the Germans after World War II. We, you know, <laughs> there's a whole generation in those places that grew up thinking, oh, these, uh, these Auslanders and Gaijin aren't so bad. Look, they, you know, they got in charge. They didn't have rape camps. They didn't, you know, uh, have mass executions, uh, you know. We just had uh, some internment camps for that's our own a, people. That's for our own people. They we weren't at least, at least they weren't. Above Single the board race camp, yeah. rape camps. Yeah, at least we didn't have rape camps. Uh, but I will say that uh, we treated the surrendered German and Japanese almost, almost better than we treated our, our own Japanese citizens, frankly. Frank, yeah, and I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, we really yep. did. Um, they didn't all have to go live in camps. Ours did. Um, but anyways, um, uh, so... Good luck getting your home. Yeah. So we need some orichalcum. we got to make a guiding stone. So if you're going to make a guiding stone, we need some orichalcum. And it's kind of like... Um, it's kind so of like one of those old-timey uh, lodestones like uh, yeah, yeah, Erickson yeah. used. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first people who made these things were actually the uh, the, uh, the, the Norsemen oh. here in the Hollow Earth. Do you think we could get some out of those giant pillars we keep flying over? Uh, can be, you can, can reach be? up high. Well, you've solved the reach up high enough problem, haven't you? Most, people, yes, yeah. most of the lowest levels of Orkalkins have been stripped out by people who can reach it with ladders and whatnot. Yeah, but if we land, if we... Just hop down to the top of them. We send somebody down with a hammer and it's, chisel. It's fresh, too, because nobody's been up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. If you can uh, find a way to cut some out. It's, um, problem is, is that it's, uh, uh, <coughs> well. Difficult to work. It's a little hard to get it to, uh, it, it's hard stuff. All right. If only we had a superpowered sonic weapon that was amplified in the Middle Earth to just crack that stuff. Say what? Just uh, thinking out loud. <laughs> it's hard to get out. It takes a special kind of, um, well, they call them wizards, but uh, there are people who are trained in and uh, how to bend the stuff with their um, with their touch. It's um, ah, the amazing Kreskin. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's his name? Yes, um, Yuri Geller. Yes. Yuri Geller. Yeah. Um, he says, there are people who... Uh, and then we all broke the silverware. With the right training. In fact, those guys you was telling you about, the um, the guys with the, the eye and the... The guys with the eye can do that? Yeah. They uh, they're, they uh, they know how to um, they know how to make the orichalcum dance. 
Make that aura. Come, come dance. So, do we have to have one of them to, to make a guiding stone, or just the oracalcum itself? Well, you should if you can find a way to, 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 to carve or bend or smelt the oracalcum. Um, so, uh, the next thought list we come up to, let's try and chisel out like the part of whatever we as much as we can get, because apparently that's going to be awesome trading currency. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you can get the stuff off of the, the high parts of the, uh, the, the, the ruins, yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be great. In the meantime, while we're trying to let's, I'd like to suggest to everyone that perhaps we start trying to get to one of these pillars. Yes. All right, set a course. And while we're doing that, um, perhaps Doctor Mayweather could work on translating the rubbings that were taken from the pillars. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, I'm surprised I wasn't doing that when we were with the Amazons. <laughs> <laughs> Their rubbings were on board the ship. All right, so go ahead and give me. Uh, what are your skills on uh, deciphering? Uh, deciphering, sir. Six. All right, so go ahead and give me a roll on your decipher. All right, what are the uh, the threes? Must be the blues. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. You're not making great progress, but you're working on it. Um, you're. It's frustrating. Damn it. It's just at the tip of your... Oh, no, it's not. Not even close. Um, it's at the you translated a couple words, but they're like it and the. <laughs> the! It! Well, we'll see if that... Maybe that'll... Maybe we could use that. Um, uh, so anyways, um, uh, you guys uh, find yourselves one of these colors. Um, right, and we just do that by sailing, I guess, we would just sail along the coastline of Triangle Island. Well, it's away it's, from the Amazons. Uh, it turns out to be more of than an island. What you're, what the this that, is a landmass. It's really okay. more of a, a continent, um, or at least if it's an island, it's Madagascar size. It's big. Okay. Um, it's the kind of thing you can't see across. All right. So um, uh, you uh, shouldn't have too much trouble uh, fairly quickly uh, from that fortress finding another one of these markers. Um, the uh, uh, let's go ahead and uh, see what the state of it is. I... Okay, um, it is uh, it has got it has been stripped. Uh, the lower levels of it, lower parts of it, have been stripped out. But uh, and again, it's about sixty feet tall. Uh, but from you know at least thirty feet up, there's still the uh, that coppery gold metal, uh, very reflective. Um, and in fact, it reflects light almost in a, almost like it's silver, despite the fact that it's weirdly gold okay. and orange. Um, but certainly that's built into the taller parts of the, of, of, of the uh, uh, pillar. Um, how do you guys want to, you want to sort of just repeat the process that you used in the last pillar and uh, send down Kenton with a cable to wrap it around and yeah. winch us down, then we can try and... I think that we should try to get to see if Dr. Habix can modify the sonic weapons so that they loosen it up or blast the rock or Make crack it. Dance. it. I do need to go down because I need to see the top. And he needs to go down because he has to see the top. All right. Well, um, the top of it, like I said, is about the size of this tabletop. It's maybe four feet at the top. It's flat. So um, So you two, I guess. Are, are you gonna, if you want to actually stand on the... Do you want to stand on the top of this thing? Are you looking yeah, at the base? Yeah, there are any markings. Is there anything near the top that I could 
There's certainly all. There's certainly uh, two sets of markings. There's um, uh, markings along the base of it that were in the local in, in this possibly Atlantean tongue, and uh, then there were these designs that went up the sides of the, the pillar. Which again, it's slightly inclined to get a little bit small on the top and into the base. It's maybe you know eight feet on the side at the bottom, but it looks like a very it's a very steep thing. And at the bottom, there's like a, a flat square section around it, which there's writing on all the way around. And then it cut in a little bit at the bottom. One of the things they did was tie it off at the bottom and with the cable, by just running the cable and hooking it to itself. And, right. You know, right, uh, so there. They could, um, they could do that. Uh, you could, um, now that would allow for, you know, being actually to step out of the airship onto the top of the uh, pillar if you really wanted to, but I'd really recommend having a rope tied around yourself in case the wind blows the airship and it yeah, sweeps yeah, yeah. over the top of the pillar and knocks everybody off like a hand sweeping a, everything yeah, off the top of the table. Good, good precaution. But um, at the bottom is where the writing was, and all uh, up the side of this thing is areas were cut into the stone that the orichalcum was inlaid, and it has apparently been pulled off to a certain distance. And as far as how it's broken off at the very top, when it's uneven as far as what's been pulled out. So you pick out little pieces. Yeah, is that kind of? Yeah, that's ex- that's really good. Yep, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've drawn. Mine looks a little more like a butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but uh, yeah, pretty much. That's that. that's pretty how it's set up. Um, uh, let's see here. So, uh, Doctor Habit will. Uh, let's see here. Let me just check his skills. Through the roof. Now somebody finds this notebook, they will be deeply confused. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Doctor Habib's like, well, we can fiddle around with one of the um, sonic engines we have dismounted and see what we can do about um, uh, turning it into something that will help vibrate loose the metal. But we'll just have to see. Well, can we maybe recalibrate? Okay. I was going to say, maybe we could recalibrate the gun, and then it would be more, we could use it in a limited area. Okay. Um, concert, that would certainly be easier to do, uh, as far as... That we, we, yeah, that way we don't have to... Let's keep the Pirate King someplace where he can't... Where he can't see what see we're doing. Gun. Is there any booze on this ship? I will give the Pirate yes. ship... What a, it, was a, it was a Nazi ship. There's no booze. Mm-hmm. No schnapps? They're, they're very yeah. unfun people. We're going to... What about but, all the brandy and the beer. wild orgies and the parties? <laughs> We must have had, you know, dead eyes booze in our. Paris is going well, to lose her martini making skills if we don't keep her in practice. I know. Well, I, I remember there was a secret report oh. about the Nazis having wild sex parties and stuff. Which reminds me. Only in those men's adventure magazines from the 50s. I am training. I danced for the Fuhrer. I am getting yeah. you to help me while we're training the monkey to fetch keys and open lock and pick locks and such. All right. Just so that she obeys your commands. Makes sense. Well, uh, as, far okay, as, the, as far as as far as Mister Monkeys here, as far as Captain Flint, oh, oh they they managed. We'll to. give Captain Flint. I will take Captain Flint on a tour of the airship while right. you're doing this. 
Uh, all right. I was going to say otherwise. Um, you know, strolling strolling n- nearby is um, Sergeant Major Thapa, who'd be more than happy to you know hit him in the head with a uh, kukri should he do, misbehave in the slightest way. And he does suggest that Thapa's like, I'd be hurt if he did. You know, what? what I would this think him and Sergeant Major film. and Sergeant Major Thapa would become buddies. Well, they seem the just, same type. They're one's a pirate and one's a hyper honorable. Like, yeah, that would be great together. It'd be like a buddy cop movie. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, good cop, bad pirate. Mr. Ooh. Flint is very interested in your script, Carol Evelyn. Mm. So, um, as you, uh, Evelyn, Evelyn, <laughs> distract the pirate. Um, that is not what I signed on for. Uh, don't we have a makeup girl? Uh, That's Evelyn. There was a makeup guy, Mr. Larry Germain, uh, who did not survive the. Yeah, the Larry crash. Germain oh. did not survive the original crash. Nor did oh. Doctor Chase. Who's been doing Who's our been makeup dead? this whole time? I think you've been doing it yourself. Well, I was going to have so him been a bit maybe dash. clean up the pyre a little bit. Maybe well, cut this right. beard and. <laughs> That's his calendar. I know, but it's gross. Isn't that part of it is pretty gross. Well, he uh, he admits <laughs> that well, having been rescued from a dungeon. I know he's pretty. Uh, he's, he's pretty, pretty rank, and anytime you guys want to, you know, stop someplace where there's some water. Yeah, there's not really... there, You can take him down to the water and let him, you know. Okay, let me just uh, check out where this. Something. Let me just roll some dice here. All have right, him so... cleaned and returned to the airship. Yeah, by uh, that time we should have grabbed. Some I'm just worried that if we go to if we get off the top of the obelisk and we start roaming around on the ground, we're going to get eaten by a dinosaur. That's always a problem. Well, that's Flint. And airships don't carry bathtubs. Well, there can't no, be. I mean, no. the dinosaur density can't be extreme. Otherwise, they'd all just fight each other and there'd be, you know. Yeah. There has to be room for <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> can we have a game where we just watch dinosaur fights? I mean, you can hear them. You get down close enough to the ground. And yeah. You're, 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 you guys are hearing the, the The jungle is not quiet. Have it's you all not full seen of Jurassic Park where there's yeah. a crap ton of dinosaurs. Oh, I can't wait for this the next Jurassic Park movie. Well, I know, but they wouldn't survive for very long. <laughs> well, they apparently did because I mean, they're making a lost world. You have to, <laughs> you have to spread the creatures out so they can live more than a day. You know? <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> sure. In reality, but we're in the Hollow Earth, so the dinosaur density is much higher. Apparently, um, their gestation period is, you know, about. A day, <laughs> and then there's a new baby born. Tell you what, says uh, uh, Flint. Um, let's uh, let's just uh, take a, a. You guys do what you're doing here with this, uh, uh, trying to get the Arakakum off the thing, and I'll show you how to make a uh, navigation stone. Um, you know, something made out of stone. Um, and uh, when we're done with that, we'll just get like. You guys got a bucket or two, right? We can lower it down and get some seawater. I can just sure. get the mung off me with the seawater. We can get some ballast pants. water. It's less disgusting than seawater, slightly. Well, yes. Plus, it's got all that lovely wood alcohol in it. You don't want him drinking it. But, yes. But yeah, then you... he'll be sterilized. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah. If you wanted to do that and replace it with uh, seawater, seawater, that's fine because you won't need the ballast. But he says, um, sure. I'll just wash on the deck. It's what we do. And we've been washing with seawater my whole life. That's fine. We get some buckets of seawater. But pants we'll... would be awesome. Yeah, we're. I'm gonna. We'll find some clothes for it. Some shoes. Does no. he not have pants? He's got rags. Oh. He's, He's got... been in a dungeon. A... I was like, do not tell me we have a really disgusting naked pirate. On yeah, you really have a hobo. You have a disgusting naked hobo pirate. Yes, you do. <laughs> 
Because um, that's a lot less glamorous of a rescue. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> when filthy. we film this, he's just will be I'm, in pristine, pristine. He's dark. black with filth. He's absent. And when I say filth, I mean you know, just uh, filth, genuine filth, as in the sort of walking through your uh, latrine filth in a dungeon. We got lovely Nazi flags. We could make it. Fetching pair of pantaloons with. <laughs> I think we probably have a fetching pair of pantaloons on board. Somewhere oh, there must be some. There's some uniform stuff. The Nazis always take extra crap like that. Jod so. purse. Yeah. Lots mm-hmm. and lots of jod purse. Um, we can start a new I've fashion. I've jod purse. <laughs> All right. So, um, anyways, uh, you guys um, uh, get to work prying up the Arakalka. So, yeah, he's got cartoon... Uh, Lil Abner pants, we like to call him. He's got Lil Abner pants held up by a ragged piece of blackened rope. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's got at the at the moment. Um, wow, Paris smells better than this. He really does. Yeah, of course. Really, really does. You've you groomed Paris. Paris won't go near him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, uh, I don't think it's going to be necessary to make you do any uh, serious uh, uh, serious ruling for um, uh, just the the safety of peeling off the orcalcum. Um, did you want to go down to the ground? and? Oh, actually... yes. I would like to see if I could get any additional information. All right. Then you, uh, you gather... I just want to see how hard it is, the little bits that were left behind. And mm-hmm. Just like with the Swiss Army knife, just seeing how hard that thing stuck in there. Okay. The um, stuff at the bottom is completely removed. It looks yeah. like the, uh, uh, the stone... It, 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 here's a, and as you're looking at it, it, it's looking like you're not quite sure how this orcalcum was put in here in the first place, because um, the stone uh, area that uh, is that contained it originally, um, it's relatively shallow, all right, uh, to, for these designs that are in the sides of it, but uh, it's also cut in a way so that the if this is the exterior and this is the side facing, there's there's a rather than being like this, like being these grooves where the there's a slope down to the bottom, it's the other way around. The slopes are like this, so that there's more arcalcum that is showing, right? That there's a flat area here that is showing, but um, but because the it slopes, the stone slopes like this, like somebody had to carve in these areas of stone. The arcalcum is filled in there like that. Or at least that's how these things are shaped. And when your guys are pulling it out, one of the problems of getting it out is, like I said, it, it, it's not like you're pulling it out of a thing that's shaped like this. It's the other way around. Yeah. So it's, um, and uh, the, uh, it, you know, it, it uh, it's like it would have had to have been poured in, like the obelisk would have been put on the side and they would have had to pour it in to fill these things yep. and then turn it and then pour and it in and it turn it, you know. Um, but that just doesn't seem like a lot of work. And why would they put orichalcum in there, these big pylons anyway? These pylons had some sort of use, but Shield I think generator. that... Well, they weren't boundary markers, because that would... I mean, you wouldn't put gold in your boundary markers, for instance. They may have been gateways at one point, but because they're so damaged, they can no longer function because there's no more orichalcum in them. Make, um... Hmm... Give me a roll there, Vince, on your intelligence. You're, uh, right. you're, you're sliding up sideways to something. I got two okay. out of three. They are um, spaced out along the uh, coast. Uh, so um, 
And he did say that this, uh, he hasn't, you know, he, no one's actually explained how to use a, um, a uh, uh, navigation stone yet. But what Flint tells you we're supposed to do is you're supposed to peel out a piece of aurichalcum. And uh, you want what you want to string it from a piece of string in the or whatever midway so it's balanced, and then hang it from something overhead, and uh, it'll turn and indicate where the next largest uh, source of more aurichalcum is, and uh, it'll it'll point towards more aurichalcum. Um, so. Perhaps these things were found someplace. Maybe these things were navigation markers, with the orichalcum leading from one place to another. Maybe the people inside the maybe the, the Atlanteans had the same problems with navigation. It seems kind of primitive. So why, I mean, like, why would you put it in writing versus yeah. just having a big stick? Of, unless the writing was like somehow encoded and could say like I'm beacon number five and next one would say I'm beacon number six or, yeah. there could be a variation on how much orichalcum was in each obelisk so that it would point to a specific one so you'd know where you're going Sean not character <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> character yeah, goes no uh again uh, uh Flint's said, Flint's thought is like well the, they find these posts around and they you know there's quite a lot of them and, uh, it, you know, most people think that they're boundary markers of some sort. Just marking off people's territory. Force I'm going to ask Habich, too, if, if he could set up some sort of, with the sonic stuff, he has some sort of oscillation that we could try a, a variety of sounds on any piece we get to see what reacts to it. Because if they're shapers, there's got to be some sort of activation for it. Mm-hmm. If we already know there's, there's language magic, maybe if we can get some sort of frequency, we could make this thing react somehow. Okay. Ooh, language magic. Uh, all right, so um, uh, you eventually peel off. Uh, how much or a cow can you want to peel off? Much as as much guess. as uh, if we can pull out, if we can stay and pull off all of it. All right. Your biggest problem with that is when you start talking about pounds of the stuff, you're affecting the airships. Yeah. yeah. Flight characteristics. Yep. Plus you've got 160 pounds, 170 pounds of pirate on board. Right. We've already had to adjust for that. Yeah. Yep. Um, but uh, if you want to pull off, you know... But this is going to be our main trading resource, so I think it's worth it. Yeah. So if you guys pull off something like, you know, I don't know, uh, a, a brick of the stuff, a couple of, you know, we'll get some of, of uh, uh, bricks worth of it. Um, that's probably a good start right there. Like a five-pound brick. Yeah. Cool. Um, right, that down. I mean, if it's... More precious than gold, and as useful as a you know, like and it's not lighter. Like, I'm going to point out that it is not gold weight. All right, you're not looking at a brick this big that weighs thirty pounds, or you know, which I think is, you know, my my recollection is well, then almost the most dense of stuff we got. What's, what's yeah, gold's are? pretty heavy. And since nobody else can get to the top of these things and raid them, we we have a good source that we can come. Yeah, yeah. We have a good source yeah. of income. Let's for not the overload ourselves. Yeah. But we do want some. We do have to pay our way into Blood Bay mm-hmm. and hire some servants. Apparently, you guys are not going to get to negotiate anymore. What was that? Apparently, you guys shouldn't negotiate anymore. <laughs> really, there's really negotiating larceny. I uh, negotiation is a performance, so I will be doing that from now. Oh dear God! <laughs> you can be the backup. 
I'll okay. teach you everything I know. Paper Moon, Bible sales. Not to mention Streetwise. <laughs> I'm assuming negotiation can be based off of Streetwise. Streetwise, Larceny, Con. That would definitely work very nicely in some place like Blood Bay that has marvelous back alleys of people selling uh, nefarious What's things. What's the theater yeah. scene like in Blood Bay? Well, now that you ask, there is such a thing. I know. That's why I'm asking. There's there's entertainment. All kinds of entertainment. I mean, you know. I could use my just, sleight of hand skills. To... In on a stage, I could make a performance of making bravado or there's a music. bunch of different things. There's you can singing. juggle. We've there's seen juggling. it before. You know. I can juggle. There's, uh, you know. And really? I, have, I have reasonable, like, stage magic skills. And you have a trained monkey. Monkeys are not something you see around here. They're pretty. They seem to be fairly exotic. This is well. There's a few flinkers. Eh, a few monkeys came in with a few ships. Uh, Same with rats. That's rats are everywhere. I'm rats surprised that the dinosaurs haven't eaten them all. Rats and cats. Well, they only stick around the human habitations. Yeah. Mm. You know, they wander off into the jungle and they're 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 eating. They're uh, they uh, live in your basement. They're you know, this is why everybody's got cats, so we don't have plagues. Um, all right. Not so many ships' dogs. Plenty of ships' cats. So have we got mm. some oracalcum? Yes, you do peel up some oracalcum, and uh, Professor Mayweather does uh, collect some more writing samples to, uh, to work on. So um, uh, the thing is, is that uh, after some experimenting, um, uh, uh, Habich is sort of horrified that uh, the oracalcum Seems to one of the well, you guys sort of had to pull this stuff up with brute force. The oracalcum is not as soft as uh, it's um, it's not as soft as uh, gold, but it's pretty soft. Um, it doesn't look like the kind of thing that you'd want. I mean, that's why it was decoration on the armor, not the armor itself. But um, uh, Flint says that um, no, the oracalcum comes in different weird densities. Sometimes it's hard like steel and sometimes it's soft like gold. And it has something to do with the way that it's prepared or spoken to or something. Um, but uh, the uh, things. filling it with, with the sound device, taking a chunk of it um, and trying to vibrate it at various frequencies, Results in some sort of horrifying uh, changes in the oracalcum. I mean, horrifying. Well, it's a you got this bent piece of oracalcum that's pulled out of the side of the, knocked out of the side of the, the, the pillar, and you put it down, and he tries to vibrate it, and it turns into something like a fractal. Ow! The metal just jumps into a shape. And, How neat. Um, is it like that um, ferrous liquid? Yes. Does it do that kind of stuff? Yes. Neat. Yeah. Then when you turn the sound off, it kind of stops moving. But the shapes that it becomes when he fills it with the sound are nonsensical. They're just abstract, random. Um, I still have three experience points. I'm going to put that as a specialization in Streetwise's haggling. All right. <laughs> Uh, all right, yes, yes, yes. Bad. All right, fair enough. You can, I think that'll work. Um, well, someone needs to have it. Obviously, so, I do not. The gullible guy is going to haggle. This is going to be great. No, no. I'm going to haggle. <laughs> I can't wait for the haggling. 
I've got these magic beans. Sold! <laughs> Done! <laughs> beans have got magic beans. No, no, I will be doing the haggling. Um, I've haggling, I have haggling. Go away. You don't have haggling? Huh? You're the gullible one. <laughs> He's a he's, he has so, ugly. He's just. I'm the con man with street buys. <laughs> That's what you're going to spend your next experience points on is some haggling. Now, all right. Perhaps the two of us can haggle together. Then we'll nope. we'll form a team. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, I can't wait for the haggling. Look, I've got these beans, and all I had to trade was our airship. We can now grow a, a, a beanstalk up to the sun and escape the hollow earth. Exactly. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyways, um, yeah, Flint's like, mm, this is not great. Um, the ones that uh, I've seen, uh, the, what we want to do is try and get this thing into a, a shape that's more, I don't know, cylindrical, long, uh, tape it towards the ends would be great, you know, um, like a lodestone. So but not a fractal? Not a fractal. Uh, a what? Not a fractured. It shouldn't be fractured. Maybe we could turn it down or... Um, it still keeps making nonsensical shapes uh, at no... With, with, with no rhyme or reason. Just I mean, because the hunt drive is on? Habich kind of fiddles with it and goes... And, it, and the, the stuff moves. It's in constant motion. and But it doesn't like form... Primary shapes like a rhombus or a tetrahedral shape. It doesn't doesn't form, you know, your eight sided. Right, dive. it does spiky, weird things. Yeah. Um, uh, now, Flint says, "Listen, I tell you what. Um, well, that's good to know. We so, disrupt it. Does it things made of it later on? Right, no, but true. does it react to the hum drive, or is this only when we do experiments on it? Well, it doesn't seem to react to the hum drive. Um, now, if you um, uh, 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 he was filling. He was filling with some non-propulsion frequencies uh, on it, just going up and down the scale, um, and found a, a certain wavelength. Uh, and he's and his answer is, is, you know, this wavelength is all within the range of the human voice. Okay. Um, this is actually, you know. This you know this is all something that could be spoken. It doesn't require. It's not sound that is like you know outside human hearing range. So we need an oracalcum whisperer. Yeah. He says, "Tell you what we could do." Flint's like, "Look, it also melts. Um, we could. Um, there's a couple of options. We could uh, uh, try and find another." Uh, set of uh, ruins um, uh, maybe there's a you know the, there are smelting facilities in those places we could go find ourselves some rocky outcropping and uh, anchor off and um, uh, build a smelting thing with a, a furnace out of stone and uh, you know uh, some char make charcoal from trees and what is our end result what is in the galley no let's not try that. Well, there's an electric stove in the galley. What is our end? What's our end point here? What are we trying to get it to do? He says if we, Does it have if to be a specific it, shape? Well, all the ones I've ever seen are. Okay. Um, he says uh, it's just going to be like a, a cylinder, and it has to be able to sort of uh, 
hang uh, hang balanced and be able to turn, and it will direct us towards the light. Here's the thing. So maybe it's just a small piece of it, but we could get this cool, weird fractal shape, and we could, I mean, sell it as this thing they've never seen before. Because if everybody else is all blobby, yeah, ours would look amazing. You have actually blown it into a shape that you haven't seen before, in that it looks like a, you know, a, a coral outcropping. Like it was like fan coral at the moment. Um, Neat. He says, uh, he says there might be if we can um, find a way to work it. Um, actually, you know, let me just see something here. Okay, the um, the fan coral stuff is actually pretty thin and uh, pretty malleable. It's not hard at the moment. Um, while he was fiddling, while Havish was fiddling around with the various sound options. He says, maybe we could, uh, you know, cut through a section of it and just beat it into the right shape with hammers or something. Worth a shot. Can we take a piece of it and see if we can heat it up on the stove? Yeah, maybe we, like, yeah, like maybe it's like just lead. Like, take off a little piece and see what you can If do we hit it. it with hammers, is it likely to cause a spark which will make our airship explode? Not if we put it in, like, the kitchen. It should be Yeah, the kitchen insulated. is double reinforced. Yes, yes. I say... I don't know. So, I'm going to try and chip off a piece of it. Okay. Go uh, take it over, find a little metal pot, and put it on the electric stove. It takes some it work to get it out, to, to okay. get the piece out. But it, it eventually starts. You're able to, uh, to pull off one of these thin things. And once you put it in the uh, stove and start trying to heat it, it's not kiln hot. Um, it just, it's just not hot enough to melt it. Cool. Um, but uh, it is hard enough to burn your fingers when you reach in to pull, pull it out again. Ah! Ah! But, um, of course. uh, after some struggling around, let's see what Habich's mechanical skill is. It's pretty high, I bet. It's, yeah, craft mechanics is not bad. So let's see what, between, um, you, uh, Habich and Flint, uh, they're able to sort of roll this uh, piece of metal and pound it into shape and roll it and fold it until it's this rough, bent, you know, churro, I guess, of aracalcum. And Flint's like, you know, It'll work. Give it a shot. So, uh, they hang it from literally take it down to the to the to the navigation mm-hmm. deck, uh, the cock, not really a cockpit, I guess it's the 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 bridge you'd actually call it, and take this thing and put it in front of the uh, hang it from the window, and uh, check and make sure it's balanced, and eventually gets it to gets it to where he thinks it's balanced, and then just uh, um, lets it go, and it hangs there, and then it turns. Points towards the sea or in land. Um, it actually, um, uh, it actually points uh, uh, towards the sea. And uh, he's like, "Well, now all this is showing us is where the next largest concentration of our copper is, and that's going to lead us to probably some ruins of some sort." Um, he says, "Or the Predator Island." <laughs> all right. On the plus side, that'll be constantly in motion. So if your uh, so, uh, navigation stone is moving, uh, it may that's 
that's a good, that, that might be At, a good sign. Atlantis and the Predator Island are two different floating islands Same that island. destroy everything. Two. Okay, okay. Is some people, the, the real Some people, it's AKA Predator Island. Got yeah. it. Some people call it the, the, the Predator Island. Um, so the island itself actually eats things. Um, no, it just goes from place to place. And destroys uh, everything. And destroys anything that looks like they might be figuring out how to um, forge metal. Um, there's a couple of he says, look, the Amazon's all moved inland. The, they used to have coastal communities, but they gave them all up. Uh, uh, At least mostly. The, um, the, that little fort is just the, the guy, is just something that they use for, uh, it's just an outpost. But uh, the reason it's, you know, the, the, uh, the reason it's Neo-Themyscira is because Atlantis blew up Themyscira generations ago. Um, uh, it's so long ago that it's like a legend, it's like near Troy or something. But they've moved inland. A lot of people have moved inland to stay away from, to, to be out of the reach of them. And the problem is, if you move inland, it pushes into thicker and thicker uh, populations of those lizards. You know, then the dragons get you. Um, the uh, the the you know the uh, the the legion uh, lives inland on one of these continents. The um, legion, yeah. The well, legion. The, yeah. As in the Roman legion. Well, not anymore. Mm. Um, there, uh, there apparently was a legion that was uh, Romans over here, um, but uh, they uh, they had some sort of slave uprising, and now the slaves uh, run the empire. So, mm. you know, the masters are now the uh, slave race, and the the, uh, mm. the slaves uh, are now the masters. The slaves are now the masters. Yeah. By chance, do their flags all have a 13 on them? No, it's uh, <laughs> uh, it's a 23rd Legion. Um, I think that's the one. I'll have to double-check. There's a Legion that disappears from from history. It shows up in that's, China? That's the 13th, oh, that's isn't it? The 13th, the 13th Legion, isn't it? I thought it, was, I thought it was the 23rd. It could be. Um, there is a Legion that's gone poof. Uh, there's a lost Legion. In fact... Not poof in the British way, I presume. No. They were always like that, those Romans. But, uh, yeah, well, that's really more the Greeks, but all right, let's... The Greeks invented it. The Romans just perfected it and were terribly ashamed of it at the same time. Ninth. Ninth Legion, all right. Rome's lost Legion, the ninth. But, uh, Maybe it was the 13th tribe of Israel or... Something like that. Or was that Battlestar Galactica? Which one? That was definitely Battlestar Galactica. The 13th? Oh, yeah, that was... Yeah, I'm looking at the 23rd Legion, um, is what I have written down on my notes. He says that uh, yeah, they um, they ruled and they they ruled a, a city state for a while, uh, you know, um, but uh, uh, eventually their bestial um, slaves overthrew them. But they uh, the, the beasts still adopted their. Uh, by that point, the beasts had uh, adopted the culture of their masters, so uh, they. Um, what kind of beasts are we talking about here? Um, well, apes. Apes. They're, yeah, talking, talking apes. It's Planet oh, yeah. of the Apes underground. It's getting better and better all the time. Well, Empire of the Apes, anyways. Talking apes. Yeah, they usually mix, they mix it up occasionally with the Amazons. 
It was either that or lizard men. I couldn't decide which way we were going to go. Oh, there's but... lizard men. <sighs> of course. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like oh yeah, there's lizard men. There's uh, there's those. Okay, so there's the there's the hawkmen of the airy. There's uh, these uh, these these apes walk upright, use tools, speak, have written language. The, there's lots of them, but a group of them, not universal, but a group of them have adopted this this Roman culture. Um, Roman apes. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm good. They, I'm down. They speak Latin. How's your Latin? Fantastic. <laughs> good. Is um, uh, although again, they're they're. Uh, they have that particular group has certain ideas about uh, the place for, you know, pale, pink-skinned, naked folks like us. Naked. Now, I'd be considered. A little, I'd be considered a little more, you know, uh, civilized. What with this beard and all this long hair at the moment. Uh, he says there's, there are definitely lizard folk. Uh, I'm not talking about the big dragons. I mean, like men with the heads of I don't know serpents or. Iguanas or something. They look a lot like iguanas from the Caribbean. Um, there's uh, rumors of other uh, animals, men, like animal men that are half cat, half human. The uh, that is just ridiculous. They're running. Now you have gone too far. The running theory is that uh, all these things were built by the progenitors for particular jobs. Um, there's, uh, there's, uh, well, I've seen them. I've seen the mole men. Um, <laughs> they're, they're everything you're afraid they're going to be. Um, they're, uh, naked and, uh, wrinkly and blind and have these giant claws. Um, I've seen them, I've seen slavers treating them as, uh, as miners. <laughs> um, but I suspect that's what the progenitors used. You know, the, the the Atlanteans' ancestors used them for. They used them for mining. They used uh, the, the 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 gill men for constructing things underwater or uh, harvesting things from the ocean. The each of these things, uh, all these uh, half animal, half men, seem like they were. Uh, well, there's a possibility that they were they were bred uh, to as slaves for the for the Atlanteans. But how they don't snicker when I say bread. I'm not. I'm just saying, well, uh, I'm thinking is uh, walk on two legs, not on four. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do they live on the island of Lost Souls? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I love that movie. How do you know about the island of Lost Souls? I was thinking we might actually be in Mongo. <laughs> we very well could be. Um, uh, he says, would be uh, clay men then. There would be clay men. There would there, be lion men. We haven't ruled out the clay men. I mean, we haven't seen any. What's that a, mean they're not there? What's a clay man? Well, I haven't seen any. I haven't Let's, heard of any. Uh, Shoot, there's 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 pirate ships that uh, that uh, have crew members who are gill men because oh, yeah. sometimes well, you know you accidentally sink the target ship and then it's really hard to get things out of it. But gill men make excellent crewmen. Sure. You need to patch something up below the waterline. You just send those guys down. Yeah. You know. Okay. Can't wait until we run into it like a down flying saucer. <laughs> you're you're gonna hope it's down. <laughs> Which would, exactly. We might recognize from early sci-fi like <laughs> stories. Yeah. This is. Uh, do you actually say saucer out loud? Yeah. This is, oh yeah. 
great. He says the uh, the Atlanteans have discs. Oh, they're wow. these kind of uh, they're these kind of dishes, mm-hmm. open top. Oh, Vimana. Hmm. Vimana. Yeah, they just uh, they have these open top discs that their warriors can climb into and uh, mm-hmm. um, you know <laughs> drop lightning bolts from above on their targets. Lances and spears of fire. Uh, yeah, they got that. They got uh, stuff that um, uh, burns you when you when they you know burns people alive when it looks at them. I was reading this Indian text on sex when I was you know in Berlin, in New York, and uh, but it also had a whole thing about spaceships. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, don't know about spaceships, but I know that there's I know that there's flying discs. Um, I was unlucky enough once to get close enough to Atlantis that they came out after us. But they turned back uh, before they caught up with us. I only saw them at a distance through the spyglass. We have come to get this stuff on film. Oh, yes. We have to get the whole thing on film. Okay. You're going to hear your, or, or at least Well, take... hopefully we are recording. You're scribbling it down. I'm writing least... down everything he says, yes. So he says, uh, no, it's just. Again, he says, "I've been in the been in the Hollow Earth since uh, 1876. When uh, what's the what's the year up top now? Uh, 1936. Six. Okay. At least last time we checked. Who knows now? <laughs> Fair enough. It's only been a week, so it's only been you know two weeks. But yeah. uh, he says there's a uh, this place is alive with competing forces um, that uh, are that, that the one rule though does appear to be." The same rule that the uh, dragons live by is that anything can eat anything, if given oh. the opportunity. Uh, and when you say dragons, do oh, you I mean large, scaly. Nothing. I've lizards. seen nothing that fires, that vomits fire, fire, Greek fire yet. Um, but I'm not ruling it out. I've only been here for a couple of decades. There's a two-headed thing in the swamp that spits fire. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> It only shows up in season three, so yeah. we don't have to worry it's about anything. That, that, as soon as as soon as uh, uh, Rick Marshall's off the table, I yeah. stop watching. Um, but he says, "Yeah, there's uh, most societies don't cooperate. Most groups compete. Hell, individual pirate ships will loot each other if the opportunity comes up. There's no consistent. Thieves. Oh, there's no consi- There's there's no." Uh, there's no, it's not like the surface world. It's not like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there's no Great Britain. There's no. Uh, there's no guiding force to come down on you or not, like hide behind a. Not yet. Um, the oh, closest God. thing that there is, to, the, the closest thing down here is just naked brute power. And even the, the, the uh, Atlanteans on their, their roving island, you'd think that they could establish an empire or they would, but they don't. They just smash anything that looks like it might be getting its act together, uh, which, again, retards the organization of other cultures down here. And, uh, you know, they don't hold territory. They don't um, establish outposts. Um, uh, they keep everything. And, and their presence down here has always kept things because of this, again, mowing the grass. Uh, since it starts to get too tall, it gets whacked. I wonder if we could guide them to the Nazis' island. <laughs> he says, um, 
you know, people have tried to go up against the people occasionally. There's stories about groups who've tried to get organized and go up against Atlantis, and they've all gotten stomped like a knock at a biker rally. No, he doesn't say that. They get stomped like a seal, you know, like a drunken seaman uh, mm-hmm. on shore leave in Portland. Well, <laughs> or currently, in 1876, that was the place you went if you wanted to be shanghaied. If the Nazis are going to keep coming in and keep coming in, well, if the Germans are going to keep coming in and sending <laughs> stuff into this hollow earth, that there might be, in, and the Atlanteans don't know about them, we may have a common enemy with the Atlanteans. Heaven forbid it turns out you have a common enemy with the Nazis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, we just have to arrange for the Nazis and the Atlanteans to get into a fight first. <laughs> yes. Police up whoever whoever survives. That's really do need to paint over that swastika. Is it, oh, paint. Yeah, you're going to be able to find that at any decent <laughs> pirate haven, freehold. Oh, well, yes, we can put a, I don't know. Dies. My coat of arms on it or something. <laughs> And if we paint this all like some misty white gray on this, we're going to blend into whatever sky background we're in. So Blue on top over the ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, um, you know, he'd be happy to answer any questions you have about the, the, the what he knows about this place. But um, first thing we need to do is work our way towards Blood Bay. So let's try following this. Sure. I'm perfectly happy to try following this. Um, uh Churro-calcum. Churro-calcum. Wow. If you have not... I'm writing down that's a style point. That's right there. Rias, that puts you up at five style points at the moment. Congratulations. Um, All right. uh, Let's see here. Where to now? Uh, Off to Blood Bay, I guess. The closest equivalent. All right. All right. There we go. Page from a book. Yeah. All right. Um, you guys uh, cruise along uh, over the sea, and there's one problem, and that is, yes, your uh, food supplies are starting to dwindle. Um, you guys go on. Because you didn't pick up any new supplies. No, but we did have a lot of that dinosaur meat. Yes. Um, you extended your supplies by a day. And we made dinosaur jerky. Yeah. Um, now, um, uh, Flint's like, well, you know, um, uh, on pirate ships, there's, you know, there's fishing, salting, uh, uh, salting fish meat, um, uh, hunting on land is always pretty dubious, um, uh, but um, there might be some places you can touch down uh, that will provide some shelter from the beasts, uh, the, 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 the monsters. Now, he doesn't call them dinosaurs, but he, he skips around between calling them dragons. And- can we use the portable unconsciousness generators? And the earplugs. Can we just uh, lower one of those down on a rope, set mm-hmm. it off, and knock out some dinosaurs and then go down and scoop them up? Cut um, their throats while they're down there? Or we could do it to all of Blood Bay. 
rob the entire city. <laughs> we were concerned about getting a load of or a, a pound of orichalcum messing up the flight. If we rob the entire city, we are going to have to. It's going to be a little tough. If, if, oh, we got no place for loot. We can shift the ballast. Uh, I see your point about uh, about taking over Blood Bay. Of course, the tough part is um, where would you put it all? And what would we do? I mean, besides it? putting it in Blood Bay, I mean, you, if you're. We I'm not be a homing beacon for anyone with a. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anybody that has a churro calcum will be able to find us by locate by beaming in on our load of oracalcum. How could uh, Blood Bay's been able to survive the Atlanteans so long? Because Blood Bay isn't on the coast. It's in it's not on the coast. It's up a. So it's not really a bay. No, it really isn't. It's up a fjord. It's, a, oh. it's, a, it's a, like it, this. That's right. You explained that before. And, yeah. Fjord um, Blood Bay. So it the, sounds like a perfect capital for our new empire. The uh, the. The island can't get close enough. For some reason, for some yes. reason, there's a range. He says on both their their weapons, uh, and they have the ability to cause storms, hurricanes. They have the ability to affect the weather. God, those jerks! Um, they they'll cause uh, you know, damn those evil villains and their weather. They fortunately haven't the managed to. You know, they no they, no one's ever seen them make a tidal wave where they could have washed all the way up to, you know. All the way up the fjord, but um, whatever they've got, it seems to have a limited range. Those dishes, those dishes they float around in, mm-hmm. um, they only seem to take those a few miles beyond the edge of the island uh, before turning back. They must either need fuel and/or they're powered by something. So I assume they're powered by something on the island. So they, they, they the between those two factors. They don't get very far. Um, they, I get, they do. It is possible to get on the island uh, as a trader if you're bringing things that they want. Uh, but it's, it's uh, since he's from 1876, he can tell you that it's a lot like you know uh, the stories that older mariners told about uh, trying to do business in um, Nagasaki in Japan. You know where it's this very tightly controlled foreigner quarter. You know, mm-hmm. where you do your business and get the fuck out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, same lot. Or like, uh, or like uh, the foreign quarters in China. It's a lot like mm-hmm. that, except even stricter. You know. And they only trade for slaves and artifacts. Yep. Yeah. That's the only thing that'll, that'll buy you passage in there. And. Um, and or a coke. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, um, the. Uh, uh, you guys travel for a couple of days over the ocean, and um, uh, it's getting uncomfortable as you're getting down to your last days of water, really. And uh, the uh, you find another coastline, and the Churacalcum, <laughs> the the navigation stone, points you further inland. Um, and uh, what you what it, uh, leads you up to is a Eventually, you start. You come across what appears to be a uh, a city, another ruin uh, in the jungle. Eyes alit. Ding. Mm-hmm. It um, is uh, straddling um, a gigantic waterfall. Oh, that um, sounds lovely. There's a uh, uh, there's this. Um, uh, sort of 
jungle-encrusted uh, city on either side of this waterfall. And in the middle is this big, uh, long island uh, that has more city on it, but it's uh, less covered with forest and has less things growing out of it. Um, but the stuff on either side is very, very overgrown. Um, there are a number of uh, uh, crumbling bridges connecting the uh, center section uh, with the, the edges. Do they look ancient? They look very ancient. It, uh, the, there are plenty of buildings that are sheared off, broken off. There are some of the bridges that are clearly collapsed into the... Uh, in fact, one side's completely cut off. There's only bridges that can, there's only like one bridge that connects the center. Stru- center is actually trading with Atlantis. What do people trade? We know what people trade to the Atlanteans. What do Atlanteans trade out? Um, they trade out things like, uh, uh, you know, things that they uh, manufacture goods. You know, um, they'll trade out uh, uh, weapons, uh, but it's all low tech stuff. You know, um, they'll trade out uh, metals that uh, people can, uh, you know, just ingots of metal that they can construct. They um, uh, now they will trade orcalcum as well. Uh, the sort of artifacts that they're always seem to be after. They love the crystals. That's their that's the favorite thing that they want a piece of. Um, uh, We've not seen any of those yet, have we? Um, no, this is the first time anyone said anything about crystals. Um, the uh, Atlanteans always want those. Uh, Flint says my, my experience with them is like they're dangerous how so well um, they have weird effects um, they're lit up from the inside with some sort of ghost fire um, I've seen them burn people without being hot uh, I've seen them uh, uh, blind people I've seen them uh, cause men to go mad uh, lose their minds. Um, I've seen, I've heard one story that uh, from an old mariner that said that um, uh, that they are haunted, and that um, one of his crewmen who encountered one um, became possessed by a demon, and uh, uh, eventually. Um, uh, 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 stole a, a dinghy and uh, and deserted the ship um, uh, after loading up on supplies. Um, they never found him again. Uh, the uh, the crystals are one of the things that the uh, Atlanteans are most interested in. Um, do they have anything to do with the odd healing properties we've seen? Well, he says I'm not sure, but he says uh, there are. Uh, there are healers who have used those crystals. I have seen people heal wounds with crystals before. Hmm. Um, they, uh, you save it for the serious stuff. In case you haven't noticed yet, um, uh, getting cut up and sliced up down here is not like it's. It's not like getting sliced up up, up top. I've never seen any. I don't think I've ever seen anyone down here die of a gangrene or an infection. So no matter how bad or deep the wound is, uh, I haven't seen anyone have to. I haven't seen anyone's leg rot off or fingers have to be removed. It'd be hard to bottle that, but we could maybe do like 
tourism. Medical tourism. Yeah. Mm. This is uh, people don't uh, people don't seem to die quite the way they do uh, up top. I mean, uh, even with the way time seems to go quicker uh, in here than or quicker up top than it does in here. Um, he says, uh, mm. "You'll note that my age doesn't quite add up." So people, but you age just more slowly. He says, "I've I've aged maybe." I've, he says, "He's he's you know during the course of this, you guys probably pulled up some you know some uh, uh, salt water, and he's managed to scrub off the mung that he was." That was right now, he only has two stink lines instead of thirty. Yeah, I drew an illustration. <laughs> <laughs> he gets most of his stink lines off, um, and uh, you know, with the aid of uh, one of your sun um uh blades uh has managed to um uh cut some of his beard off so he can eat his food better i'm assuming he knows what a bayonet is yeah oh yeah just some of his beard he's leaving well, the long part on so he or is he shaving his beard off and starting a new calendar year he says uh, no he he shaves it down he pulls it down so that his mustache okay. isn't yeah, over yeah. his mouth anymore and sure sure it's still a fairly thick beard um so but questions. uh uh, uh, and you know, and uh, just ties the hair back, I guess. But he manages to get most of the all the muck off of him and slip into a pair of pants and a shirt that you guys have got. Although um, shoes are another matter. We'll have him padding around in bare feet for the time being. But um, can make him flip flops out of you know old tires. Uh, but um, yeah, he says that uh, you know. Uh, he thinks he's aged maybe a decade. I don't know something. I mean, he says, I, he says I can feel the difference. Well, that's not even true either. I mean, I I I know that there's more gray in my hair, and I know that I'm things have changed, but uh, I still feel as good as I did when I was well, better even. I feel like uh, I did when I was twenty. There's um, something about this place that uh, changes people. Um, it's one of the reasons that I haven't exactly been knocking myself out trying to find a way out. Yeah, um, what if you go out and then all your age catches up with you and suddenly you're 200 years old? Um, that is a possibility that I had not thought of, but thank you for that comforting thought. I was hoping that it was just a matter of why would I want to return to the surface world when, you know, I'm the king of Blood Bay. Well, I'm <clears> the <throat> king of Blood Bay. Anyways. Are you indicative of people coming in here or have, like, people had generations of kids who have come in and... Well, those Amazons aren't the first Amazons to arrive. Yes. Uh, The same thing with the the Romans. So when you say they can't by generations, is Mm -hmm. that, like, if you've only aged a decade in... 200 years. No, I got it in 1876, so, so it's been... 100 years. 60, 60 years. Yeah. Oh, 60 years, right. Been 60 but years are there infants five. who were born when you first came here who are now two years old? No. No, they... Um, people seem to age... It doesn't seem to take that long to get out of childhood. Um, and uh, when I say generations, uh, again, um, uh, if we're going to go ahead and use... Uh, you know, a woman's blood clock to calculate up how many moons, despite the fact we don't have any moons, um, have gone by. I mean, that's a very rough calculation, but every 12 bleeds, you know, that maybe that's a year. I am not measuring in bleeds. <laughs> plenty, of, plenty of people do in here. Just and so you know. Male privilege. You know, 
Every uh, <laughs> it's you get just to 144, weird. get to 144. Well, wow. see you in a couple bloods. No, that's just not going to happen. You know, but uh, once a girl starts to pardon me, cycle, could you tell me what time it is? You know, it's. <laughs> Let me step behind this they're bush, usually, sir. I'll let you know. They're usually with child by a time that uh, less than 50 cycles. Okay. You know? Okay. Uh, most of the uh, really primitive, uh, most of the groups uh, breed early and breed often. So, you know, it wouldn't be uncommon for his time period. It was 1870, so 16-year-old yeah. brides is not, yeah, not uncommon. No. Um, but you're right. turning over a generation every, he says, you're turning over a generation in less than 20 years. You know? Less than two decades. Okay. Um, uh, and like you said, I've been here for about three generations uh, that I've I've seen, and um, I've been running I've run Blood Bay for two generations. Okay. Uh, most of the, there are plenty of folks. I'm the only Pirate King they've ever had. I'm sure I'm they're sure the some only of them are still there. Ever had too. I'm sure they're weeping. It's true. We've never been sure a Pirate King before. Yes. And I'm sure there are some still there. I'm not calling him Your Majesty. Just call you're not me. counting by moons. Just by call me Bill. Bill. Once we get, but once I'm back in charge of, uh, I'm not culturally integrating well, am I? <laughs> once, I, once we get back to Blood Bay and I, I resume my We're rightful gonna... place, then you can call me Captain Flint. All right. But uh, you guys are, are led to this this city, um, and. Uh, uh, it looks like the center island is the place to be. Yeah, Flint uh, looks down and he says, uh, "I don't, don't know this city. This is not a place I'm familiar with." Again, if I had, you know, charts on my ship, maybe there'd be references to this place. Um, Can we see anything it's in, by it, it, your it, far sight or our? Oh yeah, you seem to be you, very good. We don't know, we don't know he has that. You don't, we don't no, know no. That he has it. You seem very keen at you know seeing stuff that no one else can see from further away. Here's the spyglass. Please go see. Yeah, it. take out. Here's my binoculars. What am I looking at? Blood Bay. I'm looking down <laughs> the at the city, ruins, the ancient ruins, to see if you they're inhabited. Try to look at Blood Bay. To see if they're. I'm not saying. I'm, I'm going to look at the ancient ruins and see if they're inhabited while pretending to use the you know telescope. Okay. I'll be like. Oh, you're holding eye. the telescope to your third eye. Excellent. Yes, I will magnify your first chakra. You're, you're, use, use you're using that wrong. <laughs> you're using that wrong. That's not where that goes. Or maybe he's using it so right. <laughs> maybe <laughs> we just don't know. Quick yeah. roll a con to see if you can convince us. Where did you get this? Uh, Costco. I need some. You get so many things from that is pretty much my default. Right, no, so it's vinyl, give me your perception which means you can sew it, which means that when I'm making my armor, I can, use this shirt, I can make a chainmail shirt out of this. I'm having problems Three. building my armor. Three. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm getting a little desperate, in fact. Uh, all right. You have direct line of sight, so there's that works. Um, you're still not getting anything, but if you exert... And um, if you exert and uh, uh, take a non-lethal wound, uh, you get two extra dice to roll. Mm, I don't know if it's worth it. Sacrifice yourself for our benefit. (laughs) Well, how am I going to exert looking through a telescope? 
Suddenly I fall down with a non-lethal wound. You're like, what do you really look through that telescope? Uh, you have a well, real, really you'll, pounding you'll, migraine. You'll feel a bit faint, perhaps sweaty and exhausted. And a migraine for the next two days. Uh, all right. And how, how many more dice do I roll? Two dice. Just two. Yeah. And like two all by itself? Yeah. yeah. One. One. All right. Four. Five. Okay. Um... All right, you. Um, God, I've got a splitting headache. I need to go lie down. Yeah. <laughs> what about what you saw? No, not telling you. <laughs> I saw not nothing. until I've had some aspirin and some quiet me time. Um, the uh, the uh, city, um, or the uh, whatever this this thing used to be, um, is indeed uh, inhabited. Um, what you're seeing in uh, the city are. Uh, Sort of, I guess you'd call them um, uh, a pot or a herd or a tribes, I guess. Tribes of um, uh, big, hulking, naked, hairy, sort of uh, ape men. They're uh, they're not. They're a little bit. Uh, they're 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 more. Um, they have uh, elements that make them look like uh, great apes, but. They're more, uh, they're much bigger than uh, a gorilla. And um, they're, uh, they're like, you know, you know, five, six hundred pounds a monkey. Um, they uh, are also a lot more bipedal than, than apes are. Um, there's, they have a, almost an almost human uh, gait. Uh, maybe though, back legs are a little shorter. But they're, uh, <laughs> They're, they're, they're organized like um, uh, communities of gorillas and that there you know, are females and there's some young and there are um, various um, uh, bulls. Yeah. And um, they, um, uh, they uh, uh, are sort of clustered on the center island. Um, and uh, you can even manage to uh, spot one, uh, spot them coming back and forth across the bridge that connects it to the other section, carrying um, uh, various uh, uh, fruits and and, and uh, stuff that they have pulled out of the jungle on that side of the river. Are they wearing any clothes? Nope. Do they look Romanesque in any way? Nope. They have no tools. There's no tools, no clothes. Uh, All right. So they're Dr. Moreau more. They're, uh, they Maybe don't. They'll be peaceful vegetarians. They certainly could be. But they're not. <laughs> they're God. giant, hulking, peaceful vegetarians. Yeah. Vegetarians get mean. Is there any reason why we would need to... Well, I, I convey what I've seen, you know, by really squinting hard. I was able to see what I saw. Um, is there any reason why we need to contact these eight men? I mean, aside from just being fascinating, well, I think we, we need water. Supplies. We're out of yeah. supplies. We got no food or water on board. And that is a lovely um, freshwater river. Mm-hmm. Look at that river. And um, lovely. Certainly, the they they certainly have seemed to have gathered some supplies. They seem to be in the supply gathering business. Does it look like they have made any improvements to the buildings they're living no, in? Just they're just not. living in ruins, so they're not constructed. They're not clever enough to be architects. We could go upriver and get water. 
and we could just kind of see where they're getting that food from, and we could go and gather some while they're away. We could do that. <laughs> but somebody wants a goddamn sample, another biological sample. Perhaps with a little one clinging to its mother, you can <laughs> put it in a jar of formaldehyde. And I really want to look around the city. <laughs> there may be artifacts there. There may be more. It's more of a writing. meta thing. Now, I would we point out that the, there are three sections of the city. We can around the cavern. The are, are, the, 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 from the air. The, uh, could. I could. I'm enjoying it. But I think apes, men are. The young ape men, the children, the, the pups, or whatever you want to call them, are definitely clustered on the, on the center island. Um, but they do not have the whole island. It's not teeming with apes. Um, there are sections of it that they're not occupying. Teeming with apes. <laughs> the um, they are using the bridge to get across to the uh, get across the uh, river to the other side. There is a section of city that is not connected to the island that the, the apes could not get to unless uh, apes someone learned how to swim. And as we all know, great apes can't swim. It's a fact. So why don't we go? To all we need to do is blow up that bridge. No, it was so, and, Hello, and what, starve them, trap their infants on the island so they starve to death? Well, we couldn't make contact with them from the airship. Can we? I imagine if one of those brutes jumps onto our rope ladder, it's all over for us. <laughs> it will be another episode of the of Zeppelin Tales starring the gorilla of the gas bags. Don't we, we have a megaphone or something? We could do the cruise down and pretend to be their god thing again. That worked so well last well, time. Well, you guys didn't play along with the pretending to be the god. That was the problem. Yeah, well, You've that, really that the Amazons that. are a little more cosmopolitan than you were hoping for. Well, and he's I'm, the one who tried to dazzle them with a micro or a magnifying glass. And plus, being pink and hairless, we all look alike to them. Valid. <laughs> are you speaking of the Amazons or the monkeys now? <laughs> Both. All right. Well, we need water and supplies. Yep. We have two options. One, we go get involved with the eight people. Two, we fly up river and try to lower a bucket well, into this freshwater river. Either way, we should search one of the three sections of the city. Yes. Got a bucket. I'd rather find out if there's anything in those from the eight men to see if they're safe. Yeah, maybe we could get some of those crystals that make that people go blind. I agree. Let's also, from a storytelling perspective, we've got to do something besides fly around on the airship <laughs> and take beautiful tourist postcard photographs. No, we don't. <laughs> well, we what does uh, We're trying to get to Blood Bay? So let's what go does to... uh, Flint say? What does Flint know? Does he know anything about these ape men? Well, these... well, do these look like those top gay apes we've been hearing about, or are no, they a different no, kind? No, no, no. All okay. These... But the talking apes that I've seen, and you know, they turn up in crews every once in a while. Um, they let me just put it this way: the ones that look like chimps, amazing in the rigging, just oh, I bet incredible. Um, but on the other hand, you don't see that many of them because they don't swim so high. Yeah. So, plus we have to go down there because the apes have to grab us. So we can get say, get your hands off me, you damn dirty ape. All right. Where else will we have an opportunity to say this? Those don't look like the ones that um, have tools and talk and communicate. And I'm just saying that it seems like we have to go down to the down and communicate with the apes 
if we are going to call ourselves pulp adventurers. Uh, he says, yeah, those things will probably... Well, I call myself a performer, not a pulp adventurer. Um, those things will probably <laughs> throw rocks at us until we go away. So why don't we go to one of the other islands that doesn't profusely... I really don't want these throwing rocks at us, especially if it's something that could actually hit us. Oh. They'll throw rocks the side. Well, there's that one island that doesn't have a bridge going front to it. Yeah, there's that, but but it is on the shore of the river. So oh, so it's more of an outcropping than yeah. an island. So it's not there. The only yeah. island is the centerpiece, and then there's like three sections of the city. One that's connected by a bridge okay, to the so island, we got and that. then one that's isolated. Let's go to the isolated, yeah, no, to the isolated one. The captain, if the ape men know about the history of these cities, if they have if they, if they if they do, they're not talking. These things These are very primitive these creatures. These things are beast bestial. Because I was thinking we could play, you know, we're returning to our city. We are the gods. Come on, I want to think, pretend to be a god. I don't so think we can communicate have to pretend to be a god. I don't think we can Does communicate that to them. It did um with first C three PO. Sure. Good point. <laughs> It, it did, in fact, work for video. C-3PO. Therefore, it, it is there valid. Was some, there, there was some, you know, there was some levitating. Can I just point out that based on the first interaction with the Ewoks, I am led to the conclusion that following the Battle of Endor, those little furry fuckers ate the Imperial troops who were left behind on the planet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Are we comfortable with that? Because those I'm guys... With that, yeah. I'm not. I thought they were vegetarians, though. They're going to eat. Well, they're uh, gonna during eat that Luke. feast at the end. Oh, um, they were going to eat Luke and Han. Yeah? Yes, they were. So I, I have the Leia. Table. Not so much for some reason. Apparently, they don't. I don't eat understand women. that. I don't understand that. Most R two D two as well. Earlier in the same film, we saw her in a bikini. We know how edible she was. It just seemed like a everybody movie. saw her in a in a bikini, except for Han Solo. That's a good point. He was blind he's at the blind. time. He was blind until after the solid. That's a good point. Ha ha on you, Mr. <laughs> I know. You just got the whole bikini thing. But he didn't miss out after that. Yeah, one well, I'm assuming. Don't open your eyes. I'm not opening my eyes. Her boobs are the lost Ark of the Covenant. Wow. That's. Wow. Okay. Okay. Moving on. So. Do we just. Hover over the middle island and see what happens. Okay. Why don't we go to the just the secluded there one that we can go investigate if they need to go to the middle island. There's How's not that? a secluded one. I think we should try to. Is there an isolated part of the island? There's an ice. There are uh, isolated parts. Isolated, but there are not occupied parts of the center island. Okay. Um, but it. There are definitely uh, parts of the. Uh, uh, there, there's an isolated section of the city now. The ones that are on the shore are very grown over. Yeah, there's some trees from wind-blown seeds, yep. and maybe the monkeys ate some fruits and pooped them out into the, into yep. the city. But the, the place that the vines and whatever consumed uh, the city are on the, on the edge. I feel as though they will have a unfair... I feel as though they will have an advantage if we go someplace covered with vines. Does anybody want... Uh, I think I have orange Probably, chicken. but... Oh, right. No one will object if you make orange chicken happen. Nobody. No right I will not. I feasted on dim sum this morning, so I have no need for orange chicken. I guess so. Um, the, uh... Wow. They really had that. It's it just, just goes in the oven, and then it's, it's chicken. It works. It's fully cooked, just heat and serve. The most magical words in a man's cooking vocabulary. <laughs> heat and serve. No. No, those are just sad words. 
words. Eat and enjoy. Those are sad words. <laughs> Sorry. Like to cook. All right. <laughs> um, the, uh, so anyways, the, uh, uh, the island, I guess, if I'm going to describe it, is a little bit Manhattan-y in that it's a long, thin sliver of yeah. island, almost shaped like the prow of a ship. And, uh, in fact, okay. at the upstream point, mm-hmm. it is absolutely shaped like a prow of a ship, and it splits the, the river. It's, there's been some, whatever rock outcropping this is based on, there has been construction, been, ancient construction, to create kind of a prow. And the river goes around it and then uh, falls down the, the, falls. the falls. Now, um, are they inhabiting that furthest um Upriver? That uh, the part that's furthest upriver mm-hmm. um, is less inhabited because the bridges are right near the edge of the cliff. Both of these sections of city are near the very edge of this this uh, giant waterfall. Giant, yeah, yeah. So why don't we go to the furthest upriver? Mm-hmm. That way we can get you know fresher water than what you know. Right, there, right. We want the and agitated water. Yeah, and then yeah, it's monkey flavored water. Yeah. No, we do not want the down. We don't want you don't never drink downstream from a monkey city. That is the worst thing they teach you in explorer school. <laughs> and then I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to say that yes, that is a good rule. Yep. Never, <laughs> never drink downstream <laughs> from a monkey city. from a monkey city. Yeah. So and then so and then we can that if that's the less populated area, that's hopefully they don't episode. come this way because they see a gigantic big sky thing. Which movie am I going to name that? After? Don't want to come this way. Huh? Uh, which which movie? Because I keep naming the episodes after movies. Oh. Um, I, I'm not sure. There's a there's a, uh, a movie called uh, Do Not Eat the Yellow Snow. <laughs> okay. We have no snow yet. All, All right. right. So we're gonna head toward the. Okay, so this is my map here. Right, this is the waterfall here. This are some ruins, some ruins, and an island, right? Yeah, is yeah. that pretty close? That's pretty close. So I think we're going to try and head to this end of the island, okay. closer to the waterfall. Okay. The end closest to the waterfall is the area that is most filled with monkeys. Oh, I thought it was least filled with monkeys. No, no, it's the... the, 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 the um, uh, let me just see if I can... Sure. Okay, so if we want to be furthest away from the monkeys, we have to drink downstream from the monkey city. Yeah. So here, hold on, hold on. Let me just let me just see if I can do this. So if this is the cliff with the waterfall on it, mm-hmm. and the water flows in this direction, there is uh, on the both banks. He says by dying all over there's ruins, and then in the middle is an island. That is completely covered in city, right? And only uh, there are a number of stumps of bridges that would normally connect this, right? That connect the ruins to the city. And only one actually goes all the way across. And the direction of the water is like this, and both sets of ruins are right on the edge of the cliff. Okay. We could check out the one set of rooms that has no access. So this is what I'm looking Yeah. At. This is what I'm trying to describe. Rooms, rooms, waterfall. Rooms. I wonder if it's really a okay. boat. Does this make sense? How big is the island? Um, it's like, uh, it yes. is probably... 30 or 40 acres of land. Okay, so any place we anchor an airship, they're going to see us. Yeah. Yes. Everybody on the island is going to know we're there. And the, and the thing up, 
most upstream part of the Middle Island we, is less inhabited, you yes. said? Yes. Well, it so is completely land, silent. Again, why don't we land there? Yeah. Where are we landing? The Middle Island, the less inhabited part, apparently. Which is upstream. Which, which will is be upstream, upstream from the monkeys. Upstream it is upstream from the monkeys, from the monkeys. In the center island. I thought... The second thing they teach you in adventure oh. school is monkey-human hybrids never look up. Like dogs. Um, dogs. That's true. Do, they don't have necks. They can't look up. Neither do humans. So, in any horror film, humans or in never real look life. up. Or in real life, humans no, never look up. Humans never look behind them in horror movies. <laughs> when I was a teenager, we used, say, to, we used right to climb back. on top That's of this, allows, like, this bar that had like a... To yep. sneak up on them. Like a bus. sidewalk. A dumb truck, We would yes. sit up there like and we were old enough to go in the bar. What was that movie People about, never um, looked up. We'd hang our legs Korean over. Movie about dragons loose in Los Angeles? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire? No, it's of, a different one. It's uh, a Korean one. It's terrible. It was, yeah, it was the, the worst, yes, yeah. worst movie I believe ever made. And there were oh, Battlefield Earth. giant dragons sneaking through the suburbs. And like people are like, and suddenly, this dragon jumps up from behind a subdivision. And it's just like going through yards and crushing dogs. Yeah, and like, like nobody's yeah. car alarm goes off. No, they don't notice crushing buildings. There's just this huge dragon through a neighborhood. <laughs> uh, I, um... Okay. I'm always bothered by that, except I, I, there's, you know, there's a couple times here in this city when we've had a nice, serious fog bank land on the city, where I've been impressed by the number of things that could be hidden. Oh, I know. When I grew up where in the just, bottom of a just, valley. You just hear them. And you never see them. Yeah. I can't see across an intersection. I'm up on um, yeah. Northgate. It's great. Right, right by uh, Costume and Supply uh, on Roosevelt, right? And about to go... Down Roosevelt, get home from Northgate. It's middle of night, and the fog is so thick I can't see across the intersection. I can uh-huh. see the lights, but I can't see anything. And I'm thinking, you know, you know, some horrible Lovecraftian thing could just walk across the intersection. I have no clue except that here it's hooves where hitting I grew the, up. The asphalt. The know? fog would get so bad that I could walk my dog and not see it at the end of the leash. Oh, that's that's no good. I'm like, oh, there's going to be a tentacle where, where the leash just goes up. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> I know he's out there because he's trying to pull my arm off, but this is bad. You're presuming that's the dog pulling. <laughs> I'm hoping it's the dog pulling. I used to um, park across the river in Spokane. And when I was walking back to my car from work, there was a suspension bridge that went out to a little island in the river and uh-huh. there was another one. Yeah, and yeah. I'm walking out of the suspension bridge and there reached a point where in the middle of the bridge you could see neither end. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. And so you're just like... I have no idea what this bridge is attached to. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> well, uh, I love that kind of stuff. Today, there is a great deal of mist at the bottom of the uh, bottom of the waterfall, but there is not much in the way of uh, uh, it's not misty at the top. Um, the uh, uh, the island, as I said, uh, you you can park at the one end that's more upstream, and it, there are less monkeys on it. But the monkeys can certainly charge across. If they see you. Is the these islands are they at the top of the waterfall? Oh, I thought they were at the bottom of the waterfall. Nope. Top. Okay, so we got a Niagara situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the river runs past the center island and goes right over the cascades. Okay, so the waterfall is actually there. Yeah. Okay. That's where the confusion is. The end of the island actually juts out. Yep. There's like almost like a prow of a ship off the edge of the Got it. So again is everything. Picturesque. Um, so yes, the, uh, the, going to the one isolated room will certainly keep you 
away from the monkeys. Do you want to try to to uh, scout the uh, uh, the uh, isolated section of ruins? I think we I should definitely believe. attempt to go to the now, isolated. When ruins. you originally tried to scout, you were when you were doing looking, you were quite far away. You were a couple thousand oh, uh, meters yeah, away. Um, uh, My amazing psychic powers, closer. which were primarily for me to you know help put on mentalist acts, um, <laughs> gave you a nosebleed. Gave, um, gave me a nosebleed, but now it's been reduced to I'm just a big pair of binoculars. You are, but <laughs> but an incredibly stylish and handsome pair of binoculars. If that helps, I'm going to pretend like my monocle has something to do with it. <laughs> um, if you get closer and try it again, go ahead and roll me um, again your perception, regular perception roll. All right. Uh, At a considerably closer range. Uh, wow, I just uh, aced my perception roll. Right, yeah. got all? I got them all. All right. I can see through time. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you can see down That'd there be super cool. uh, is that um, on that side uh, of the river... Um, the uh, number of crit- there are, are critters living in the ruins. There's any number of uh, 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 dinosaur-like uh, beasts that are uh, living in that section of ruins. Um, they're uh, uh, not terribly big, though, because obviously the ruins are enclosed, and there's actually streets, even though the streets are sometimes what? are choked with with vines and whatnot. So what you're seeing over there are Things that are dog and, uh, you know, Chicken. uh, chicken sized, uh, lizards of various sorts. There's, uh, 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 you know, feathery bird like lizardy things that are, uh, clinging to walls with their little extra hands they have on their wings. And I imagine um, they all taste like chicken. Mm -hmm. Um, there are, uh, there are definitely some critters in there that are as, uh, big as people. There's a couple of, uh, Nasty-looking, man-sized, uh, uh, large lizards, maybe eight feet long, with long tails that don't touch the ground, and they're sort of counterbalanced with a big, toothy head on one end that are stalking around the narrow streets, but uh, we, picking off the smaller animals. And but we do have those uh, things that we can that we have to wear the earplugs with that we yeah. can lower and clear a perimeter. You can indeed do that. It would either uh, knock out or drive away everything in the area. Yeah, yeah. I think we should do that. Um, the um, uh, So there's plenty of stuff over there, but ever. because you maxed out your roll... Um, oh, do I get a style point? Uh, no, but it uh, depends. Uh, but you do get... Like, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. You'll give you an experience point. Let's go ahead and mark down experience point for minutes. And... Um, Let's see. Did you burn all your experience points at the end of the last game? Mm-hmm. For exp- okay. How many experience points do we get? I haven't burned any experience points. Oh, that's a good point. I burned one. Oh, and you... Sean wants to rearrange his, as I recall. Uh, you, the last, you were not here last time. You had 11 experience points. I spent all my experience uh, points. We, we did not get into that this game. I apologize. Here's how you spend experience points. I spent my XP. It's three for specialization. If you would like to buy a specialization in the skill that you already have, it's three points. And that basically gives you an extra die uh, when that specialization comes up. Um, if you want to raise uh, an attribute... Um, two times the skill level. So yeah. two points per skill level. 
Yeah. So if you want to raise a skill up, say like you get a skill at four and you want to move to five, that's ten experience points. If you wanted to move from uh, two to three, it would be six experience points. If you want to raise an attribute, it's the new attribute double times five. So if you go from a two to a three, is fifteen experience points. Um, you were last the last time we were here. You were at eleven, like Vince was. I was at twelve. Yes, you. And then I spent them. Yes, you were. I apologize. You were at twelve. I spent all of mine. And, I spent all of mine. Uh, let's see here. You haven't spent any of your eleven. Sean spent his nine. I think it was. Yep, I spent six for. Uh, and then just got your specialization. Just used the specialization project. Okay. Right, I will have to in between sessions figure this out. Okay. Uh, it's a, it's on pay in this book. Sadly, it is not something that was included. It was not something that was included in the stuff I photocopied for you. I don't think. Um, I think it's it's only on page one fifteen of the first rule book, which I think you actually have a PDF. Of. Yeah. What's the uh, the name of the rule book? It's the primary okay the expedition book first one. And it's on page 115 is the spending of experience points. It's also your the fourth page in this. Oh, it is? Yes. Page. It's like the... F- oh, that's character creation spending experience points is different than any game. It has the same Does stuff, it? though. Yeah. It's, it's still not the same cost? I thought it cost more. Three points for a specialization, uh, two times new skill level, and five times new attribute level. Okay. Then I am wrong. Okay, I'm glad. I thought it was different. Uh, so yeah, you, it's already in here. Okay. I don't know about talent. I, I, it also talent says talent resources resources. fifteen. Yeah. Okay, then it's exactly the same. Okay. I'm wrong. Good. Then you've all got it in your, in your specialized folder. Um, the uh, critters that are uh, there are no organized tribes of apes on this side, um, but there are certainly any number of nasties in there. Uh, now, Vince, there are. Um, other things that you perceive down there, including um, a um, uh, there's lower levels, basement levels where there is no light, where it's just uh, dark, sealed off uh, Your tunnels. Is a crystal it speaks to you under the city, and uh, sure enough, down there are um, there's. Uh, uh, sort of, um, uh, you, you there's a there's a collapsed section of building that inside um, are a bunch of sort of uh, uh, these sort of paper thin or calcum sheets. Oh, let's go! And they're they're sort of like um, there's sort of like an accordion where they're they're hinged like a Mayan codex. You know how those open up? Mm-hmm. Okay, where it's just it's this this sort of accordion file thing. You can you can see that they're down there underneath some of the stone uh, buried in some of the um, uh, collapsed sections of the city. Do I have to stick my head into a hat to read them? <laughs> Not yet, Mister Smith. Not yet. Perhaps I thought you had Dan- special goggles for that. Perhaps Daniel will have, I think. Um, but uh, beyond that, um, there is also since you so we in, have books which the yes. Atlanteans might like to buy, mm-hmm. which we might want to learn to read and harness their power. Well, after we're done with them, of course. Oh yeah, we can make rubbings. Mm. There is. Uh, oh, we could copy the books too. Mm-hmm. 
That's what I meant. All right. There is also uh, some sort of um, uh, down there amongst that. You're seeing um, uh, sort of mole men. Uh, no, there's no mole men. No, not yet. This close to the surface? Are you crazy? But uh, there are um, uh, uh, sort of um, polyhedral-shaped uh, crystals down there. Um, none of them apparently have any light in them, except for that one right over there that you see. Um, again, it's in a collapsed section of the uh, of one of the buildings in the city uh, that doesn't um, apparently have any way into it. Um, that a person could, you'd have to move stone, you'd have to move tons of rock to get it in. Or we could shatter stone. There is that possibility. Using things that cause cave-ins? There is that. (laughs) Worth the risk. Worth someone else risking it. (laughs) I'll do it. I suggest that we explore this city because... There could be relics and treasures hidden within those okay, ruins. Okay, because none of us know he has ESP. That's so. good enough for Daniel. Just That'll convince Dr. Mayweather. I was going to suggest going anyways, even without. And Look at those small dinosaurs. I could bring one back with me. Yes, and study their leaping abouts. Well, we can. And possibly their flavor. And possibly their flavor, which... I'm fine with that. I think we really need to also find some kind of edible herbs. Cause we those... should be very careful because we were warned that there are carnivorous plants. So watch your steps, boys. Technically, they could taste delicious, though. Depends on who they've eaten. Depends on who they've eaten recently. Or they might be gamey. <laughs> gamey plants. I'm just saying keep an eye out for them. Keep your machetes by your side. And there's not a Fumé Blanc to be found within a thousand miles. Nope. All right, so um, other options, of course, you know, involve. Uh, you I miss Paris. Oh, not she's right monkey. over here. Oh, sorry. Which, which Paris? Speaking of things you're hungry for, um, do not eat the monkey yet. I'm training her. All right, we get her to scamper through. If we can get a little hole in one of those walls, we get her to scamper through and fetch things. So, uh, are we lowering um, mm. Sean down like a worm on a hook again? Are we? To uh, moor the uh, ship off on this uh, part of the... Uh, oh, yeah. Apparently what we do. All, All right. right. Uh, take the sonic pistol. Got it. I will take the sonic pistol. All right. Well, you'll see and the sonic God knows if he tries and to... The sonic 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 ridiculous and the sonic ridiculous. And the sonic, yes, must have the Take him half an hour to Sonic load. something. We'll sonic take some uh, a mix of still shots and some short video. We don't want to waste the film. Sonic Hedgehog. We're going to film you going down the rope again. We should definitely get some films of us approaching the island and the waterfall because it is well, so picturesque. Yes, it is beautiful. The waterfall is worth a shot. Yeah, okay. yeah. We'll do that. We'll, we'll, buzz by it. we'll buzz by it on the way out. Yeah, yeah. Get a picture of the giant monkeys because I hear there's cinema gold at this time. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That uh, those fake giant monkeys definitely sold some movie tickets. Yeah. Back. Mm. um, What is comic thirty? Well, hopefully we'll be bringing back one of them. And I'm going to sue like the next ten generations of science fiction writers for. Want to get back? We own those lizard men. We own everything. (laughs) So. um, uh, Flint, you know, Flint's like, well, you know, a city filled with uh, lizards, you know, um, uh, it's going to be dodgy, but, um, I mean, if you're worried about food, it'll come to you. How are you guys set for, for firepower? Because 
I see some. All right, I have rifles that fire. I have a rifle. I'm looking at your weapons, and they fire really tiny bullets, but they go real fast. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, who's saying? 1876. He's probably Martini Henry. You know, Wild West, black powder. Um, I don't know that bolt action rifles were a thing of his era, but, but they could. He could have known about them because of the last ship that he saw was in 1940. I think I have an elephant gun. He's actually. Oh, sorry. So he. You he, have an elephant he's seen, gun. He has seen some. I very well might. Gun. What guns do I have? If she has an elephant gun, I think we're. Set. I got a. I got no. I got a Browning. Shotgun and a I got a shotgun and a rifle and a yeah. machete. I think you. I think you. Did you pick up one of the the, the, the Teddy Roosevelt big medicine hunting rifles? So like the, the, the Winchester fifty two. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, got I picked that. up a Lee Enfield. Ninety two. Ninety two. Yeah. I don't know. It's got a damage of three L, and then my shotgun has a four L. So yeah. I think we'll be okay. But I think maybe we should consider lowering down one of these boom boxes. Yeah. First to clear out an area. Then we lower you down on a rope with earplugs in Why don't you just to anchor on the us same off. Rope? Yeah, oh, the, you're right. You can carry it on your back like a backpack. Yep. Okay. Not right. the not the big engine one, but the little personal. The little, yeah, the one that I used ones. earlier. Yeah, yeah, the ones we used on yeah. the Nazis. Okay. Everyone, put in your earplugs. Do we have a ray gun as well, or do we just have the big? Got the ray gun. Well, he has okay. the, the. He's sonic got the ray pistol. gun, and he's got the. Well, uh, we should probably if I which is being charged up. as we speak because oh. of this student box. Yeah, uh, <laughs> if I if I recall correctly, the Reagan is actually lethal, um, as opposed to or the sound pistol is lethal. I can't remember if it was Not altered either. to be less lethal but a bigger area effect before you guys left the island. I, I think it was, but I don't remember. Right. Remember, I just want to throw away the box. It was just knocking the Nazis out. It was not killing them. Yeah. Yes. It was just we would have switched out. it back to killing because of the dinosaurs. Okay. Um, oh, you're right. We did use it to kill a dinosaur last game. So, um, it... Um, Alright, it... Uh, uh, you guys uh, uh, lower the uh, boom box on your back. Put it back to lethal and, and stuff. you'll you'll note that as you uh, you know are being lowered down um, uh, beneath you uh, you uh, you've attracted your your airship has attracted the attention of uh, some of the um, critters uh, that you would find here in this uh, hollow earth and you've got this um, rather tiger sized two legged lizardy thing I mean it's you know bigger than a man. Um, and uh, it's got a front end filled with nasty, sharp, snappy teeth. And uh, it's got these, you know, little uh, claws up front that it's got curled up against its torso. And these feet that look like they're designed to kick your guts onto the ground. Um, and it shows, it shows up and it starts sort of maneuvering underneath you and looking up and, you know. You have and, no idea what's coming. And as you get closer and closer, it, it starts getting feet. more and more agitated until... Um, it's there until it moves away. It starts moving away from you. Before it moves away, I'll go ahead and shoot it. All right. Um, go ahead and give me a, uh, a pistol. Yep. Plus the lethality thing is three. So you're holding on to the rope with one arm. You've oh, got a 30-pound backpack. He's, he's got the, 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 what do you call it, the uh, foot in the... I've got the foot in the stirrup. I'm holding like this. Oh, okay, okay. So I can rest the pistol like this. Plus it looks cool. Yeah. Because if I rest it like this, then I've got my arms Yeah, I was gonna say that's a big problem. Okay. I'm right. a scene. I would be a four. 
All right, let's go ahead and go with these four. Oh, come on. Let me keep the velociraptors around here. Hold on. There we go. Do to do to do. Um, go ahead and you will how many successes plus your pistol plus the three three dice for the pistol plus your pistol skill. Two. So you got a grand total of six successes. And uh, let's see here. Initiative defense body. And it gets a defense. So its defense is Jesus. Wow. Okay. Okay, it only got two successes out of eight. Huzzah! Um, so it takes two out of yours, which means you've got four. Its body is three. Um, no, I th- I believe you killed it. You really shouldn't have with that defensive eight. <laughs> but uh, it blew the roll. It was like, hmm, uh, he's blowing a thing out of me. Boom, apparently its brain exploded inside its head. <laughs> it just collapses to the ground. Crithud. Um, Start butchering. Oh, dinner. Now, what happens is as soon as it hits the ground, you know, there's uh, immediately bugs, you um, know, roach-sized and rat-sized things that have been start coming out. But as you are lowered closer to the ground, they, they scatter. scatter because of the, the sound. sound of, mm-hmm. The sound just bothers them, and they just they clear good, out. Good, good. Um, you have you get a couple of once you're on the ground, uh, you get a couple of. Uh, 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 critters that um, uh, you're seeing that there's stuff out beyond the range of this this mm-hmm. device uh, that you're both attracting and repelling stuff. Stuff's coming to look and then it's crawling away. Or yep. moving because away. of the sound. Yeah. So at least they're staying out of the vicinity. Right. Yep. So we've got like a 30 foot it was yeah. It was uh, if I remember it was like a 30 foot circle that uh, was extremely right. irritating. 30 foot and, radius. Uh, um, it was irritating beyond that, but it was it would knock them unconscious if they got closer. Yes. All right, so you are now uh, standing on the ground next to a dead velociraptor. With a hook awesome. and a cable. Awesome. <laughs> I will find a place to uh, tie up the hook. Well, velociraptors are like five feet long. Bodies are on the side of the chickens. Well, this is something that's the size of, say, a tiger. Yeah. This is like a, vel- it's, uh... this is like a velociraptor from Lost... From- Jurassic this Park. This is your so, Jurassic Park. Is it striped? They did or discover a species of raptor that was that size after they put the Velociraptors in there. Well, the so dinosaurs are around that big. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Well, I can't remember. I can't pronounce the word dinonic, dinonic, that. See? So I said Velociraptor. <laughs> so, Maybe uh, the so would like to turn the skin into some boots. Um, I'm sure they, they'd make lovely boots. He's like, that's quite the quiet pistol you've got there. Well, he can't hear. Well, anything. no, I mean, <laughs> he's saying well, that to us. He's oh, like, yeah. Well, that was quiet. Hmm. Well, we had to tell him something for telling him to put earplugs in. Yeah. 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 Like, well, that was. Hmm. Okay. That's quite noisy. It's just you can't tell because of the earplugs. I yell. And there's no. Uh, he has put There's no earplugs. smoke coming from yeah. the pistol. He's like, hmm, that's cool. That should be fine. Script girl, distract the pirates. <laughs> <laughs> pirates. Have, 
Wow! We're gonna go straight, straight to the clavage. Is that how we're gonna distract the pirate? All yes. Right. He didn't get the. He didn't become the pirate king of Blood Bay by being distracted by clavage, which they undoubtedly have in spades in Blood Bay since it's all six. Not to mention that he's been imprisoned by topless women who've been running around. That's a good point. I think he's probably had all. He's probably of the, seen enough boobs all, at this point in his life. Point. More than he cares to. Okay. <laughs> We've developed our own magic in 1934. <laughs> There's an interesting historical book called Sodomy and the Pirate Tradition. Oh, I have that book. What the hell? <laughs> it's not just it's really boring. It is so hard to read. It's somebody's thesis. Wow. But it's a the titles of that'll bring it that'll pack them in. Right? Well, it's so wow, I did not uh, watch yeah, it. I Basically that a lot of the pirate kingdoms did not allow women because it was too un- it made it too unstable. Yeah. I am not surprised. So Those anyway, let's go. Let's go. I want to go down and inspect that dinosaur. I got my. I got my camera. Yep. Uh, you get down. All right. You, you guys. Uh, you find a way to tie off the uh, yep. the uh, uh, airship. Um, and, and we're looking for something because you said there might be something down here. Yes. Though how to find it? I measure it and photograph it. Okay. Grab the 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 churro. Churro. What is that word? The churro calcum. The churro calcum. It's the uh, roll of churro. Uh, tur- the navigation. Oh, the navigation. The navigation stone. We're going to call it the lodestone. We're not calling anything a churro. Oh, <laughs> churro calcum. Uh. <laughs> All right, we'll go get the lodestone then. Churro calcum. That's... All right. Yeah, we're going to bring the lodestone down with us okay. because that will find us any larger deposits of ore calcum. I, I want. tried to calcum. find the location that I found before okay. uh, and see if there's any possible egress to this. All right. So yeah, we're looking for ways what, into buildings. So let that, me know okay. uh, who you're bringing with you, because right now we're going to leave poor old um, uh, we're leaving Paul, Flint, uh, we're leaving Dr. Haddish, and we're leaving um, the airship crew, which is uh, right. Manny and the kid on board. Yep. Um, uh, the Gurkha. Evelyn, Evelyn does not want to come down. The Gurkha is the there. Not, but uh, the Gurkha will be, you can get, uh, you know, Sergeant Major Thoppa will be more than happy to come down. Yes, he's staying up there to keep an eye on Flint. That was actually my thought as well. All right, all right. So okay, so we've got pirate is... on a ship with a doctor. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. All so right. Habich, Flint, Evelyn. Who else is staying up in the uh, ship? Many. There's a sound engineer, Benny Bloomfield, and Jimmy Jacks, your your cameraman. Who are you going to try to convince to come down with you? We We're going to definitely the, try and get uh, try and get JJ to come. We down are the landing us. party. Uh, right. None of us are wearing red shirts. All right. Well, then we'll uh, we'll bring I'm along uh, with my rubbings. <laughs> with my yes. rubbings now here's a um, question. Bring um, the second because he made two of these. Bring the second one so we can leave one on here. The so, tell you what I'd like to do. I'd like to bring along. I'd like to make um, uh, throw out the suggestion that uh, that. Uh, uh, I count. Klondike Deadeye Bob will stay behind on the airship and keep an eye on the pirate and while you Thapa bring down, will bring, okay. bring Thapa down here with cool. you. Okay, that, so that we're going to bring Thapa. from the ship, too. Yes. yes, he can. Okay, so it's specifically pirates who try and hijack yeah, our ship. Kenton Mayweather, the Viscount, Thapa, and me. Yep. Okay. All right, that's five folks on the dirt. Yep. All right, and so. We have the other um, transmitter thing as well. Okay, now so that we can have one here at the base of the ship. Oh. Keep critters away. So here's what you have. We're to also do. bringing JJ and the camera with us. Okay. Here's what you have to. Here's what you have to uh, drag along. Here's the. Here's your. Here's your setup. Gearless. Um, you're gonna have the now the portable one that had like a thirty foot range, very short yep. range. Right. That was one that you guys can carry around with you. 
the big one that, that uh, Habish used to clear, clear out like the area. A, a 30 yard area uh, was one of the dismounted engines. Okay, right. Um, we can't get that down. So, so let's you just, can you let's can lower winch that it, you can here. winch it down to the base to, to, yes. to the ground, and he can turn it on on the ground, and it'll it'll expand the area that things will stay out of. Yep. But if you want to walk out of that area, the only thing you can carry with you is, is the is yes. The so we right. should bring the one that Habik made down to here, have that thirty yard area. Then we can take the um, portable one and head somewhere. Yeah. Now, um, the bad news is that, uh, and something that Benny Bloomfield was very happy about, is that the sound from this fucks up the the sound recording. Sound recording. So he's all like, I guess I don't have to get off the airship. We're bringing JJ and the camera. All right. That's fine. He'll be more than happy to stay on board the the ship. Sorry. So. Well, we need somebody to operate the winch to pull us back up. There's plenty of people on board the airship that can do that. Habit, Flint, Evelyn, Manny, Benny, and the kid. Yep, you got uh, Manny the, the Kid, uh, Paris, that doesn't count. Um, you've got um, uh, Lefty, which is the grip. Oh, right, I forgot to train Paris to wear earplugs. Uh, Benny, yeah, you've got um, five <sighs> plus uh, one player character. You know, you've got Habish, you've got two player characters, Habish and, and uh, Klondike Dead Eye Bob up there. So you got plenty of people who can work the winch. Okay, I forgot Klondike was up there. Keeping an eye on the pirate, he's mostly just rolling, sir. Klondike. Scott. They're bonding. All right. They're bonding over uh, harmonica, over stink lines, and over their stink lines and uh, flask of of, of rock. All right. All right. Um, what the, time is it? The uh, well. Like does it matter? Oh, time in the game or time? Now? Time in the time at the table. The time at the table is four forty-six. We good. Got so hour. we got like an hour and a half. Good. All right. The um, the city is uh, clearly designed for. Human scale, right? It's built in a way that uh, you're seeing archways and doorways that suggest that people five foot ten, maybe the doors are only six foot two, maybe a little over two meters tall, maybe. Um, uh, For somebody my height, I think Daniel's height, yeah, we have to duck, but for 19, most. But for me, I'm totally fine. You're fine. You're you're uh, the uh, My, uh, the scale of the steps. You know, the stairs is not so that it's like a two foot drop. Right, it's, right. it's obviously that this place is built by humans. Yeah, basically humans for humans, or at least a human shaped thing. Yeah. I always love that bit from uh, Forbidden Planet, mm. where the doorway is shaped like a diamond, and he's like, "Well, what do we know about the aliens? Nothing." But if you look at the door. You'll it's notice a, what a human door is shaped like. What does that yeah. tell you about the aliens? And everyone's like, Ugh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, some of the best hard sci-fi of all time. Now, there's a film I'm surprised nobody do comes we, back and messed up. Do we what see... Uh, yeah. The uh, place is very overgrown. Um, there's, lots of, there, there's, there's lots of dirt that's blown in here over the years. And now some, you know, the, a lot of the streets are covered in dirt. Uh, and, and, and grass and grass and and moss. And Have we managed to knock out any of those little chicken-sized lizards? Uh, yes, in fact. Um, we're gonna, when we're we turn gonna... the big one up that goes 30 meters and mm-hmm. finally fire yeah, that yeah, one yeah. up, it knocks down. There's a number of things that fall out. Of the, you know, you've got bugs and stuff that fall over. Okay, well, we're going to take a couple, a few of those chicken-sized ones back for dinner. All right. So you there they are. Here, here they are. The, <laughs> you should get some of the, uh, the bugs, too. Is it good for protein? Yeah, we're yeah. gonna get some samples. Yeah, I'm cool. not. I'm not eating the bugs. Yeah. 
the store. Really but well, let's say that. Well, let's say while we're down here, we're going to get supplies. All right. Supplies. So you start looking around for things that you can pull this up as far as plates. They're going to be civilized. And I'm not eating bugs. <laughs> Agreed. We're looking for. What some do you call a lobster? It's just an aquatic bug with a good yeah, reputation. I'm terrified of lobsters. What was that? I'm terrified of lobsters. You're terrified of lobsters? Yes. This is hilarious because one time I had to go to a really fancy dinner with some people from Watsi, mm-hmm. and we went to one of those steakhouses. But it's the one where they bring the food around your table and show you mm. what you're getting. And they're like, and here is our 12-pound lobster. And they held this thing up to my face. And it was like a face hugger alien. Its legs were moving. <laughs> and I was like, oh, crap. I got to stay calm at the fancy dinner. I was so hoping. You I did not care for the face hugger alien. Snatched up a steak knife and plunged it into its heart. <laughs> no, I couldn't afford that. <laughs> I guess Madam will be having a lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Die, demon! <laughs> yep. You do not care for the lobsters. Well, um, I keep. Presu- I mean, I, I hope that grasshoppers and other arthropods are as tasty as lobster, but I just yeah. doubt it. No. Um. If so they were that size and their meat was that tender, probably. Yeah. So you just need those Wetasaurus rexes from Skull Island, and mm-hmm. you'll be in business. Um. So uh, the uh, streets are are, are paved are, with gold. Mm, well, no, they're not paved with gold. But they, um, this place looks like it's been. You think in some ways this place may have been picked over pretty well. Well, does it have any engravings, wall carvings, things? There's like certainly that? things like that. There's certainly statues um, there, and, and, but it does. The, unlike the Amazon's fort, right? Right. Which. Which was very Babylonian. Yeah, and had a Everybody wall around it. Um, yeah. This place also has a wall, but the wall is breached in many places. Right. Um, there's been no attempt to clean it up. There's no attempt to, to, to yeah. gather the fallen stone from the streets. Uh, this place looks banged up. Um, Pestle in one hand, the churro in the other hand. Okay. Um, <laughs> it, uh, it, 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 it begins turning and pointing. Uh, Mr. Kovar, you want to go ahead and roll a perception roll? I just lead them to the place where I think we should Extra dig. perception? Um, Has it been monkey ravaged? Um, there doesn't appear to be... Uh, uh, there doesn't appear to be... You think you're fine. You think, okay, mm, I think the building I saw was this way. Um, but this is pointing that way. No, it's, pointing the, same, it's pointing in the right direction. It's pointing the same direction. Uh, there are certainly um, uh, uh, carvings and engravings uh, on various statues at the bases. Um, again, same language you've been picking up for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you take photographs? Do you take rubbings? What do you do? Whatever I can, both. I have a camera for photographs, like a still camera. I take a lot of those. The rubbings would be much faster. Although mine are mostly of animals. I'm taking pictures of the animals. So we can talk to the animals? Walk to the animals? Walk just to the animals, talk back to an animal? Do it like I do on the Discovery Channel? No, wait, different animals. <laughs> different animals. <laughs> um, the, um, again, the place is uh, highly overgrown, uh, but um, you are able to see the buildings. It doesn't just look like a mound of, of foliage. The um, a lot of the roofs are gone. A lot of these things are just four walls around collapsed interiors. Um, but um, the um, 
there is a uh, sort of a, a central to this section of of, uh, of city, uh, sort of flattened pyramidal like structure, kind of like um, the base floor of a ziggurat, you know, without having the stacked. Sure, sure. That is right next to the river, um, and uh, uh, this thing is. Uh, you think this is the? You think this is the building? Um, it. Um, it definitely shows signs of uh, violent damage as opposed to neglect. Um, uh, despite being sort of a uh, sort of a massive uh, bunker-like structure, um, there are chunks uh, of the outside of this thing that are just just blown out and cratered. Um, hmm. And um, but overgrown foliage on top. Mm-hmm. Or, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So a long time ago. So a long time ago, a comet hit this building. Yeah. Yep. So um, they, uh, as you um, sniff, scientific. sniff around the exterior of this, and again, what you're doing with this this uh, small backpack thing is you are um, walking about ten feet until he needs to go do a rubbing. Yeah. Yeah, we're all moving in a group, close group, so that you don't get outside the annoyance field. Right. Well, the knockout field. The annoyance field is even wider. <laughs> But we basically have to stop, wait for him to rub like one to out, and then move on. And you're definitely seeing critters there. That's charming. And you're definitely seeing critters there stalking up on you and then... Running from in, going, ah, crap, this isn't worth it. Yeah. Now there's, again, the ecology inside the streets of this place is different from the jungle. And that the, you know, the, the, the bio... The, the, the biosphere is thinner because it's not a jungle. It's rocky outcroppings. At least as far as the Amazon, and the streets are, are are fairly narrow, so again, big critters can't get down in here. Right. So it's it's not the there's no brontosauruses or allosauruses tromping around through this, but there is most of the stuff you're seeing is human sized or slightly bigger, um, and then much much smaller. Um, the uh, the uh, uh, bunker like building does have some sort of an entrance. And uh, it does have um, uh, some uh, uh, words written over the. Um, oh, what did uh, I say? What can I? Let me abandon hope. All you. Let me roll something. Go ahead. What's your decipher skill? How many dice? Huh. Six. Or would you roll like more dice? Uh, you have a better option. Two. Um, so speak, friend, and enter. It's. <laughs> it says something no, about. No, no, no. Um, um uh it it's uh, uh says something about um power like a power plant or something power power something something around power all right so the only word I you can clearly that. make out is power you yeah. don't see anything that says like Entrance, side door. You don't see a Employees only. sign or a Mr. <laughs> Yuck sticker or... Mm-hmm. Employees only. Right. No. Any no. skulls? Skulls are generally considered a bad thing. All right. Unless you're a Nazi. Then they put skulls on everything. Well, yeah. Um, but if you see a Nazi, a, a Nazi wearing a skull, it's generally a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to like scan this building for like any egress. All right. Go ahead. Ooh. Egrets. They make great hats. Grass, grass. Four. Mm, all right. Good. 
Um, the egresses are entrances, exits only, not entrances. You look at this building, and you the, the area that you detected. That's inside this building. Is um, definitely it's on a lower level that there has been some collapses inside this building to that have sealed it off. Right. However, what you think is that um, the floor, uh, if the floor could be broken through, um, you could break down into a lower chamber and actually get access to that codex you saw. Some of those, uh, some of those, uh, uh, some of the archalcum things you saw. Um, when you're looking now, you can also see that there's, you know, you're looking around trying to find a way there's into a that hatch. chamber that you saw. You are seeing inside this thing um, that there are uh, big sort of clockwork mechanisms inside this building that are still, they're no longer working. The clockwork mechanisms are made out of uh, some sort of transparent stone of some sort. Maybe it's stone, maybe it's... Transparent stone, like glass? It, it, It almost looks like glass. Oh, like crystal. Yeah, that's a transparent stone. Um, but it's, it's, it's <laughs> you know, it's either that, well, it looks like, but you don't put your hand on it, so you don't know if it's plastic or glass or, or it's, oh my God, it's metal. You can, it's transparent aluminum. Apparently Scotty's been here and dropped off the secrets of transparent aluminum. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're not, but it's all still, whatever was inside this thing is sort of, is still. And you'll also notice um, that, uh, there looks like there was something uh, mounted on the top of this building. That this building, even though it had that flat, hunkered down bunker shape, did there is a, in the middle of the roof, which you can't see from the ground, but you can see, is a broken off pillar. Like there was some sort of pillar on top of this thing, and it is like snapped off. Now nothing has fallen over. You're not seeing anything where if there was a tower or there was an antenna, or there was a. Uh, and it is tower like. It's Massive. It hasn't fallen over and crashed into the surrounding landscape. It's just snapped off, like somebody pulled the uh, stamen out of a flower, you know, um, to keep it from. I like to do a sense of me. Um, but uh, wow, great! I'm in a pot reference. Um, it's the only. It's the only Ruby. thing I can remember where you would you want to pull the 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 fertilizing part of the flower out to keep a flower from germinating in a plant. Maybe we can use the smaller gun to drill a hole in the floor. Um, so why would we want to drill a hole? Got to put a hole in the floor. We just mm-hmm. sort of like, oh, it's the bizcount. Or, or why would we want of, to put a hole in the floor? Because can't you hear that? No. It's calling to me. I it's pretty not, dark in here. Way, I don't can, even think we can get film of a hole in the floor. Um, you're yelling this over everything. Because there's a bunch of noise. Oh, well, you're remember, right. We all have the uh, earphone. Our earplugs. Oh, I thought it was set to the non-human. Well, here's a good. Here's the thing. If you guys need to communicate, you can always try turning the thing on and off again. That's true. Yeah. Now, right now you have it. It's been sort of hand signals like wait, rub, rub, rub. You know, move on. Um, but like I said, the uh, the interior of this thing appears to have stopped. Whatever mechanism. Was going on in here? Stopped. Um, and uh, uh, there are 
staircases and galleries that would take you lower, but they are clogged with, with, with rubble. Well, that is what you're perceiving with the, the SP. Oh, we haven't gone into the building yet. No, you're still standing outside. Right. So oh, let's okay. go in this building. It's important. Certainly, that's the way the stone is. It's power. That's all the stone it's is pointing. pointing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to believe the stone. No offense. No <laughs> Despite offense the to you, fact that they're saying the exact same thing, you're going to believe the stone. I am. The stone is the. Zero uh, Calcum is t- leading us on the way. We agreed we were going to follow. She's romancing the stone. There, that's the name of the episode. Romancing. Stone. Okay. Because it's about the lodestone is leading you into leading you into trouble. We'll not call romancing the, the churros. <laughs> not. Mm. All right. Um, all right. The um, as you go in, you guys push a wave of creepy crawlies in front of you ah. with the device. I mean, once you get into the dark, um, we have lanterns. I am presuming you guys have flashlights because if you didn't, do have oh yeah, yeah, wouldn't be very pulpy if you didn't have a flashlight or two. I got flashlights. Um, Excuse me, a torch. Good point. When did, when did you become English? <laughs> I don't know. He, effect, he pretends to be English because he understands girls like that better. Mm, yes. Which reminds me of the... Uh, it's the accent people love. He's you. practicing for a role. There's an a article on Cracked about, you know, the portrayals of Americans in foreign films, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, God knows Americans portray foreigners in all kinds of weird ways. And one of them was the bit from uh, Love Actually where the guy, his only dream is to come to America because, because he knows with his English accent he will get laid. Yeah. Yep. And of course, it happens immediately. True. Immediately, there's three of us, and we only have one bed, and we sleep nude. <laughs> That's not a problem, is it? No, <laughs> it's not a problem. Okay, as we enter a wave of insects recedes before us. Yeah. So um, the creepy crawlers crawl off in a in a horrible Peter Jacksony kind of way. Yeah, but we can't hear them because thank God we have earplugs. Thank God you have earplugs, and so you don't hear the clicky clacky of their arthropody legs on every surface. But it's like that hole we've seen in that in, in Indiana Jones too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hated that. Uh. It, it's it's okay. a, it's a bit like that, except there's you know not that much to eat, so it's not a no carpet of bugs like that exists. Okay. But there's definitely well, wasn't there a scene like that in the Mummy too? Molman, yep. yes. Yeah. But that's when they all swarm up on Benny and eat him. Yeah, they had the flesh eating. Yeah, they had the flesh. <laughs> yeah, there was the some, there was some object that made them all. Yeah, yeah. It was the torch. Anyway. So long as he did this on the ground. It would keep them yeah. So um, Okay, so hordes of insects scatter before us. Yes. Um, a horde of insects. And you uh, uh, you get into this big gallery and uh, sort of entrance area, and you can see some uh, collapsed staircases and uh, that uh, look like they led down in ramps that are uh, clogged with rubble. Um, there is... Um, a fair amount of ceiling that's landed inside this gallery, as if something had struck the outside of this bunker and shook loose chunks of the of the ceiling that have uh, landed on the ground. And it would break through the floor? Uh, no. So no, does that no. mean there's some natural lighting on this floor? No. It's still dark in here. Oh, okay. There's not a full collapse. Okay, got it's it. Like the, uh, uh, it's like shards of the inside of the ceiling broke loose rather than the ceiling collapse. Um, the, uh, uh, the, uh, building, of course, has a, uh, charming feeling of immemorial Cyclopean doom. Wait. Uh, what's, what's, um, Habit? Rusty's name? Habit. Paul, Paul Habit. He's on board Habit. the ship. 
Oh, he's aboard the ship. Right. Yeah. Because we could certainly use him to figure out what the mechanics are for him. Mm. Mechanics? Mechanics. Is there any... Yeah, we could have him look at these gears. We, we need to get down. Certainly the poor Calcum. Down, trust me. They're just pointing down the staircase. Getting on the floor? No. No. Yeah, he's just pointing he's down the staircase. When you upstairs. when you turn off the device to speak, yep. your buddies close in. We we speak quickly then. You turn it back on. And we do have paper and pencil to write notes. Yes, yes. But we don't have light. Oh, we have flashlights, so I guess we can read the notes. Okay. Um. Um. Yeah, um, uh, the option... You know, Start defacing the wall. You'll note that the, right? the, when you got into this thing, uh, your Oracalcum, uh lodestone began to tip. Okay. As you're holding it out at arm's length, it begins tipping, tipping until, until it is tipping All right, so we over. believe that there is a... so Oh, it looks there's like there's a large below. deposit of Oracalcum below us. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go see let's what that's get about. Down, let's go below. Well, because they have, don't have the... Um, uh, Extrasensory perception that you do. You guys wander around and check the interior of this place, and uh, it doesn't look like there's any way to get down uh, through this floor except through this floor. Um, there, there are ramps uh, that are again clogged with uh, rubble and collapsed. There was sort of a this area sort of had like a, uh, a mezzanine around it, and that part has mostly collapsed internally and uh, filled up some of the um, uh, pathways for getting to other parts of the building. Um, the, um, the floor, however, uh, and when I say chunks of the ceiling have fallen out, it's nothing the size of this table. It's, it's shards like that, like, uh, you know, uh, grapefruit and cinder blocks, yeah, yeah. uh, chunks. But the floor is, um, a stone that isn't put together. It's not this perfectly smooth piece of concrete or whatever, or yes, we carved out a piece of limestone from a mountainside the size of this floor, which is 200 feet across and... Yeah, that's our technology. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Um, no, they had. They didn't. They didn't spend. They didn't put a mountain on a on a lathe and <laughs> All right. whittle it down to this. Can, it's actually inlaid stone floor. Can we lean? Can we get back against the wall mm-hmm. and fire the uh, sonic gun at the floor? Will that do anything? Um, I'm yes. saying we get glass next to a wall so that. Because obviously that's where it's less likely to collapse and kill us. Okay. I'd like to be next to the wall near the door. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, who wants to pull the trigger on the gun? Kenton? Um, hold the trigger on the gun since I am holding it. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me a roll on your pistol skill with plus three dice for your wolf foul. Three. Three. All right. Um, you point the weapon and it fires, and it uh, essentially what it does is it it chips a chunk out of the floor. I mean, it's a section of stone, maybe the size of a baseball. Okay. It goes crack and jumps out of the floor. Um, I suppose you could keep doing that until, you know... Until the until, gun runs down. Until the gun runs down. Well, it's being recharged, it's being recharged by, by, the, by the equipment, isn't it? Uh, different kind of sound required. But here's the thing. You could always, again, you could always break into an impromptu... Um, song, song and dance. Uh, I do have it. a performance, so I could. Sing. Yes, we all know you have <laughs> performance. <laughs> Give it two more. I'll attempt one more shot at the ground before I start. Yeah, beating the guy. Yeah, no, that's a two. Okay, uh, smaller chunk blows out of the floor. All right. um, I said two more. 
perhaps the uh, now perhaps now remember there's two engines on the Phoenix. Uh, uh, we could there's two dismounted engines, one sitting at the at the bottom of the of the ramp, and then there's uh, one more you can always lug down here. Right. I don't Turn think we on. should bring the spare. I don't think I we should know. keep take the spare planet out, the spare engine out of the ship at any point. Not with yeah, not without Doctor Hubik actually like calibrating it correctly. Yeah. What you don't trust me now that I'm an NPC? No. <laughs> or, or a better reason to go through the floor. Yeah. 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 Hubik is not going to let us take his yeah, secondary no. replacement engine. We can have one. No. But I don't think a depositive Oricalcum is worth. Potentially losing that engine. We'll just keep firing the gun. <laughs> Can we? We might move... get lucky. Okay, here's a here's a question. Can we move that engine to the top of the building? Huh. There we Six. are. Six. All right. Um, go ahead. Can, Can we, we move do... the engine we have, the thirty the thirty yard engine? Yeah. Can we lift it up on its crane and sit it on top of the building and thereby keep this room clear while we use the handheld machine to have it reprogrammed to put a hole well, in the Well, you have to go back to the airship. You have to go to the airship. You'd have, 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 have to fiddle a little bit. Plus, we just hit a six. Um, we may also have, did just hit a six. We just rolled a six. I just so. rolled a six for the third shot. The, the <laughs> two earlier shots weakened the floor. Possibly. Okay. Let's try to figure out the right angle. To... Um, <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, the... Um, uh, floor, Several the block times. that you've been uh, they've been then firing in. into, chipping into, uh, cracks um, and subsides. It cracks and it goes slides down, but it doesn't completely fall out. But if there's anything below, it slides down a little bit. You don't know if it's settled on top settled of something. something. But it, 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 yes, well, that worked for that worked for Dennis Detwell. All right, time. sure. <laughs> I go and jump up and down on it because of his. That's purely what you're supposed to do. We should each case. grab one of your hands. And okay. Yes. All right. Right. Then um, we can all be pulled down there. No. Someone else want to hold the, the device? Yes, that I will hold the device. <laughs> we'll put him in the middle, and we'll get on each side of him, and we'll go like this with him, so he can jump up and down. But when the block falls, then we'll both be holding him, and then we can just throw him free. I think a rope might be a better plan. <laughs> a rope around him. The, I think we're taking this too like seriously. You're right. Let's by, just by, go by, jump on it. Exactly. Just go jump Let on it. Let me go jump on it. Like you, you said, give me an acrobatics roll, please. I am <laughs> slapping. I'm slapping on the. Uh, the uh, bug zapper. All right, you're the, the backpack of the safety. bug zapper. All right, the backpack of safety. That is a three. Uh, you sure you did that right? I thought your acrobatics was higher than that. Uh, I believe my acrobatics is a seven. Yeah. Okay. Three, All six, right. seven. I have a three plus as a. Okay. And what'd you get on the result? Three. All right. Uh, who else is holding on to him? No Two one. of us. No one. No one. He just no one. ran over and jumped on it. He gave me the idea, and I jump, jump. Great. Uh, all right. Um, the floor begins Gullible, to subside. <laughs> the floor begins to subside. All right. Um, the block begins to... I will try and jump out of the way. That's what the acrobatics roll was for. Uh, okay. uh, you do indeed jump over to, you know, um, a, a, a block that is not moving. The block that you... You're jumping on top of one piece slides out, and, 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 and I also want to make sure before this all goes down that <laughs> when we were using the lodestone to figure out, mm-hmm. we didn't blast the block exactly 
above where the loads take some of the stuff. I don't know. Did you? <laughs> we moved a little bit to the. Sorry. I see your well, point. Well, the nah. lodestone's just generally pointing down. All right. It's okay. not pointing to a specific spot. So maybe we dropped the, the so floor the on top of the chair. So the sex crystal. So the. You don't know they're down there yet. Yeah, we don't you know can they're down there. You complain after you get down that he's dropped the rock right on it. You're like, you fools! The secrets of Atlantis have robbed you from me again! Um, Pretty uh, much that's what happened. The, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, rock of the first uh, section of the, of the, of the, of the floor stone falls Fall through. You jump onto a stable section. Ha ha! And then it begins to subside. You jump better, again, jump again. You better need another acrobatic. Yeah, you're going to have to hop. You're going to have to hop back over toward the door where we are. That's a four. That's a four. All right. You managed to get off of there. Um, close to the, stay close to the wall spreading. if you can. You should probably, probably run. Try athletics now. This is now about <laughs> running, not about jumping. All right. Um, you miraculously survived. Three. Question Three. Mark. All right. Um, the floor begins to subside in a more enthusiastic manner than perhaps you were hoping for. Oops. Um, <laughs> The uh, uh, a section probably about twenty feet across pours into whatever basement is down there while Kenton runs <laughs> ahead of it and manages to get over to your you know over by the entrance of you guys right. as it. So this was a it, good thing you guys weren't holding on to me because you guys yeah we would all be dead as well. And it's like don't break the ice. Yeah, yeah. you're the little guy in the chair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about how it went. Now. Underneath, you can see that there are some, you know, columns sticking up that previously were holding up sections of the floor. Yep. Sort of like uh, what looks like the underside of the um, the uh, Coliseum, you know? Yep. With those, uh, you know... The, the pillars that yeah, hold up. Yep. Exactly. Some of that's sticking up. Um, however, in its giant cloud of dust and um, <laughs> um, squeaking noises. and Lower me down. And uh, now you have a hole in the floor. Flashlight. Well, I'm gonna approach the edge of the only, hole. With only me. a few pieces of rock fall out of the ceiling. Good. Good. Out of I the ceiling. Speed is of yes. the essence now. <laughs> Good. All right. Well, I've got the bug detector, so I'm gonna give it back to you. Cool. And I will go down, and they will lower me with rope down into the hole. Okay. And I will be the you know sacrificial Indiana Jones into the snake pit. All I'm right. going to try to point him toward the book. All right. Uh, go ahead. Don't and use your... read from the book. Go ahead and give me a book. Um, what do you mean book? book? Yeah, just, what book? Just trust me on this. We go click and click. Do another perception roll here. You're really close. Two. All right. Um, you you're like it's to your left. No, my left. That way. There's a, there's important things that way. And it's like, how can you tell? You're not even down here. Now you get down here, and of course you're standing on a pile of. Stone All right. Um, um, don't go too far because the bugs. You have the bug thing. Now yes. he goes down. He goes. In so if hole. he goes down twenty, if he goes down more, if he goes more than thirty feet from us, we're going to be. We're probably getting a lot of echo. Yeah. What you get is he goes. He goes down, and the thirty feet is that knocks things out. The the range is slightly bigger for for annoying for annoying but still. Um, which is why you should have pushed everything in front of you when you came in because they they didn't just turn over on their backs and kick their horrible arthropod legs as they were reduced to uh, insensibility. But um, you get down in here and, uh, you know, the, certainly the, the stone is is now kind of, you know, spinning in circles at this point. Kenton certainly spends a lot of time hanging from ropes, doesn't he? Yeah, yes, he does. 
Um, so I, that's why he got all the acrobatics. He, didn't, he <laughs> yeah. didn't buy a giant pile and of acrobatics. Where did I see the crystal? Uh, it was in the same chambers. Okay. Um, now you get down there, and there are um, you're seeing uh, constructions down here uh, mm. that are uh, made from crystal. There's like these transparent blocks that are just kind of these <coughs> cold, dead-looking blocks. I of, touch one of them. Um, nothing happens. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, um, well, that's good. <laughs> it's gonna be like this all the way through. It's gonna be like it's gonna be just like um, what was it? Fucking Prometheus. Where it's just like <laughs> touch, 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 touch. At least I don't make a map and then get lost. Yeah, that was that was the worst expedition ever. You guys think you're I'm just thinking kind of a, of a, a cold thing I and mean, here's this lost civilization with this wondrous technology and we're basically ripping it apart and taking pieces out. <laughs> yep. How is that different than... That's what we do. That's what you do when you're a 1930s explorer. So that really nobody will ever be able to re- repair this giant machine because all the best Green bits are gone. There's a hell that has Vincent Price and... Um, is that the giant grasshoppers? No, no. Green Hell is a is a James Whale film. It was a, sort of a lost movie. It's like a it's like an adventure film. It's yeah, it's and a they, jungle they, film. You in, in the Mummy's Hand, they shot some stuff in the Mummy's Hand on the set from Green Hell, which is why when you're in the Egyptian temple, there's giant statues of Kukul Khan in the background <laughs> because they're all getting into some sort of like Mesoamerican temple. Yeah. And when they get there, they're like, you know, I can't remember who the it, 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 I want to say it's um, Alan Hale Sr. It's it's you know the, right. the, the literally the skipper's dad is an actor too. So uh, you know Alan Hale Sr. Like uh, okay, Tex, get up there with the dynamite. And we'll blast our way into the temple, and you're, just, you're just thinking, oh shit, this is archaeology. No, oh, yeah. they're just gonna blow their way into the temple. Just watch then... those uh, Tomb Raider movies, and you'll be aghast at how many ancient <laughs> civilizations are completely destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Roy Chapman when he was in Mongolia hunting for dinosaur bones. Whenever they find a skeleton, they just dynamite it right out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or even worse, the bone wars in America. They blew. They'd go to a, a field of bones, get all they could, and then blow up the rest so no one else could, yeah. could you know, use the same that's, field. That's the American That's way. science. <laughs> science with dynamite. All right. All right. Um, anyways, um, let's see here. Um, You've still got the uh, oracalcum thing, so yeah. yep. see what it's doing. See where it's, it's trying spinning. to make you. Oh. Uh, it's yeah. spinning, so it's there's pretty much everything around. around. So there's... I'm just gonna like look around, see if I can find anything. Now else. you're down here with a flashlight, yep. and uh, it uh, you actually are able to come across the, the flashlight helps because the darkness helps because you're actually able to see your way uh, uh, towards something. You know, when you take the flashlight off an area, mm-hmm. that's when you notice that there's some light coming from that area. Interesting. All right, you're seeing right. it reflected off of archways and and uh, walls. Just sort of this faint... Um, I click off the light and kind of try and follow that light. Okay. All right. Now, as he's going down into this, you guys up top are noticing that... The insects are getting closer. There's a, yeah, there's a couple of uh, nasty-looking um, uh, bits of arthropody that are creeping in from the edges uh, of the temple. Hey, Kenton, should we come down... I think we should go down. I think you should come down. I think we I should go think down. I'll be able to hear you. Oh, you're right. Let's just go <laughs> down the rope. Plus, if we go down, we can raid this area faster. 
True. We are the Sky Raiders. <laughs> sky Raiders of Lemuria. There was something about raiding Sky, Lemuria. Yeah, All right. totally. All right, well, let's do a raid, guys. Right. Um, let's see here. Now, uh, getting down is relative. Let's see. What's your um, uh, strength and or athletics role? My strength is two. They're both two on me. Where's my athletics? Where's that going to be? Oh, my <laughs> athletics I got one. is three... Go my rating is six. Go ahead and give me a, uh, a roll on your athletics roll. That's you got so one success I did up get here? one. Yeah. Uh, Should I roll two? You have some dice. You also roll whether it's under strength or athletics. It's going to be strength. It's going to be two. One. All it's right. the red one. Just get a success to get down. Okay. Everyone manages to get down. Dapa. So what's his athletics? That's fine. He probably just He's walks fine. down. Yeah. He, he just jump. Yeah, he just jumps. He's only He only weighs 98 pounds. He's light as a feather. Um... He uh he comes down as well. Um, the uh, you're all down here in the uh, in the tomb or the bowels or whatever this is. There's um, no more light because I've turned off my torch, but there are some glowy bits. We have torches. There's multiple torches. Uh, you're down here, and again, there are these sort of um, uh, blocks of transparent stone that are down here. Um, they uh, have, uh, and they are all cut into sort of. Uh, 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 polyhedral shapes of various kinds, and they range in things that are this, anything from the size of a coffee cup to something the size of this table. Um, they, all seem, they all seem dark. <laughs> I know. Um, they all seem uh, dark and cold and dusty. But as you... Uh, and they only like the ones that are glowing, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, those are the ones that cause the blindness and insanity. Gotcha. The, uh, those get horrible birds. There's also the horrible burn option. Um, as you uh, uh, are uh, working your way towards the uh, the area that uh, the light was coming from, uh, and again, somewhere off in the distance, uh, but behind where you can hear is, of course, the sound of scuttling, scuttling, scuttling. Um, you can hear that? Well, no, probably not. We perceive that there was you, probably you know scuttling. You know there's scuttling. There are bugs, 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 bugs. You I'm keeping know this thing on me, and it will... Be with me because bugs now. Yeah. So, as you work your way back, um, you come across uh, uh, these um, uh, this archway that leads into this uh, sort of uh, uh, dome-like chamber, and in it um, is this uh, uh, crystal. Uh, it's about the size of um, it's like the size of a Smaller than a soccer ball, bigger than a soft. Maybe it's cantaloupe sized. Um, that's about right. Yeah. Okay. It is. Um, you seem to like alien tech. You touch it. It seems to be. <laughs> it worked out so well the last time. Uh, it is um, sitting it. atop <laughs> what appears to be a needle like spire. Ooh. Perfectly balanced. And. Um, Junk. Uh, you just go ahead and grab it. Use a rag or a coat or something. <laughs> Um, it glows ever so slightly, and you take it. Um, <laughs> the temple starts clapping. It uh, it uh, glows slightly less. Okay, so it's getting some power through the thing. Oh, the uh, the orichalcum. The uh, the uh, lodestone sure. definitely. Um, uh, well, it, uh, the, the 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 here's what happens. You know mm-hmm. the the stone, the, this this crystal. Mm-hmm. You have the node that you removed, removed it from, from. Uh-huh. and um, um, 
if you hold the uh, the stone up like this, and between the two of them, it's sort of halfway between. If you move the stone over, it follows a little bit. And if you move the stone this way, so it doesn't quite doesn't point go okay. at either one of them. But the stone is affecting it. But it, if you you know uh, if you move the stone over to the the uh, so you pulled it out of they they the, the, the it'll thing. stay. The spike was on. Is that removable too? Um, it's built into the floor. Um, it's uh, sort of this spire of what looks like Aracalcum that goes down into the into the stone floor. Um, I try setting it back on it. It uh, yeah, just set back on it, and it uh, it uh, it uh, 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 glows a little bit brighter, and um, then it uh, it. Uh, has kind of a pop, like a, it makes a, a, a flash, almost like a, um, uh, flashball. Almost, yes, almost like a flashball for our, because yes. the 30s were 36 reason flashballs by now. Yeah. Makes a very bright light, very briefly. Um, and, uh, you know, everyone's eyes are a little bit dazzled by it. And, um, then everyone feels it, uh, no, because it is, it is, uh, it's hard to miss. There's this, there's this feeling of this vibration that ran through everyone's feet. Mm. Oh, wait. Um, more of yeah. a... Yeah. Less of a, a vibration and more of a... Th- Where's the book? Um, <laughs> you uh, you look around in this chamber and um, the, sure enough, there is a uh, sort of a, um, uh, a shelf built out of the wall with a... Uh, sort of an, a clove cut into the wall, and in it is this um, uh, uh, sort of codexy thing, this shiny. You shine the arcalcum, you know, this is very nice and reflecty, and it's right there. Now my okay. ESP kicks it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, mm, mm, mm. sure enough, there's a book. Yeah, I'm gonna go grab that. All right, it's um, about that tall. It's about that wide, and long. It's about. It's like a couple phone books stacked on top of each other. Uh, it's light, despite the fact that it's uh, made. It looks like it's made out of flattened pieces of metal because it's wafer thin. It is indeed wafer thin. Like wafer aluminum thin. foil. We, mm-hmm. we, we need to. All right, I'm grabbing it. Round it up and get out. There's another thump feeling. through the floor. Yeah, round it up quickly. Get out quickly. Uh, I'm going to go up the rope. Um, when you pull it away, it's slightly brighter than it was when it started. Than when it started? Yeah, okay. yeah. When, you, when you first was there, it was kind of dim. You took it out. There was fine. You put it back when there's a flash, and that it was brighter. It was mm-hmm. like a light bulb almost. Mm-hmm. And you pull it out; it dims slightly, but, but it's still brighter. Yeah, it's not pulsing, is it? No. Okay. There's another. There's okay. another thumb noise that you can hear. Wait, no, that was that wasn't the floor this time. That was the ceiling. The air. There's like a there's the you there's Let's go. There's a weird brush of air that passes and runs past you. The machinery is starting or something. and Something we don't want to happen We don't is want happening. to be in it when it happens. All right. Or do we? we or do we? We scamper. All right, you scamper to the rope. Everyone, let's have that athletics roll or, uh, to get up the rope or strength. Book too big. All right, I got a, th- I got a two. I need some dice. I got a zero. I got a three. I got a one. one. Um, the, okay, let's uh, let's see how Thoppa does getting up this thing. Somebody give him a boost. Um, well, uh, uh, the, the, being the uh, you know uh, uh, I've got a juicy book in my hand. I'm not going to 
Yeah, being the sidekicker from a uh, something other than a white person, of course, Thapa is trying to get you know the Sahib up the rope because right. he's he's underneath so you, lifting you pretty much. You're standing pushing up the rope. It's it's going very poorly. Uh, perhaps we could tie a rope. You guys are up. Perhaps you could tie a rope around him and haul him up. Oh Let's yeah, do that. Sure. Okay. Well, then you tie a rope around. They tie a rope around you. We just throw down a loop and hope it doesn't catch around his neck. And um, <laughs> Sapa ties it off around you, and then he climbs up the rope. All right. <laughs> so he can help haul you up. Very good. And, um, oh, wow, that was a piece of rock falling from the ceiling. Oh, oh. let's all pull quickly now. All okay. together. All right, so what, add your, tell me what your strengths are. Three. 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 What are your uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, mine's two. All right, three. My strength. What is my strength? My strength is two. All right, go ahead and roll me a dice based on that. Tell me how many successes you get. Two. 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 One. Zero. One. All right. Do I get to help Clyde? Uh, at this point, your baggage. All right. But Thapa got two. You're, you're not climbing. You're holding the book. You're basically doing uh, that. Was Thapa got like three. Um, Don't read from the book. So <laughs> as long as I'm here, I'll just start paging through it. No, no. <laughs> Probably just an operations manual. All right. So, yeah, um, before we removed that crystal, it probably would have told us not to. <laughs> says, whatever you do, page one, whatever you do. Don't oh, dear. <laughs> do not remove the crystal. So, you just saw Guardians of the Galaxy, didn't you? you just, yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> so, whatever we do, we've got to make sure we do that last. Or first. <laughs> All right. Outside, the words on the outside of the building, we see the rest of the inscription that says, don't remove power crystal. <laughs> yeah. Under no circumstances, <laughs> remove power, power crystal. crystal. So we, we get him up, I presume, what, yeah? Well, yes, you get him up. Now, All right. Here's the, uh, now, uh, let's see here. Who's right. got rocks falling the over? Let me just see here. One, two. The one thing about these dice, it's hard to, like, randomize player characters. So I'll have to go with. Once he is out, I am sprinting for the door. Okay. We're all sprinting. I do not care if I'm stepping on giant insects. (laughs) All right. um, So, uh, pieces of rock are falling from the ceiling. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Roll your defenses. Everyone roll your defenses. Whatever. And I believe that's at the top of your character sheet. Yeah, I've got lots of defenses. Defenses? Where's that at? Top of your character sheet. Uh, oh, I've got six. Under yes. Yeah, so give me a roll in the defense. Would you roll uh, one? Two. Roll the one. I roll, roll one. Oh, zero. That is zero. I need a six. That book is too fast. So, uh, two, two threes, two reds, or just two more reds. Okay. So if it's a six, it's three reds. Three reds. Two. Okay. Two successes. And I need a three. red, five. and I have a, th- I have five. Yep, that's right. And I got okay, a five. five. All right, the count is Whoosh. completely Whoosh. unscarred by things falling from the ceiling. You know, I was a dancer briefly. Um, can't hear you. Can't you? Can't let, can't hear your bullshit. I know, but you <laughs> can't hear your bullshit right now. <laughs> I was in Paris. You were in Paris. Bob what? Bob Not Bob the Bob. monkey. All right. Sir, uh, you are knocked to the ground this with two lethal wounds. Two <laughs> lethal wounds. Oh, ah. yeah, One minute. Oh, crap. I already sprinted through the door. I can't grab you. All right. You sprawl to the ground. Uh, still clutching the book, no doubt. Save the book. Where's Thapa? Um, you are knocked to the ground for how much you hold? One defense? I want one defense. For two lethal You're lucky, right? 
I am lucky. I can add two to I can add two to a roll. So okay. Nope. All right. Well, in that case, uh, because you the the lucky failed for that moment, uh, we'll just call that extra unlucky. You are struck uh, by a rock that appears to have hit you in the back. Ah. Oh, fun. You take one uh, lethal hit. Actually, we'll say it's yeah, a good thing he has a giant sound-producing backpack yep. on his back. Yes. Um, oh crap! <laughs> um, there's a horrible shriek noise. It's a little louder than even the um, speak, even the ear earplugs uh, can detect. Mm-hmm. And then, you know that vibration was making against your back. <laughs> it's not. Not so much. How many of us made it out of the temple? Uh, well, uh, so uh, we're not done got with this round yet. All the way to the, ba- so the, the, the temple. Uh, he did. He didn't get knocked down. He got hit in the back of it. But he got there, and he's like, I'm fine. And like, where's the doctor? Doctor's been knocked down on the ground behind you. Thoppa and I will probably go grab him. All right, we'll go run back, and, run back and grab him. Yep, the there's no more sound, so we can now talk. Uh, yes. And so, scurrying little... Don't take your earplugs out, though, because we're trying to get to the 30-yard goal, which is still yes. working. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, uh, the two of you run awesome. back in. Um, you two out front are now noticing that uh, some of the more creepy and crawly uh, dozens of this the building seem to be closing in on the mouth of the temple. Perhaps some shooting would be appropriate as some nasty, slithery, six-foot-long centipede begins ah, to no. near him. I no, hate those things. Near, it's, you oh, guys... That, oh, yeah, we're in the... T- we went back in the... You went back in the temple. towards the temple. I yes. opened fire at the ones getting nearest the door with my Colt 45. Go ahead and blaze Wait, are they... So it's your are we out, am I outside or inside of the temple? You guys got outside and realized that he was left behind, so... Kendrick, These guys Kendrick, ran in and we're going to cover them with gunfire. Went back in no, and... Uh, the critters are trying to close in on the mouth and then close in on the mouth of the temple to get out from the inside. Four. Four successes. Let me see how <sighs> let's see how awful this critter is. Oh, it's awful. We had one we accidentally caught one in the cage. <laughs> in one of the box traps. It did did in fit yes, that actually That's happen. why we're not using the box traps anymore. <laughs> it's like there's there's just the, the kind of things that turned up in the box trap. Oh, what's that say? Well, I have these collapsible duraluminum box traps made to get All right, you got four successes? But I, I put one down in the forest, and it got a six-foot-long centipede in it, and then okay. we shot it, and then I said I was never now, using that, that trap again. Now, is that including, is that just yes. your pistol skill, or does that include the pistol and the lethality? Okay, because, all right, uh, looks like you this giant centipede that is closing in, um, yeah, you have, it's about two feet wide, about ten feet long, and... Uh, your bullet act. You actually saw the bullet ricochet off its carapace. Ping! As you shot it, it is slightly discouraged. I hope. Um, this end of it does not appear to be discouraged. The the business end is a whirlwind of nasty little, not nasty little, enormous, horrible fangs. Fangs. Remember, these are the guys who, in our in the real world, eat their way out of the inside of a snake. Maybe I should have used my rifle that instead. Got loose, that'd be it. All what right. That? Yeah, I never told you that would be its story. No, no, it's not for the tape. But all right, <laughs> keep going. Uh, what are you going to do about the giant, uh, giant centipede? Machete. Oh my god! All right, you're going to whack it with the machete. I'm going to point out that the machete has less ballistic force than the rifle. Okay. But it's too late now. You're committed to. It is a the bladed machete. weapon, though. It yeah, is yeah. a bladed weapon. I think I can. She's a jungle hunter. She knows how to 
dispatch. Here's what she's doing. All right, so go ahead and give me an attack with the bladed weapon. Okay. Oh, God, I hope I have a bladed weapon skill. It's under melee. If you have melee, it's under melee. <laughs> I don't have melee. Then you yeah, probably should. Probably then you should, should probably. Use, right now, you can use a machete got, for clearing underbrush, not for dueling. Yeah. Okay. I will use a rifle. All right. I know that's more boring, but it, <laughs> uh, you actually have skill in rifle, and you have a rifle, so it's a good combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, I yeah. was that, though, I'd probably just use okay. brawl. rifle. Rifle the thing. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to rub that giant scorpion. All right. Out. I've got a five. It's like, it's like the size of the ones from Naked Lunch. Yeah, I've got huge. a five-in rifle. Alright, so uh, the rifle's lethality is three. It doesn't have a tail. So add Steve three. Irwin. I'll be fine. I think. So roll those. Total of eight. Oh, total of eight. Uh, let, me, let me just check. Uh, oh, I don't have a double character. The infield is that what it is? You. Really? Oh, you're right. Uh, Winchester uh, rifle three L. Yes. So yes, you get three plus grand total of eight. So, so that's a red. six and a red. Fire away. Five. Five, all right. Critter's defense is still Where's six. Oh. They left him on the ship with the pirates. <laughs> the, uh, the bullet ricochets off the critter. Ping! Use the sonic gun. Uh, when I get back, I'm currently going I'm to get sorry. a professor. All right, so... You've been um, badly hit by falling rocks. <laughs> and you're, and, 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 I'm going to presume that somewhere in your head you're like, I'd just like to thank the Academy of Nobel Academy for this award in the field of... I just want to sit down and start reading. <laughs> um, in that case, what do you guys do? He's just sitting there on the floor kind of dazed. We go get on each side of him, pick him up, and keep right. moving. Fair enough. Uh, what's your strength? Three? My strength is a three, yes. All right, let's go and see how. All right. Oops, wrong. Okay. Uh, Thapo does okay picking him up. Give me a, a D3, please. Okay. You both have enough success to jerk him off his feet. And he's, you know, again, muttering something about, you know, the, the, the committee and thanking the, his colleagues. For the, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. Um, the, uh, uh, the problem is now there is a nasty, horrible centipede between you, you and the door. And the door. They're on one side shooting at it, but it's and it's paying attention to them. And behind you, there's all kinds of other critters coming out that are not nearly big and threatening uh, as the giant right. centipede. Pistol. <laughs> but are nonetheless unpleasant. Which pistol are you going to fire? I'm firing the sonic pistol. All right. Oh, thank God. I was worried it was going to be the muzzle loader. We're all dead. <laughs> All right, go ahead, and uh, I think it's a three lethality on that yep. weapon. Yep. Four. Four successes. All right. You need to stop using your dice. All right. Now the sonic pistol does a little bit has a little bit different effect on armor. So let's see how this works. Okay. Um, the uh, the creature jumps. Into the air. I don't, know if you've ever, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but um, there's this horrible thing that centipedes do when they are uh, injured or in danger. They do this thing where they just they whip. They just mm. suddenly, you know, their their body will, will curl and throw itself the other direction. Ah! You know what I'm talking yeah, about? And they will yeah, yeah. they'll like knock it. They'll leap out of the problem yeah. by by. Right, by like a slinky. Yeah. Know, from hell. And, um, from hell, and you know, with mandibles. It, it, it's almost like it cracks itself. Yep. Right, like origin. a whip, yeah. And this thing's 10 feet long. It cracks itself. It's really fast. Um, 
and it, you know, you know, uh, jumps through the air uh, and, uh, 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 you know, lands on the ground and is un- and, and um, is now no longer between you and the door. Awesome. Run! Run out the door. Hard stop at six. Yes, we got a hard stop at six. Hold on, is it? It's like quarter time or something. So, okay. Uh, you guys leap out the door. Um, the temple is, uh, or the temple, the power station, really the power plant, the power plant. Mm-hmm. Um, um, appears to be, uh, uh, it appears to be, uh, the, one of the, the bugs are having a problem. The power plant's falling on them. That is, of course, encouraged them to leave through the <laughs> entrance that you guys have just left through. Yep. So um, critters are scrambling around, and there's horrible, you know, pie plate-sized cockroaches and various things pouring out. We of are this trying thing. to get back to our thirty-foot radius of safety as quickly as possible. Thirty yard. Thirty right. yard. Um, you get past the giant centipede. Um, you're now out in the streets. Cool. Now, Running for the airship. Oh look, there it is. Run. Yeah, it's not hard to spot where the airship is. So you guys, uh, do we see monkey men on the tops of buildings yet? Throwing rocks down on top of you? <laughs> Not yet, but there's always time. So, anyways, um, does anyone want to try and do? Does anyone have any first aid they want to try and do to the doctor? We're we gonna haul him back to the to the safe zone first. Safe zone first. All We're right. gonna keep running because I don't want to have to perform first aid and be eaten alive by insects while doing it. I have Fair some enough. whiskey. Once we get back to the safety zone, I've got... Ah, you <laughs> bastards! I've got an 8 rating in veterinary medicine. It'll fix you right up. All right. Let's see here. Uh, what's your move rating, people? What's uh, Mine's 4. 6. Oh. Five. 5. 5? All right. We're uh, at Vince's speed at 4, because even though you got 6, and oh, yeah, top was like 5, you guys are dragging him yep, along. That's right. fine. Um... Again, this is, you know, <laughs> and when I was a boy and I found that the most important thing was pudding, you know, or whatever mm-hmm. is going on about the, about the codex. Uh, <laughs> no need to decipher this. That's not you know, uh, he, he hasn't held on to much, but he's still holding on to one end of the codex, even though it's like falling down the ground <laughs> and, <laughs> and is now flapping behind him as, he's, as you are dragging him through the streets. Um, at this point, um, yeah, some, uh, let's see here. Okay. All right. We'll call that. You guys get, uh, let's see here. Okay. And wow. Okay. Finally, you guys are going through the streets and you're working, working your way back and various critters are getting out of your way. Um, small hen like dinosaurs. Uh, there's a few things keeping their distance. Um, you guys get about two thirds of the way back. You're, you know, now sprinting distance, uh, of, of where the, uh, field is. And, um, you finally attract the attention of one of those big lizards that you shot earlier. All right. One of these things goes and makes this horrible bird noise that they always do in movies. Yeah. And, uh, sticks its head out from behind, uh, a, um, uh, well, in fact, actually, everyone who's not hit on the head, give me a perception roll. I have a code. Who's not? <laughs> Do not drop the code. Okay. Yeah. Two. And what'd you get? Two. Two. All right. That's all pretty good. I'm going to presume that since the the sound machine's not making any more sounds, that are they're uh, a problem. Um, what you see behind it, you notice that it, it sticks its head out uh, behind you. 
and then comes out into the um, uh, the, the narrow sort of alleyway streets you're in and begins to uh, p- uh, uh, pound the pavement after you with its nasty hooked, you know, giant right, toenail right, right. feet. And it's right behind you, and it uh, makes uh, this sound that I don't believe was directed at you. I mean, it makes a noise that I don't oh, think was great. directed at you guys. So I hand off, it's sprinting distance, so I hand off um, the good professor to you. I flip around and we'll shoot that thing. All right. Go ahead and uh, draw me some dice. Uh, five. Five points. Uh, five successes. Five successes. And I still think this thing has a six defense, so. Okay. Uh, I think that's still three damage, which still may be. I should leave the book open to. It should at page. least discourage it. Yeah. Um, uh, you uh, uh, fire it back and. Um, it's like um, uh, the the sonic vibration weapon uh, breaks some of its bones from huh. the inside out, which is what I presume horrible sonic weapons do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shatter sure. bones and cause shrapnel of bone to fly through people's innards, which is suck, which would really suck. <laughs> um, but it's sort of like it's like it, one of its arms kind of just goes crunch, uh, and it goes Argh! and it just sort of peels off. And running off another direction, making this this weird hootie noise as it goes. All right. uh, uh, we're not going to stop delight. running. We're not. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not stopping running. I stop to like turn shoot, and so they're probably like five feet. Maybe ten feet back around, and start continue running after them. All right. Um, but keeping an eye out for anything else that's coming up from behind, because that's really what I'm here for right now. Alright, so um, you guys uh, that are up front, uh, let's see here. He's going through the monster section. Yeah, I really am. I should just be going back to the same monster section. Alright, so um, the um, uh, give me some perception rolls from not you, because you're looking in the back, but you too. I got three. Okay, good. One. Alright. Um, you notice ahead that uh, there are two of these things moving to cut you off uh, in the street ahead of you. Um, uh, oh, they hunt you like sp- a pack of dogs. You spot Great. them first, even though you're the problem is Clever you're girl. holding up this guy and Thapa's holding up the other side. I'm the only person with a weapon ready. Uh, well, I mean, you've got a pistol. Yeah. So you can still shoot one-handed. Um, are, are they how close are they to our safety windows. zone? Yes. Are they within the annoyance range? Um, they're like uh, they're definitely within and the annoyance range. Back. They're definitely um, within the uh, range of when this it should be bothering them, but it's not close enough to knock them out. However, getting past them, you've you've maybe got uh, another you know, 10, 15 feet until uh, you're into the uh, the actual knockout range, which is again. 30 yards. It was big. I'm going to use uh, my Colt 45 just to take a shot. Okay. Do it. Thoppa should also try and... Well, he's holding up the guy with one arm and all he has a rifle. Oh, all he has so, is a rifle. So, yeah. so he can't shoot and I've got a pistol in one hand, so I've got uh, three for the damage and then my firearms is... If I have a Colt pistol and the... Yeah, uh, and that one, five. five. Yeah, just Two use your arms. You can, but there's minus the fire 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 have you ever tried to fire two weapons at once? Yes. You can't hit anything. No. I got a five. All right, that's good. All right. Yes, um, it is. Let's see, and roll for its defense. 
Okay, three, that means you did two points of damage to it. Um, and again, as I'm reading the rules right, since it only had three body to begin with, that's actually a lot of damage. It is unhappy about being shot. It says, um, having fired the gun forward, that pretty much reveals that there's... That pretty much reveals to you that there are velociraptors in front of you. Right. Well, I'm going to shoot them with my rifle. Fire away, please. While running, or are you stopping? I'm going to stop. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's What do I roll here? Rifle. Five. Uh, plus the... Plus damage, which is eight. Three more. Eight. Eight. Uh, and three more. Four. Three. All right. Um, the creature manages to say it takes one point of damage. Um, it is un- it is unhappy with the fact that it has been shot. You hear the gunshots go off in front of you. Yep. I'll pull out, uh, instead of the pistol, I'll pull out my rifle that I have. And okay, that'll take shot. you around to change weapons. That's fine. All right. Um, Still running after them. Okay, hopefully so. catching up. The critters are now charging up on you folks, and they're going to dig- do their darndest to... Claw or bite at you. So here's where we finally get to try out the player character's defense. What's your defense? My defense is is five. All right, roll five dice, please. Four. That's good because it rolled five successes. Uh, It manages to claw you uh, with one of its horrible claws uh, for one point of damage. Okay. Rias, what is your defense? My defense is somewhere up here. Six. All right, go ahead and give me your defense roll. Are these threes? Yes. Yes. Five. All right, it manages to miss you. Um, You manage to dodge out of the way since combat is no longer just a matter of... I do like the idea that combat is not just a matter of the attacker but the defender. Right. You know, so it's no longer static. Um... Uh, all right, uh, you guys get to fight back, and that includes that will include you next turn. Yep. Um, let's see what the, the best Thapa can manage is. It's probably not close enough. Actually, no. If it's close enough to attack you, it's close enough to Thapa. All right, so he'll take a swipe at it with his Kukri, is what he'll do. Um, let me just. It's cool cream or Kukri. Cold cream. Yeah. Yes, it's cold cream. He'll just rub it on his face and get the makeup off. Revealing that he's been an Aryan Nazi all along in a clever disguise. Um, all right, so um, let's start with uh, guns go guns before. Well, this is not a game where guns go before knives. What's your dex? Mine is uh, two. All right, he's a little quicker than you, so he's going to take a shot with his kukri, and he gets a lot of fucking successes. He gets six yeah. successes. And the critter gets a six defense, and oh, it gets one success. So, wow. All right. Um, uh, he swings offhanded with his kukri and manages to flop and, I guess, lop the fucking head off the thing because that was one, That's what one defense versus for. six successes. Yeah, he chops its fucking head off. Um, it flops to the ground. Um, Who's, uh, what's your dex? Didn't the other one only uh, have dex, three bodies? Uh, three. Your dex is three, your dex yes, is two? Two, yeah. And your dex is? Three. 
three. All right. Because she, I did one. She did one. I did two. You, she did one. Yeah. She only uh, the one that was right up next to you. Yeah. Only had one point left, and he, oh. he just did five <laughs> points in it, which he just got. Oh, I see. I thought. He but the one that's closer to her gotcha. uh, still two. has two points left. Uh, you guys are both tied for initiative. So just I have five for initiative. Five for actual initiative. Oh, you're right. There is initiative, not just decks. I have five uh, for that too. I have a six for initiative. So she. All right, you're going first then. Sorry about that. I keep right, forgetting I have to do that. I don't have to do that, Matt. It's just right, right there in the right fucking there. character yeah. sheet. Yep. So another just standard attack with the rifle. So that's eight. So. I'm oh, yeah. And a red. Two blue and a red. Two blue and a red. Three. 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 All right. Um, you managed to shoot it. It had. Uh, it manages to do three defense back. So. Uh, it manages to shrug off the damage. Uh, who's the next uh, initiative? To you? We're tied. We're tied. All right, go ahead and both roll then. And we'll, whatever happens, happens. Um, oh, I need one more. Uh... Seven with the rifle. I got four with the pistol. Okay, now the thing about two people attacking a critter, at the, somebody at the same time, is it can only apply its defense to one of them. To, well, to, so the people who are not being them, attacked but, need but to drag you, the you professor know, you, into the safe zone. Yeah, if you use up, if it all gets soaked up I by one, it can't be applied yeah. to the other yes. because you're dodging one and not the other. Yep. So you that got how many successes? I got seven. Uh, well, then it's automatically taking some damage. It only gets two successes, so even if it uh, dodged you slightly, you still shot it and you still shot it. And this thing, this big lizardy bastard falls over dead on the ground. Um, now it's time for some more running. Huzzah, run. Uh, you guys scurry the last few yards, going, you know, ah, I'm bleeding, I'm cut. You know, but luckily it's it's like something, um, it's, it's going to be something dashing. You know, we came to the hollow earth. My jacket. <laughs> we came to the hollow earth to get, uh, to get, what was the line from Buffy? Oh, snake, you know, spike, you're covered oh. with sexy wounds. <laughs> yes, we came yes, to the hollow earth to get sexy wounds in Orcalcum. So um, you have a, and you have a, a pump on you. All right. By, by bump, I mean there's a flap of skin, you know. Okay, uh, well, I'm going to pull... I will use my veterinary medicine... Excellent. ...to sew the scap, flap of skin back, make sure there's no... Uh, no uh, so that make sh- I can attempt... Yeah, make sure there's no bone poking out, and I can't see his brain You don't have in to there. do them. You tap out a section of skull and replace it with a nice piece of metal and... No, nah, I don't. I, I don't think I'm qualified for that. They do, the, they do the skull surgery. I love that part. <laughs> I went to the uh, surgical history it, museum. Let all the blood flow out of it, and then they. I went to the Museum of Surgical History in um, Chicago because I would. Because you do. Mm-hmm. Like and you do. it was all the Museum of Trepanation. They're like first floor Egyptian trepanation tools, and then you get up to like the third floor, and it's like a power drill, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, so did they at least get the South Americans in there as well? Oh yeah, I'm oh, good. Well, but you, it was it was odd. Go ahead and throw uh, throw your dice on veterinary or veterinary medicine. Okay, vet medicine vet uh, levels three plus four, rating seven eight. So you play the full eight. So I roll eight. Mm-hmm. That's two blues and a red. All right, five successes. All right. Uh, it's not going to be pretty, but your skin won't be flapping anymore. Yeah, that'll be... Um, go ahead and heal back those two lethal wounds. I roll up his codex. Um, yeah, it has been flopping around, uh, trailing behind you. Um, if you roll it up, you're going to have to roll it up into whatever end is gripped. 
Right. <laughs> in his claw, in his wizened claw on this end. We um, will uh, restore the codex to its former... Shape. Shape. Now, I will warn you that uh, when you guys get into this uh, section, there's was still one more uh, velociraptor is trailing you, and it it, uh, it runs up to the edge of this thing and then just falls forward, and just goes, plop. I walk up to it, pull out the Colt pistol <laughs> in the head. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's laying there unconscious. Boom. It, yep. Chicken. Yeah. And yeah. then exactly. and loop around the, the uh, Lee-Enfield's, like, Sling. Sling and pull it in. It takes some work. But we're gonna, yeah, we're bit. gonna, we're gonna, the dinosaurs that we have killed that are within the safety zone, we're gonna take for food yep. after measuring them and getting scientific data, okay. samples and such. Now, in this area, one of the things you guys can manage to, to do is while you're sitting here, you guys can manage, uh, you know, at the end of, since we're closing up on the end of this episode, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, the end of the, we're not gonna end on a cliffhanger on the grounds that, um, you know, you've escaped the dinosaurs for the moment. What's in the book's not a big enough cliffhanger? It is for me. Uh, but um, not opening the book, but what's Romancing in the book? Romancing the Stone. Uh, we'll draw the curtain on this episode of Romancing the Stone. Perhaps we'll call it a book of love. We're going to call it the next episode Jewel of <laughs> <laughs> Well, there, you did get a jewel out of here. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's oh, a toss-up between <laughs> Romancing the Stone a jewel. and Jewel a jewel that's going to give us all radiation poisoning and Possibly. make us die. Possibly. But, um, that's why I give it to uh, When we pick up Here next time uh, <laughs> with your with the home drive keeping everything 30 meters away, you guys are going to be able to uh, gather up brush from around here, mm-hmm. uh, use it to build fires, use it to smoke uh, the meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, you'll be able to go to the uh, battlements and lower over some buckets into the waterfall and, and start... Send uh, the portable one up for repairs. Yeah. Uh, you guys will be able to get to work making a tiny little camp here at Fort Dinosaur, or what do you want to call it, um, even though your your perimeter is made out of a sound wave as opposed to... That's fine. We're going to send Paris out to befriend the ape men and have an arm uh, of ape men. Paris, <laughs> Paris won't wear the earplugs, so she has to stay on the ship. It's Vidmeria. This is Vidmeria? I believe that in last episode, you named the island Vidmere. No, New Vidmere. New Vidmere, and you named everything else Lost Atlantis. All right, then this is Vimaria. (laughs) Or Berg? Or Vimarberg? Vimarberg? Something like that. So, um, you guys are left at a moment of, uh, let's just say, things look like they're going just fine, but with... uh, you know, a book yet to be unopened, a crystal yet to be monkeyed with, and uh, a relatively damaged uh, uh, section of city that you've mucked around with in clear 1930s archaeological style, bringing half the roof down on top yes. of yourself. And yes. a giant pile of dead dinosaurs. Oh, go ahead and give him uh, a rule on your veterinary medicine as well. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fixing up his injury. My single point. Your single point. Single point is a single point. Don't forget to make this car pretty. It's I'll do my best. Oh, four. It's four? beautiful. All right. That, uh, I think that does it. Um, I will certainly check the rules again to make sure uh, that uh, that's the right way to heal up on this. And when we turn the recording off, I'm going to quickly uh, take some time and figure out the experience points for this thing. But all right, that's that's it for this episode of Sky Raiders, uh, Romancing the Stone. 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 Oh,
Un. Un.